Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp MX Show presented by Motorsport.com. Decal Works Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, December 5th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Anaheim just around the corner. The 2023 Supercross season. And Kenny Roxon still doesn't have a ride. Well, not officially anyways. So lots to talk about tonight. We'll talk about that Roxon situation. We'll have a little bit of off-road talk tonight as well. Thanks for tuning in. I know we were off for two weeks. This is that's the last time we will be off for two weeks for a long time. So uh, stay tuned. More regular show schedule coming up as we ramp up into Anaheim 1 2023. Great show tonight. Zach Osborne will be on, friend of the show. He's calling in about his new GNCC ride. And my question for him is, what the hell? Mike Brown, just beating down Chris Kiefer at Loretta's, beating down Chris Kiefer at the World Vets, and then winning uh, mini-O's. What a season he's had. We'll have Mike Brown calling in. The alien will uh, ring us and tell us about what's going on with him. Uh, Friend of the show and one of the best callers we have, David Villeman. As well, we'll call in. He's working with Marvin Muscan, of course, and Anaheim's around the corner. So looking forward to talking to our buddy DV. And Robbie McQuarrie will call in as well. Robbie is one of the owners of AMA Arena Cross, and that is kicked off two rounds down. And Robbie wants to talk about that series, the changes they're making, a little more pro-oriented and more. So looking forward to talking to Robbie about Arena Cross as well. Don't forget, go to the motorsport.com banner on popamexshow.com or popamex.com to order something, anything from the guys at Motorsport, whether it's Worth Connection, whether it's Guts Racing, guys at Motorsport support the uh, 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 sport in many ways, and great prices, great return policy, free shipping out of the over 79 bucks. and if you go through the banner, I can afford to keep paying Travis Mark's outrageous salary that he demands to uh, to run the cameras in this show, uh, so please check it out, thanks to Motorsport.com guys as well, 702-586-PULP, if you got a question, concern, or comment, about uh, the series, Supercross series, or anything else, uh, 702-586-PULP. Give us a call. Thanks at Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, X-Brand Goggles, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Acherbys, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, OGO Power Sports, ORW, Pro Filter, Skosh, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Get Data, WUSA, MotorcycleEnergyJobs.com, Ride Engineering, Manscaped, Suspension Direct, Weissco Piston, Intense Cycles, Twisted T, all on board with us tonight. Good show. Zacho, Mike Brown, DV, Robbie McQuarrie from Arena Cross. And again, your phone call, 702-586-7857. We are also going to have the Motorsport.com tweet at Talent segment, the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs, and a Race Tech rant or two tonight. And maybe, just maybe, if we have time, Kiefer after dark, looking forward to all of this. Quiet down. My in-studio guests, a couple of good friends of mine. Uh, first up, 
This gentleman uh, owns the Works Connection Company that has been in our sport since 1990, uh, whether it's a skid plates, whether it's frame guards, radiator braces, purchase, elite purchase, whatever it is, you probably used something from Works Connection over the years, and we're stoked to have Eric Phipps in studio. What's up, man? How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here. And uh, yeah. yeah, third time. Yeah. In studio. This is the third time? I, I, third time? I know every time. Like I said, I'm, I know. I'm you, back of my hand. Right. Yeah, you knew it exactly. Uh, thanks for coming in. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, glad uh, to be here. WorksConnection.com. Publimex 20 is the code to save. Code still being used. You're still seeing it? Yeah, go? we're yeah. still seeing right. it. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Got, the customers are great. So um, great. We appreciate and, it. Yeah, really, really good company. Uh, you've, you've got a good thing going there, Works Connection. Keep it up. <laughs> we try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're starting yeah. to get it figured yeah. out. Yeah, you know, we're starting it's, to get, I mean, it's starting to get some momentum. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but we're starting to get it, you know, right. feel for it. Okay, now. Yeah. good, good yeah. to hear. Also in studio, he works for Racer X, Key for Ink testing, of course, Pulp MX as well. He's got many things on the go. He's testing a lot of things. <laughs> Jeez. Chris Kiefer, what's up, man? Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm excited to be here. Are you? With you and Eric. Yep. It's yep. going to be a fun. I love DV. Yeah. I hate Mike Brown. You saw the text from DV? I did. Yeah. He, so he approves. He approves of the co-host. All right. He wasn't calling in until I told him the co-host because he's had a bit of combative relationship with. It, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Myrtle. No. Or. Or. Uh, um, uh, uh, the bearded guy. Rutledge. Rutledge. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Rutledge. You, uh, you made the cut. Oh, yeah. Rutledge. That was a great. That right. was a great episode. Yeah, it, it was great. Uh, so thanks for coming in. Lots yeah, to talk thank about. You. Off-road life. You've been doing some stuff there. Yep. Uh, uh Oh, you wrote a you wrote an article on Racer X. <laughs> was there something in there that said not do not say anything? It starts waiting for that. Okay, no. Yes, Racer X. We're going to talk about that. Right. Yes. What is it? Moto Demption. Moto Demption. I can't even read my own writing. Yes. Uh, and uh, also too, uh, we got some topics about Ken Roxon to talk about tonight. Uh, some injuries in our sport, unfortunately, yep. have already hit as well. A lot. Uh, so that sucks. And, yeah, and JT will call in as well, our buddy Jason Thomas. Uh, he is in Anaheim doing some Feld Supercross preview stuff already. Oh, wow. Yeah, him, Weege, Blair, they're all there hanging out. Big sure. media thing today at Anaheim, right? Yeah, okay. they're there. Yep. Uh, picking the cameras over there, watching hockey uh, <sighs> while he's trying to do the, the show and everything. The, the gentleman told me that he needed a new laptop for the show okay. uh, a while back because just it would run smoother. You yep. know, so I spent the three thousand dollars on a oh, new laptop big for the gigs show. big gigs but then uh come to find out he's just using the other laptop to watch hockey now Travis hmm. marks what's up marks <laughs> i regret nothing unbelievable <laughs> you're interrupting my game we just scored it's three zero we're beating the bruins it's a good night hey it's in boston too yeah and boston dude. hasn't lost at home we're, we're, about to, yeah. we're about to ruin that yeah what's up marks how are you uh, you know i'm just excited to be here i did find out that uh your co-host across from you won't be with us next week, and I'm a little bummed about that. Yeah, so next Monday we're off. Big Pulp MX show dinner. Mm-hmm. I'm buying these jerkies dinner. High-end restaurant, Eric. Hmm. Uh, Kiefer, you and Heather were going to come. Yeah. Uh, and then now you can't. No. But uh, so so who's all, who's all coming for this Christmas? Not you. A parade well, of uh, dinners. Uh, the guy taking the phone calls over there, Talon Taylor. What's up? I was going to go, but if Kiefer can't yeah, go. Yeah, so then. he's bailing. Yar-Yar's not coming if I'm not coming. Yeah, Yar-Yar's out. Uh, Courtney's coming. Courtney's coming? Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Mr. <laughs> she, Legendary. She might be sitting there, too. <laughs> yeah. And then Mr. Legendary and his wife. Uh, Swizz is not coming? No. Swizz, well, he was talking about it, but it's a long Some flight. weird guy named Moser might come? Nobody knows. Okay. <laughs> but the Pulp MX dinner Sounds next like Monday dinner night. is as, as well-planned as everything Pulp. This this should be, be a, I, honestly that should be an episode. It should be. That just should be. Just set up the camera. Pulp MX dinner Christmas. Maybe party. we'll do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know people say like, 
Mr. Side and these people coming down on me for my my terrible things. Wow. Uh, you know, I did listen to that. By the way, that was that wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't great, <laughs> but it was good. I mean, it, I but love you. But it was good. That wasn't great. Even but, though he tells you, yes, you can, you fuck shouldn't. my ass. <laughs> he said I can. It doesn't matter. He said I could. Oh, boy. Yeah. F you, dude. Right. Exactly, Pookie. Well, all right. There's a, there was a line there that may or may not have been crossed. Yeah. Listen, I'm not going to I'm not gonna uh, deny that I took some heat from our listeners <laughs> on that. I really I did. I bet. A lot of people weren't happy with that. Look it. But it, the poll, we ran a poll. I did see the poll. The poll was strongly in favor. That's true. I love, hey, listen, that, that could be my race tech rant. Well, it's too early. Premature. No, let me just briefly say that. Okay. That's my race tech rant. Pulp 22's code to save. We run the poll. Yeah. It's like 84% of people said they had the extra $800 or whatever whatever question was. It was 800 I don't know. It was 800 I, but that. Yeah. So like 84% of people said they did. Just these guys on social are like, they're liars. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. That's we not ran a poll. No. People voted. And like, you can say like, wow, I didn't think there'd be that many. But yeah. like, just because you don't like the answer, now you're just accusing people of lying. Like, what if it went the other way? Like, no. what? why do you come out? And just say, those people in that poll are liars. Listen, what, what, the, the poll and what happened are two different things. I know. But when I bring up that 84% of the people in the poll said they did have the extra money. Right. The people on social are like, they're wrong. Right. They're wrong. It's the same people, the election shut. That didn't happen. Yeah. Like, okay, like 84% of people lied? That's what these people are saying. Like, they're all liars. I just think, like... If I was dark side, dark side effed up and said, yeah, dude, just keep it on the DL. And then it would have been fine. Never would have brought it. Right. Up. Never would have brought it. Right. I'm not going to do that to Mr. Side. But if he doesn't care, I feel like it's, right. it's for, you know what you're getting into when you say it's okay. Everyone in this studio knows what can happen if you say. He was ready. almost stranded and they locked the door on him. They took away his room key. It didn't work anymore and all his right. shit was in the room. Yep. And who came into the rescue? Like Superman. Yeah. Me. Self-labeled Superman. I'm right there alongside with you. Like, we've saved him from a long list of things that he could be doing right now. Well, 84% of the people are liars. <laughs> I just, I just, like, okay, you can not have it yourself and you can say, like, that's a lot of money. But, like, just to say the poll is wrong because you don't agree with the poll is exactly what's wrong with no, America the poll, today. the poll is right. I just think, like, if it was me... And and Dark Side said, "Hey, you could talk about the show. I wouldn't talk about it because I just it, I just wouldn't." That's fine. Any Again. chance Dark Side? Maybe there's some confusion on how far Dark Side thought oh, that conversation no. he, might. He go. knows. Listen, he's Again, been around he long. Cracked, Listen, yeah, you cracked that door I, open. Steve's coming through with the truck. I I took heat. A lot of <laughs> listeners didn't like it. They, I'm not I'm not going to sit here. See, now if I was the same assholes as the poll, I would come on here and be like, everyone loved it. Right. Everyone said it was funny. Yeah. That's what the poll people, the people who say the poll is wrong, that's what they say. The poll people. <laughs> the poll people would be like, yeah, it's wrong. Right. No, I'm coming in. I'm admitting. I took some heat. Did you get the money back? Oh. Oh. Dude. Okay. His, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Pulp Show. fired back up. <laughs> <laughs> you just poured more I don't want to get into it. Oh, so there's more. I got the money back, okay. but not without a lot of fighting for the money. Really? Yeah. Wow. On Dark Side's part or Vital's part or what? I just think he forgot. I think Mr. Side forgot. Oh, man. Yeah. 
He's going to call it, I'm sure, at some point. Yeah, he'll call it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get into all okay. that. We'll get there. Uh, we'll get there when it's time. We'll get there when it's time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we raised Ryder D. We'll get there. We'll raise him when it's time. Hey, burnouts are sick, though. What? Burnouts? After you win mini O's, that's fun. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm really just touching <laughs> Boy, the Boy, he's hitting the trigger <laughs> points, isn't he? <laughs> Where was Where was Where was the grown adult to be like, hey, 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 you just won mini O's. You got top 10 at Paula. Let's maybe not do a burnout. Instead, uh, there's Duff. Uh, hey Duff, you want to Duff won a 250 Supercross <laughs> title with my, with Christian Craig. Like that's a big deal. Oh man, you're gonna do burnouts at Minios? Hey, whatever, dude. It's, it's whatever. I don't. I'm not coming down on Hayden. Some adult in the room should have said no. We don't do burnouts for Minio titles. I went to Minios in '99. Myself and Ryan Morris, we won like 20 titles. Right. No so, burnouts? So you can't be like, what do you know, Mathis? We won 20 titles. We beat Stu. We fucking beat Stu. Now, he was on 105. We was were anybody one- doing burnouts back then, though? No. I don't know, man. No, I were. don't know, man. But just some adult should have been like, yeah, it's just Minios. Can we- <laughs> have you thought maybe it's in the star contract that they have to do Fuck burnouts? Fuck me, man. Duff I knows mean- better. Come on, Duff. <laughs> Stuff. He was just happy, man. That's cool, man. Be happy. Off. No one said don't be happy. Be happy. <laughs> Can we turn Steve's mic down a little bit? I was going to say. I was, was going to ask <laughs> about Fuck that. me, man. You started this thing off. <laughs> Sorry. Right. I didn't mean to open the show that aggressive. Mr. Side. Oh, already? God, we're really uh, premature yeah, in the shit it, out of the show. All right. That wraps it up, everybody. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> it's early, but listen, just real quick, because Kiefer made the point. Yes, Steve. I did say you could talk about it, but I had no fucking idea it was going to go where it went. Oh, my. Stop it. (laughs) Even Eric is shaking his head. Look, I stuck up for you. Now I'm on Steve's side because you you. know know exactly if you open the door for Steve, you know what you're going to do. It's a Mack truck coming. I thought for sure we're going to bust on fucking Michael Lindsay for fucking not getting the bill paid. Please. And the the fact that it went to everybody has eight hundred dollars blew my fucking mind. Eighty four percent. I don't give a shit what the fucking Twitter poll says. Oh, there we go. Oh, guy. The poll people. Poll people. Poll yep. people. Poll people. No, I'm telling you, very. That's very uncommon for people to fucking have. People don't so, have fucking credit cards and to have. So eighty four percent or whatever never, is just lied. They just no, lied. No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say eighty four percent of the people that fucking voted. Probably do, but that's not a fucking accurate fucking poll. A lot of F-bombs. Just relax. Yeah. Just calm down. Chill, chill, chill back. Right. Chill down a little chill bit. Chill down. All right. I was fucking dumbfounded. Oh, F. Easy effing. <laughs> I was dumbfounded that it went to the fact that I didn't have, because I just, to me, that's pretty common. <laughs> so, uh, again, it's if you're 25 years old, no, I get Steve. it. I get it. You don't have the money. Don't open it back up. Off-season shows. Catch the fever. People, lots of people, Steve, adults, work just to fucking get by. I agree with that. Hold on. But again, you're like the poll people. You're misunderstanding what it was, what the question was. Working to just get by is one thing, but having... A credit card with a thousand dollar limit for emergencies is what I'm talking about. Yes. Now I'm not talking about like that. I'm not talking about making like enough to get by. Credit cards. Okay, you can make enough money 
to just get by in life, <sighs> and I understand that, and I get that. What I'm talking about is if you dog gets hit by a car, wife needs a kidney, um, you need more than a your, your car gets broken into, like. Do you have an extra mo- credit card somewhere for that kind of money or ability to get that money? That's what I'm talking about. Hold on. And I'm telling you, most most of the people that are just getting by don't have those credit cards because then they would use that credit card to pay my water bill this month or my electric bill that I barely have money for. They don't have that. Let me, let me just That's ask you really a question. Common. Dark side. Well, not, yeah. not according to 84% of the poll. So when you say real common, we had a lot of votes. Now, just... For shits and giggles, did you learn oh. learn a lesson when you when you left and went to Europe? Yes or no? Oh, there was a couple of lessons. Sure. Okay, yeah, so yeah. now now that you've been through what you've been through, will or will you not have an, a credit card for oh shit purposes? Yes, and I do have one of those. Unfortunately, the day before I left for Paris, I spent a thousand dollars on something on my shop. Okay, and. So that's that, that position. That's either, yes, you know, that was a lesson learned. That's it. That's all there is. It, it could be we yeah. could close the box now. You live and learn. That's how shit happens. Like we'll talk about it yeah. later on the day. When things have failures, you learn from failures, then you move on. That's it. Zach wants to yeah, talk. Yeah. Zach, you want to talk to uh, Dark Side about this? Yeah. Well, all of you guys, I'll tell you what this reminds me of. Steve, you, you, uh, you famously said you, you've been in a gangbang once, right? Is that correct? No, I didn't. I, I, I did not. <laughs> You were in a gang. I was like, I didn't hear that. I did not say that. I might have made a joke about it, but I was not. He's probably talking about racing gangbangs. Hey, when Darkside just now said, yeah, I said it was okay, but I didn't know it was going to turn into that. It's like some chick. She gets a little drunk, a couple guys invite her back. She's like, yeah, I'll go. Then the next day, she's like, I didn't think it was going to be all that. It's like, what do you mean? There was four or five drunk guys inviting you back to the hotel room. What do you think? <laughs> that that slightly could be a little bit different there, yeah, sir. Yeah, uh, I think um, that's a li- not a very apples-to-apples apples comparison. Marks, can you at least – listen, I know you're on Mr. Side's side here. I know that, okay? Yep. You're shit-talking me. I, I get it. I'm not shit-talking you. Can you at least tell Mr. Side that when he gave me the okay to talk about it, to hit, for him to say he didn't know it was going to go there oh. is – No, because I, I already asked if that was on. a possibility. So I don't – I mean, I don't think that the line has to be crossed just because he said yes. I think that still leaves room for, you know, places that you shouldn't or maybe right. won't go. We got to go. This is this I, is too, too weak old. I think Mr. Side right. should also think about what he says he should allow. I wouldn't have allowed. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But – no more button pushing today. Can you imagine going you to Europe like, and, and then just be, spending a thousand dollars a day before you leave because you're just like, oh, I just no, man, you got you got to have a thousand, you got to have a thousand bucks on hand at all times. Even if you have like, with all the apps that we have, you should be able to transfer a thousand at all times. Sell yeah. some shit, dark side, get you a thousand bucks. For that. Yeah, there you go. I Thank, would have let exactly. it. I would let it slide you. if he said he spent a thousand dollars on WorksConnection.com. Yeah, I mean, yeah. then yeah. that's acceptable. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, it would have been fine. All right, dark side. Listen, uh, we're we're all good now. It's fine. Yeah, we're fine. Just listen. Can you afford a new shelf to hold up all those trophies in your shop? (laughs) Oh, what time do I land? What time do I land Monday for the dinner? What a look at me! What he has trophies? What did you see his post? I saw the poll. I didn't really look in the back. Oh, this happened to put all his trophies on this shelf. Go look at it. Oh yeah, that's his bling shelf. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Where those trophies come from, Dark? Uh, just different series out here in Texas back in 06, 07 when I was racing a lot. So you, you, do you say you save your trophies from 10, 15 years ago? I have the ones that are like the championship ones that are like six foot tall and big, big bastard. Okay. Yeah. I've kept those. Okay. But I, you made I, sure I those made the Instagram. The, yeah. Well, I understand. Yeah. Right, hold on. Crystal wants, yeah, all, Crystal wants all the to weigh Crystal. Crystal wants to weigh in on Kristen? this. Crystal? What's up? Crystal. 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 
Crystal. Hi, Steve. Hi. I am a actual first-time caller. My husband is a huge fan of your show, so Thank you. I have to um, to to deal with it. I do kind of get into it, though. Keep Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. After dark. All right. All um, right. Yeah. I feel like I have a unique take on this because to Darkside's point, how he's like most working class people don't have it, but the polls like 84% of people probably do. Um, I actually come from, from poor people, from poor working class people. And now I would say I'm one of the 84% of the poll people that say, yeah, you, you would have $800. But I think that it's, you really have to look at your demographics, right? To my, us, middle class, upper class people, of course you have $800 on a credit card. And to your point, yeah, it makes sense. Like, well, of course, when you have a credit card for emergencies, but every single adult that I knew growing up, and still to this day, I am an adult, and you're like, they should be responsible. You open a credit card for emergencies, and then it gets used. And it doesn't get paid off because you didn't have that money to begin with. And so then maybe you open another one, and the same thing happens. And then they don't even have the credit to, to be able to do that. So I, I, to try to limit that down and be mad and be like, oh, <laughs> it's just, you know, people on the poll are, are lying or, you know, but the poll people said we have it. It's a lot bigger than that, and there's two sides to it. And what you and I think is, like, common sense, like, of course, why the hell wouldn't you have $800 for a room? Yeah, that, that's all where I'm coming from, like just an emergency credit card for – Shit that goes wrong let, in let life. Let me add to this real quick, so, Crystal. We got to move. I know this isn't a, a Mr. Side is ruining the show. One more thing, and I'm going to get out of here. Okay. When you take a job such as an industry job where you're going to travel a lot, okay? When what she's talking about is like I understand it. Like when you go to your job nine to five or eight to five or whatever it is, and you go from point A to point B and then back home. I understand, like, hey, I don't have any money. I live paycheck to paycheck. But when you accept a job that you have to travel, you need to understand that you got to have some backup, oh, shit, something. A credit card that sits there and does nothing or something in your bank or just something. So I don't think Dark Side's to blame. I just think he's green and didn't know. Our guy Michael Lindsay deserves some criticism here yes. for, for signing Dark Side up for this trip with no hotel clarify because i feel like if you're just going to your job and back home and you don't and your job doesn't require you to travel then by all means i don't think you're getting but as dude, much shit if you have a dog and the vet says i need 800 dollars or your dog is gonna die you just let it die no that's when you call dad mom grandma grandpa whoever and you get money okay right okay or yeah the reality is that like yeah people let their dogs die because they don't have the money or they did that right. the first time and then the second time they're just screwed but i mean yeah to keeper's point if you don't travel a lot or you know like to how dark side he hasn't been doing this gig for very Correct. long he doesn't know yet right. hasn't it, it hasn't crossed his mind that i need that i right. mean i travel for work too so i know exactly yeah. where you're coming from of course i have a credit card for that but when i first started of course i didn't so uh, again when i was 25 i understand but dark side's older he had a legitimate <laughs> job for a long time. That's where I'm coming from. If you're 25, I, I didn't have the $800 either. I'm, I'm coming from Dark Side's point of view where he had a comfy city job there in East Texas. I'm, so. I was more on the team Dark Side, don't talk about it, but I'm on team Steve Dark Side that you should have known that he was going to go 120% in on this. What, me? Do that? Yeah. I, I completely right. agree, Kiefer. Team Dark Side, but if you agree for it to be on the air, you mm -hmm. should know that, that Steve's going to take it too far. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Steve. Mm -hmm. but. Well, thank you, Crystal. Crystal. Yeah. Thank, 
Thank you, right, Crystal, but that's why, I didn't, that's why I didn't get mad about it, because I should have expected well, just it. came in hot right now, sir. <laughs> no, you're letting your guys attack Steve. That's what happens. Yeah, call off your dark side army. Uh, we'll consider it. But, uh, right. Thanks, Crystal. To your, Thank you. What, before before I'll, I'll get off here, but just the point that you just made, Steve, that what about your dog or your car? People I, people I work with, guy that, well, I used to work with at the city, and his wife is a teacher. Car broke down. Well, they're down to one fucking car because they don't have money to fix that car. Air conditioner goes out. Well, we're fucked. We don't have the money for that. But they're working two jobs. They're doing the best they can. Again, That's they're not traveling. Pay- they're point A to point yeah, B I jobs. Well, I okay. Chris, so, and I'm getting, I'm, I'm working on getting to a point. Well, I mean, I'm uh, there, dude. I got it figured out. Eighty-four percent of the poll you said suck, I did. Matthew. So you know, that's all. But poll, the poll agreed with me. Well, so I don't know if we have a bunch of life. Rich. Life is all about trial and error. I don't, this I don't is know if we have a bunch of rich about. listeners or anything, but apparently, you know, we're all just dirt bike people. We're not loaded. <laughs> it is wow, Twitter okay, after all those too. It is Twitter. It yeah, is exactly. Twitter, so. All right, Jamie. All right, we I'll let it. you guys go. Right, Bye, guys. Jamie. The Bye, show's Jamie. already fucking derailed with burnouts and dark side and everything else. Yeah. Okay. Listen, Ken Roxon. No more button pushing. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, stop God it. Stop it. Someone, <laughs> needed to, someone needed to be the adult in the room at Minios. Someone. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, Ken Roxon. Yeah. So, got some injuries to discuss in the sport. We've got Supercross preview stuff coming up, too. But let's – Zach Osborne's coming up, too. Um, but Roxon looks like he's doing the Hep Suzuki deal. I thought it was going to be announced today. Uh, I didn't say that. I just said contract signed. Oh, I didn't see. I just said I thought oh, it was too. Oh no, no, no! I just said contract signed because oh, okay. I'd heard from someone close to Roxon that he was signing on Monday, and that's why I said Twitter today. I said Happy Ken Roxon signing day because I think it's going to happen. So, what's your thoughts on that? Where are you at with Kenny now? I don't. I think he went to the HEP test with like, sure, I'll try your bike. Why not? probably stay with the firepower Honda guys, et cetera, et cetera, or maybe the Cowies or whatever. But from what I know, he loved the bike, mm-hmm. loved it. So here's what I think where it goes. Uh, similar situation for me. Went to a Glen Helen test, rode a uh, heart raft spike, did a racer X test on his bike. Was thinking, oh, it's just another Suzuki test, whatever. Right. And I was pleasantly surprised. Like, wow, it's really fast. It handles decent. And I was surprised by it. So similar, I think Roxon already was kind of like, yeah, okay, I'll try it just for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some money attached to that. Why not give it a try? And then was shocked by how well it worked. So his expectations were probably really low, which led to, oh, wow, this thing actually is pretty good, especially on a supercross track. I know how good the engine is. So when I wrote it, I was like, holy crap, this thing is very, very fast. Um, that chassis is something he already familiar with. Yeah. It hasn't changed that much since he rode them. Um, he probably felt comfortable on it right away. It has ergos that make you feel that way, similar to a Honda where you sit on it. You're like, oh, yeah, this is right at home. And let's face it, a Suzuki corners like nobody's business. And with his settings that he likes to run his stuff soft, that enhances that cornering ability. He can cut down. So I think along with that and the money, why not do it? Yeah, it's definitely, and, from and, what I know, the, the best financial opportunity was yes. with HEP. Yeah. And one more I want to thing that I don't think anybody else kind of thought about. I don't know Kenny personally, but I know some people around him. And I feel like he's thinking, you know what? This bike's pretty good. Uh, I got a good chunk of money for this. No one's expecting me to win on this thing. So what if I go win on this? 
the upside is huge. The downside is like, yeah, of course he's not going to win. We already know that the it's a Suzuki. There's no way. So now let's say Kenny does come out and win. It just looks that much better for him. So it's all upside, I feel like. I, I don't believe that. He can win on this bike. Oh, I know he can. Right. But I'm saying right. the general public. The general yeah, yeah, perception yeah. Right. is it's okay if he doesn't win because it's a Suzuki. I totally think he can win. You win races. Yes. I, I, uh, Eric, do you have any doubt? I don't, th- I don't have any doubt that he yeah. can win. I am a little bit surprised with the move, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, you know, Chris talked about, like, it's a l- for a lot of money. But I don't think it's for a lot well, of money, but, but it's the even, most money he can make. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I know he likes the team structure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a set team if he liked the bike. And, yeah, he's familiar with it because when was that, 2015? That he 16? Rode? 16? 16, I think, was the last year. Yeah. So, but, man, he looked good on the Honda. So then I'm like, yeah, keep going, Paris, I keep right? going yeah. back and forth. Like, yep. God, I don't, you know. Um, it creates a storyline. Mm-hmm. I'm sure his agent has thought about this. <laughs> like, holy shit, if you win on this bike we can really blow this up, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, uh, I think the HEP guys are good, too. They run a good team, right? Yeah, like, yeah of course. I think all of that's really good. They yeah. do a good job. We'll talk about Hartraff's injury and more when it comes to that. Um, and now Larry, yeah. Larry Brooks in there, too. Brooks is in there. Brooks is – Rox is going to love Brooks. Very mm-hmm. serious. Brooks will live, mm-hmm. eat, sleep, yes. breathe getting Ken Rox. Larry's in. a good um, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I think he's going to end up doing that. Um, it should be interesting to see, but I I have no doubt that he can win races on on the on the HP Suzuki. I don't I don't put him as a championship favorite. I wouldn't have put him as a championship favorite on a Honda. Right. You know, but yes, he can win but races. But will it surprise you if he comes out and wins a one? Uh, well, probably not because it's Ken Roxon. Correct. But I do think like, look, it's December fifth. Anaheim's a month away. Isn't Anaheim the fourth or fifth? Like, isn't it, like yeah, really I think a month? So. Yeah. I think it's just over. Yeah. So. I 100% expect Kenny for the first few rounds when I go to talk to him after the races, he's going to tell us about how he's still getting used to the bike. He started late, all that. I 100% expect that. That's a built-in, and it's a legitimate excuse. Yeah. Reason. But he could win and still say the same thing. Well, he, you know, when he won Paula last year, he was on this show, and he was like, I can't believe I won Paula. Right. I never thought I was good. You know, I wasn't ready, but it just came so easy. Possum. Possum, yeah. yeah. He, he didn't like that. He did not like the possum like comment. Um, but, yeah, so – should be interesting to see what he does. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, how he does Look on at, this thing. Uh, not to bring this up again, but like Can, s- similar to thing, like it downplays everything's everything's mellow down. Him not feeling good, he goes out and wins Paula. The Suzuki thing, no one expects him to do anything. He's gonna, and if he does great, it looks that much better. Like yeah, it, yeah, there is. There's that. it's a low stress level. Yeah, it's low stress. Right, right. No, you're right. Can he take his sixteen stuff? And bolt it on. The bike's different. Uh, for the most part, yes. Yeah. Like, yes. like could he replicate? Like, I don't mean physically he can't. They can. won't, but he could. Right. Yes. But could he get, hey, Showa, what did I run in 16? Oh, yeah. I don't think they'll go that far back. No. 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 There's been advances. There's been all Yes. That. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, all right. Chris, he said you rode a uh, heart wrap spike. Did yeah. you ever ride the 2016 version? Like RCH or have any experience with that? For I did not ride the RCH bike. No. I just wondered, because I would think that the motor is got to be better. I've ridden a factory Suzuki when there's a factory bike. I've ridden a Leslie Suzuki when he was on one. And then, as far as past that, production was the only thing I rode up until HEP. So, But uh, I, was just consi- I was just comparing the HEP bike to all these other support satellite factory bikes that I have ridden in the past. Mm-hmm. And for me, at least... Good. 
right? Yeah, for me, in the engine department, there's no lack of power there. As far as, and I, when I say power, people think, oh, it must be crazy fast. No, there's a lot of it there, but it's usable. It's not out of control, right? Yeah. And there has to be usable power that connects to the rear wheel, that drives you forward, that doesn't light up the rear end, that's not making you tired. Suzuki, what they did with that engine has response, but connectivity. I, I like the people that on social media that's like, well, first of all, I, I was told it was too heavy. Like, give me a break. Like, it's, it is the heaviest bike. When you bike. go to put it on the stand, it's heavy as a mother. <laughs> but it's not. It's the heaviest bike, it, but it it's a couple pounds over. It's fine. Yes. The HEP team will also get it lighter. And so he, that will work. And also, the, the motor can be made as fast as you possibly want it. You yeah. don't want it. HEP can make the bike a rocket ship. Yes. And Kenny won't want that. Correct. But so don't even talk about how the, the stock, the motor is not as good as a Yamaha. Kenny likes his power really smooth. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I hate the weight thing because with some weight comes stability. If you lighten the bike up too much, there are some issues that come along with that. Even on a supercross track, a little bit of weight and how it's distributed on the bike is really good through whoops. Like, I've heard other factory riders say, hey, I want to make my bike a little bit heavier mm-hmm. in some areas to make it track through the whoops. So we could yeah. be on the, the, the minimum edge of the weight scale for AMA, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's better. Um, just because it's light, sure, you can be able to corner better, right. lightweight turned down, but people freak out on weight. It's not all about that. Yeah. Isn't it, it a little bit of deja vu, too, when Kenny went back to Suzuki and with RCH? I yeah. mean, you know yeah. he had a history with Suzuki yeah. back in right. the day, and he loved it. He always said that. I love my yep. Suzukis. And then he went to RCH. For me, it's a little bit of a deja vu. Like he's going back feel, right? Again, yeah. yeah. He's like, <laughs> oh, I'm just going back to an old comfy bed. You know? Couldn't you see him just coming out and winning? Not that Suzuki's like, comfy Winning at <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it wouldn't. Like, people are like, oh, my God. Like, honestly, yeah. I'd be like, yep. Yep. No, I know. Yeah, he can. Uh, he can definitely win on this bike. Not a championship. Right. But I feel like he could win races. I, I 100% agree. I think yeah. Kenny could win races like on a couch. Yes. <laughs> on, but, a, on a beatdown. But, but now that, it, and, and we're part of, to blame, the media is like the Suzuki beatdown that everyone puts well, on this bike. The electric right? start would be nice. But Correct. Yeah, right. But I'm just saying the bike is still capable. Right. You know? So. Yeah, 100%. No. So... We'll look and see if that gets done. I think it will, and uh, and that'll be interesting for sure. Would uh, you think not signing today or not hearing today is worrisome or no? No. No. No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Renthal, by the way, the undisputed global leader in manufacturer design since 69. Renthal has become notorious for relentless obsession to detail and quality through their commitment to produce the finest products on the market today. Renthal.com. A fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Super cool, uh, informative website over there in uh, on Renthal.com as well. And uh, Renthal brings you our first guest of the night. This gentleman, he is back racing. Oh, now you want to talk about it. Okay. Zach Osborne. What's up, Zacho? Uh, chilling, listening to you boys rant about Kenny. How's Kenny going to do on the Suzuki? Uh, I'm, I'm with you. Like, if he shows up and wins, I'm not surprised, right? Right, right, right. Uh, I agree. Uh, well, hey, Zach, real quick. I'll be, I'll be impressed, but not surprised. Right. That. How picky were you about weight on your bike? Or did that even come up when you were on your factory bikes? I've never never said a word about weight. Yeah. And, Zach, do you have $800 available on a credit card right now? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, Zach's one of those lucky guys, I guess. Right. Did he Did he do the poll? Did he? <laughs> I don't think he did the poll. <laughs> I don't think he did. I don't poll. think he did the poll. Yeah. Did you hear about how I saved Mr. Side's uh, life, though, in Paris? I'm pretty sure I did do the poll. 
Um, and oh. yes, I did hear this story. Okay, great. All right. Uh, Zacco is backo at racing. Ampro Yamaha XC2 GNCC ride. Uh, what the hell? Zacco, what are you doing? Like, you got this Cush Husky Ambassador thing. You're going on dealer rides. You're doing some Enduros. You're doing some Moto. You're helping out Jelly Bean Chambers. Life is good. And now you're going into the woods in XC2? What's wrong with you? Um, nothing, actually. Feeling pretty good about it. <laughs> um, why Why did you yeah. want to do this? Uh, I mean, it's just been always been one of my ambitions, right? It's one of the ones you've always hated on. But, like, I thought by doing Blue Crew, I could maybe win you over. So it was a little bit to satisfy you as well. <laughs> okay. All right. Good to, good to know. Uh, this is – no, listen, for real, though. Like, this is hard. This is – these guys haul ass. I don't have to tell you that. Everybody knows that. Um, wh- what was it? Did they come to you? Did you? Were you missing the adrenaline of racing? Like uh, your back got better. Why did you want to do this? Yeah, I mean, obviously my back's much better than when I had to pull the plug on things. Um, uh, they were looking for someone. Um, Ziggy from Factory Connection is actually the guy who really was kind of the driving force and hooking it up. I would say um, between Randy and I, and then. Um, yeah, just kind of all come together um, on my terms, and everything seemed to be what I was looking for. Um, I never felt done or like I was finished with you know with my career, with the way things went at the end. Um, and it just felt like the right thing to do. I mean, that's what we're always trying to do, right? Is make the right decision um, for ourselves and our family um, at the time, and even what feels like long term. Um, so that was, that was my, what I felt Brittany and I came to was, was our best decision. Hmm. You know, a lot of motocrossers may want to do this and not understand what they're getting into. Zacho is not one of those guys. Yeah. Zacho, you absolutely know these guys haul ass, right? What's your expectations? Um, I don't know that I have expectations. Um, I really would like to just be in the hunt, um, in the beginning of the season and just kind of see what happens. Um, I know, like, fitness-wise, I'm in a decent spot right now. I can be in a really good spot as long as everything goes good from now until the first race. Um, I have, like, three, I think, three sprint enduros before the first round of the GNCC, a couple opportunities to race here in Florida and, like, locally um, to just to get some race hours in on the 250. And I feel like I can, you know, put it up, up on the podium maybe. That, that would be the goal um, and just – Kind of see where where it goes. You know, there's a lot of learning to be done, um, mainly for the for the middle portion of the season when things get a little rocky and a little bit more, let's say, off roady um, than some of the the stuff in the beginning of the season. Really, kind of, I feel like favors my weaknesses or my um, inexperience. So. I think there's, you know, there's going to be some different portions of the season. Like in the beginning, it's going to be getting started and getting off to, mm-hmm. you know, getting getting in there healthy, getting off to some good races and um, getting some good results. And then, you know, a lot of learning to do there in the middle portion of the season. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the whole thing. Now. You had the Cush ambassador job. Cush life. What, how much are you making? What are we What are we making here? Is, I'm not. I'm not a Cush life guy though. You know this. Like, wow. Yeah, you slept in a the, tent in Russia. The, I know that's true. <laughs> you love the tent story. Like, come on. But but uh, you, you, this is so much. Are you making a lot of money? Is this why we're doing this? 
No, like, I mean, it, it, you had such a good thing going. A little bit of money. I mean, um, it's it's good money. I'm I'm happy with all of that. It's more than I ever imagined I would make racing off road. Um, wow. But I'm I'm happy to be, you know, in a position to be able to continue my Jeez. career and um, hopefully be in this Yamaha game for a long time. Well, uh, welcome to Blue Crew. Your life's about to change, but. Um, it's a lot of work. It's funny because I, I used to work for Larry Rossler, being a sh- shipper when he owned Stroker, and I asked him, I go, what's a good age for off-road guys? He's like, dude, early to mid-30s is like peak off-road years. Yeah. He's like, that's when I was at my best. Right. Um, you're calmer in your life, and he's like, dude, and you don't need to be so uh, gnarly as like a moto guy, so you transition yourself. Yeah. And, and he's yeah. like, yeah, those years are really good. Uh Zacho, your choice for XC2, not XC1, the team's choice. Like, what, what, what came into that for that class? Um, that was mostly, I mean, agreed on. Like, that was, for me, there's no way I'm going to step in at the deepest end, right? Like, even stepping into XC2 is a big ask. I feel like, like I said, everything needs to go right over this little off-season period I've got here um, to in order to be even competitive in that. So, um, you know, there's a lot of ins and outs and nicks and knacks that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm only going to learn by going racing. So for me, it was just like, look, guys, that's not realistic that, you know, you would expect me to go and race the, the best of the best. That's like asking those guys to race 450 Supercross, right? It's like, it's not going to happen. Um, so well, for I me, think Stu just, could do super, 450 Supercross. You think so? Yeah, I think Stu could air it. <laughs> Stu would air it out. Just ghost right? ride it. Do the Deegan. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just um, learning the track, yep. learning learning the lay of the lay of the land, how things go, and um, strategy, and all the things that are behind you know doing good or being good at this. Um, I just felt like there was a lot for me to unpack to just step into the deep end. Um, even though I'm I'm liking the six foot in, not not the eight eight foot in, but. Um, still going to be a, a big ask for me. Yeah, well, Zach Osborne on the show, brought to you by Renthal, Renthal.com. Please check them out. Uh, more championships than all the other brands combined. Um, you're, sticking, you're sticking in fly racing, right? Yep, sticking in fly racing. Um, long-standing relationship there for me. That was a, a really big piece of things coming together um, on my side. So they were able to make it happen, and that was uh, really cool for me and, and for fly, too, I think. Um, so you're going to ride for Randy Hawkins' team there in Ampro, Yamaha. They're based in South Carolina. Are you going to be based there, or are you going to stay in Florida? No, I'm going to stay in Florida. Um, we're going to get a motorhome, and um, once the new baby gets a little bit older and um, things settle down for the kids a little bit for school in the summer, we're going to travel some and do some riding up in South Carolina and um, even you know a little bit further north for, like I said, some of the rock races and whatnot that I need to, to figure out. And then um, – also, just kind of some sightseeing with the kids. You know, this this schedule allows for a lot more, not downtime, but just time where you're. Mm-hmm. It, it's it kind of feels more like what I had in Europe, where you know you would race on the weekends, ride a little during the week, and um, you know we're going to travel mostly by, by motorhome. So we'll, we'll do some sightseeing and you know just make some more memories and some more experiences with the kids. I just. This is going to be a lot of work. He was making good money with the ambassador. <laughs> Being an ambassador, he was Here, c- crushing it, I'm sure. Here's my thing, Zach. How does your training differ? Like, and two-parter, I guess. How is your training different from Moto? And then are these places that the GNCC races, it's something that where you can go and kind of ride the same terrain in those areas? Is that something you want to do or can you do? Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm going to try to simulate that stuff as much as possible. Um 
Factory Connection super committed to uh, what I'm doing, and they want to make you know make it as good as possible. So for me, I'll you know have the the tools and opportunities to have the right stuff and the right right setups and everything. So um, yeah, I mean, I think that there's a lot to it. A lot of it's kind of local ish to where I'm from in Virginia. Um, so I get to spend a little bit more time up there and, um, yeah, I mean, just enjoy racing and enjoy the whole, the whole experience again. Are you, are you you, like bored? Well, no, just bored. Like, (laughs) no, (laughs) are you combining a moto track with some off-road loops? How, what are you doing? Like you riding three hours? Are you doing 30 minutes? What are you, what are you, how are you riding? Yeah. Back to your question. Um, uh, yeah, screw right you, Steve. I, it's just, it doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense. You're to not me. a racer. He's a racer. I like, am it's a racer. Him. I just race world vets. <laughs> he won four. He won four Quebec titles. Dude. <laughs> Quebec, Manitoba. Nice <laughs> asshole. I missed a fifth by two points too. Uh, he, he won four Nova Scotia titles. Oh my god. Okay, um, go ahead. But yeah, so back to the training, like uh obviously I've never really worked on any like mid zone like three, four, uh like what I would say one fifty to one seventy heart rate stuff. Okay. So a lot of my training's based around that, um on the bicycle, whereas before it was mostly well, it was pretty much all low end stuff like one twenty to one thirty five or even lower than that. Um but for me, like my heart rate's a lot lower um, when I'm riding in the woods. Obviously, it's going to go up whenever I race, uh, somewhat from from just the practice tracks and stuff that I'm riding. But um, that's been the biggest thing for me, which it's cool because like I've never ever worked on that stuff, and um, it's just something completely new in training as well. Not only the riding and everything, but the training is is different too. So um, right now, I've been riding a ton at Croom, which is like the local spot a local spot in florida we all know uh, where croom is exactly well okay well maybe all your listeners don't see right. there's other people in the world than you okay right okay calm down listen yes. do you have 800 or not um do you uh what about caleb doesn't caleb has a has a facility can you go can or is he is he ktm he's the enemy he's ktm only so okay. um right. i can't go there obviously i'm good buddies with caleb i know him well and but i understand business yeah, yeah. too you know yeah, yeah, for sure. right okay i didn't know that um Zach Osborne on the show brought to you by Renthal. Going XC2 racing. It's a lot of work. Dude, those guys are gnarly. <laughs> they are. I rode with some of them last week, and they're gnarly. Yeah, you took some of these guys out in the high days? I mean, I, I, I didn't know a couple of the guys. I knew most of them. Yeah. But even the guys that I didn't really know or heard of are gnarly. <laughs> dude. Gnarly, too. Yeah, and Zacho, like, he... Think about it. Zacho got paid all this money to go to these dealer rides and just get all the guys blowing him about all his titles and his wins, and you know, and like that's the cush life. That's what you want to do. You don't want to jump in the woods, even though uh, if you're. I mean, look, a, a Yamaha. I would probably do anything yeah. to race a Yamaha. Yeah, for I'm fortunate that I get one. But I know. think it's too like it, it's it's kind of like our moto scene. You think XC2, XC1, but XC2 is like our 250 class here. Yeah, it's they're gnarly. just gnarly. Yeah. they're just still gnarly. No, dude. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Side did the uh, Iron Man one. Maybe you can call him for some tips. Um, you've done GNCC before, right, Sacco? Yep. You've yep. done some. Yep. Um, have you have, have you done any well with them before? I don't, what were your results? When yeah. You did them? Um, I got four podiums in 2013. Uh, three podiums in 2013. I only did three races. Yep. Um, and then obviously I did the six days. I think I was yep. sixth overall um, in in the E1 class, which is the 250 class. 
2013 in Sardinia. And we got second overall as a team. And then in Argentina, my bike stopped on the first day in the second test. So we got second as a team, but not any part because of me. Um, I was out before it even really started. So, um, yeah, and then obviously I did the one race in 20 where it was a complete silt pit and I was terrible. But, um, I mean, there was a little bit different focus at that time. Well, I was uh, I was saying that uh, you know once you stopped doing that off road stuff and focused on moto is when you started winning. I was using that line for a long time. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm well aware of this line. So Shorty was over last week. You all right, Zach? Your, your phone's no, wait, wait. on. What's going on with your phone? My phone? Yeah, yeah. it's clicking. You on Sorry, headphones or something? I am on headphones. Is it wig? Yeah, yeah it's, it's all, wigging out. It's all wigging out, dude. Um, good so, now. Uh, yeah, it's good. Zach, uh, Shorty was over the other day, uh, the great Andrew Short, and he stopped rally racing, right? And I'm like, well, what about GNCC? He's like, no. No, I don't, you know, like, no. Shorty, Too much like moto for him. Uh, he just, he's just like, those guys are gnarly. And Zacho knows that, and any motocrosser that does this stuff knows how fast those guys go in the woods. And yep. it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see. The, the, do you get 16? Can you be 16 again? What, what, what? Um, one sixteen. Okay, all right, fair enough. It's crazy. I yeah, saw Shorty I at the Caselli ride. Yep, ride day. Um, Did he mention he came by here? No. Oh. But we talked. I'm like, hey, you know, because little man is riding moto, and yeah. he's like, oh god, he likes moto. I'm, I don't want to ride moto. I'm like, do you guys should come out here and ride some desert. He's like, Kiefer. You're not riding what I want to ride. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, you just want to ride moto all the time. He's like, do you want to ride something like this? And he goes in his van, rips out like an eight-gallon gas tank. You gonna go with me and do this? I go, nope, not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> not doing eight-gallon gas tank yeah. rides. Right. I'm, I'm envious of Shorty's Dakar career, though, man. Dude's a bad dude. Yeah. He was always one of my like top like idols growing up. It was him and Brownie for me. That those were the benchmark guys. <sighs> yeah. Brownie. Yeah, we're having Brownie on next after you. To talk mostly about legend. talk mostly about how he beat Chris all summer and and every, <laughs> the world vets and everything. So, uh, go ahead, Andrew. Or Eric. Oh, hey Zach. Hey, this is Eric Phipps from Works Connection. Uh, I didn't yeah, have a question, but uh, about three, four years ago, you came up to the shop. We did a live pulp show at yeah. the shop, and I just wanted to thank you again for doing that. But personally, uh, we're a sponsor of the the Yamaha team you signed with, and I'm just excited to see you go out and. And tear it up, and it's something new, and it's going to be exciting. I mean, I'm, Thank you, man. I'm anxious I to, to watch it and see how it all shakes down. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, obviously, I know it's a big challenge, and I've seen stated no less than 10 times in this 20 minutes. Um, well, your phone, your phone, your phone's buzzing now. He doesn't now. have $800 for his phone, that's no, for sure. No, yeah, your phone's buzzing now. Now it's clicking. All right, how about now? That's good. That's good. Okay, I'm sorry. My headphones must be messed up. Okay, so I have a um, question. What, yeah. XC2, do they start right behind XC1? I, I know people are groaning right now at the radios. Like, when does XC2 behind. go out there? A minute behind. A minute behind all the 450 guys. Yes. Same length race, though? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And you're not on adjusted time, right? So your overall is your overall, correct? Correct. So, like, if you say the XC1 winner had a time of three hours and you had a time of three hours, you won. Or you you tied, whatever. Oh. So you fin if you finish physically fourth overall you still could win the overall well if you finish physically fourth on the track you could win the overall right yes okay got right. it right okay so zach osborne claimed tonight he's going to win the overall xc1 <laughs> racing tonight on the show has any xc2 <laughs> rider yes, won the overall they have yeah. really yeah no. yes they have no caleb has i'm positive caleb did a few times no caleb won from the front row on a 150 but he's never won 
no one's ever won from the second row. Okay. Just because it's too hard to pass and all that, probably. Yeah, I think we need to check on that. Okay. I think we need to check on that. I think that's happening. There's got to be somebody out there listening right now that can call in and tell us. Well, I'm sure, I mean, if anybody knows, Steve knows. I mean, fuck, he's an epitome and off-road guy. Uh, Excuse me, sir. I have a GNCC (laughs) plaque on the wall out here somewhere. Uh, industry class. Yeah, somewhere. Fifth, uh, he, can, he has his freaking ring on the desk. Can't even find a damn ring. So <laughs> hold on. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, so that's what I'm. So are you when you do your moto, Zach? Are you doing longer hour, hour and a half? Or I know you're not doing three hours, right? No, not yet. I mean, I, I plan to do some three hours. Like I need to feel those feelings right before the season starts um, on Wednesday this week. I'm going to do two hours um, just by myself in the woods with my mechanic and see how that goes. Um, a lot of it, you know, is nutrition stuff, hydration stuff. There's just a lot to learn. So I'm trying to kind of stretch myself as much as I can um, during practice. And um, right now it's just like, it's been just like thirties and forties and some hours, but um, Wednesday I'm going to do, do two hours. Um, we got this sick little, there was a FTR, which is Florida trail riders enduro a couple, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month and a half ago now at, at Kroom and there's um, some tests left over and there's one that's like seven minutes long. It's super gnarly. It's kind of single tracky, I would say, um, and just super rough. So it'll be a good little test for me to get things going and, uh, you know, see where I'm at fitness wise. I mean, I know that I'm not at three hours yet, but um, if I can hammer a good two hours and I've still got, you know, basically the better part of 10 weeks until the first race, um, I think I'll be in a decent spot. And well, you guys are on FXs, not Fs, correct? Um, yeah, so we have the option, uh, but right now I'm riding a 450 uh, FX. Okay. How was I mean, I'm surprised. I can't Steve find my uh, plaque, but it's around here somewhere. That's how important <laughs> off-road is Industry to you. class, right. fifth overall on a KTM 125. Hmm. Yeah. Dang. Fifth. Fifth. So maybe I need your tips. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank I a, you. <laughs> I have a plaque. Uh, Steve didn't talk about this, which I'm surprised because it's a Yamaha oh. question. Uh, how's your bike? What's it like? Is there, I mean... It's it's great. I, mean, I rode the FX with... Uh, did you uh, even get to ride a 250 yet? Have you been on the 250? Yeah, I've ridden the 250. Um, we're supposed to have... We're going to have a big test next week um, as long as the weather holds out and then I'll get, like, you know, all my 250 practice material then. Um, but if not, it'll be right after Christmas. Uh, but I'm really enjoying the 450. Man, the thing's so fast. Like, you always think it's fast and, you know, whatnot, but it is fast. Like mine's just a, a stock bike with a pipe and a GYTR head, but man, the thing rips, um, turns so good. And it's just been, you know, a little bit of a fresh fun change for me to, to ride something different. I've been on Husky for eight years now and, um, to change it up to the Yamaha was a, a big change, but also, uh, I've really enjoyed it. I'm enjoying the bike. We haven't really made many changes. Um, and yeah, um, I'm having a good time. Uh, Zach Osborne on the show, Brought to you by Renthal. Do you see, like, obviously, look, this is way in the future, but you think you'd race another moto, national ever? Like, do you think you'd step in and do something again, moto-wise? I mean, I had the the opportunity last year with Star um, before I took the Husky Ambassador job, and mm-hmm. that that piqued my interest. But it just, I just didn't feel like I was quite ready or right um, as far as my health went to to kind of fill in when I was you know, still not quite a hundred percent. So, I mean, yeah, if something happened, you know, everything's going great with my GNCC season and mm-hmm. we get to the three months off in the summer and, you know, they're like, Hey, you want to ride a national? Then I'm going to be like, yeah, probably, 
probably going to hit that up, you know. Right. Um, I would love to. Mm. Mark my words, that's going to happen. Exactly. He's going to kill it, right? <laughs> yeah. Because right now he's doing possum. He's doing the possum thing. Yep. I don't know if I'm going to do good. I'm not having a lot of expectations. Yeah, right. He'll do good. Yep. He'll he'll win, and then he'll be like, and then Star will call the hey, do you want to ride a couple nationals? Yep. And there he goes. And there he goes. Yep. Okay. Right. Fair enough. I mean, I hope you're right, Chief. I I I just I I think you're in for. Yeah, it's you're gonna hate life here shortly. <laughs> no, he just Dude, he was bred for this shit. I like know he, he loves it. I get it, but he had a Kush ambassador job. That's not Kush. That drives him insane. Like guys like him, doing what he has been doing. Look, he's a family yeah, guy. No, I'm a family he, here's guy. The but problem. Here's being the, around it he, and just he, hanging out is he, not here, fun. No, that's the problem with Zach. Is he's so OCD, he's so goal driven that he's probably been sitting around. Bugging the shit out of his wife, yes. not knowing what to do, <laughs> yes. and this gives him something to do and a focus. And, and I helps under- her out, gets you know. Right. Hit, and I understand that, and I appreciate it. But come July, when he's in bumfuck Virginia, and the mosquitoes are eating him, and he's grabbing his bike out of a ten foot rut, <laughs> that's and, my home, Steve. That's you know, he's home. gonna be like, "What am I doing? I'm a multimillionaire. What the hell am I doing?" He won't but, have to do it by himself because he'll have 10 people help yeah, him get it out. I guess. We get half of June, all of July, all of August, and half of September. Completely off. Right. No, no I, yeah, I know. That is a, it is a cush schedule for sure. So, Hey, Zach, I didn't know nothing about Johnny Drawer. Yeah. Bad yeah. dude. Dude. And he comes from, uh, what's that series called? J-Day. J-Day. And yeah. the dude's gnarly. And he's like a squirrel on the trail. Like, he'll see something, squirrel, and he'll just go do this. And we wouldn't know where the hell he went. And I went with Timmy, and we were all riding, and he started jumping this. I showed him some cliffs, some doubles, and and uh, he was like the only one off-road guy that was jumping this this huge double-double that was man-made. And Timmy's like, hey, we got to get this guy the hell out of here because I don't want him hurt. He's going to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a savage. I mean, there's, there's tons of um, off-road guys from New England right now that are killing it. Johnny... Um, Josh Toth, uh, Ben Kelly, I mean, the who's who of off-road right now, those guys are uh, northeasterners, um, mostly, like you said, bred from that J-Day series. Yeah. Well, awesome, Zacho. Thanks for calling in and sharing the news and telling our listeners what's up. Um, good luck with everything. I, I know I'll, I'm in a group text with you and JT and Weed, so I'll probably just talk to you tomorrow. Um, but, uh, yeah, awesome. Good times. You're back. XC2 M Pro Yamaha. Yeah, congrats. That's really cool. Zach Osborne. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for the support, Steve. I know you love off-road. So I, just, I, I think it's cool. I think it's awesome, but I just like, what are you doing? Like, you're you're, you're rich. You got it made. You got an ambassador <laughs> role. It's cake. You could have just rolled this thing in for a few years, you know? That's all. Could have. Could have. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. could have. Right. Hey, uh, Congrats on the newborn too. And now, the, and now those Austrian guys are probably super mad at him. They're not going to hire him back. You know, the, like, yeah, that's a question. Did they yeah. offer you anything when you wanted to do this? Um, no, that that was not an opportunity that was presented to me. Um, something I did ask about, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm grateful to Husky and everything that we accomplished together and all the opportunities that they gave me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just um, it's time for me to move on. Is it a one year, two year? What do we got? Uh, it's two years. Two years. Yeah. All right. Well. Maybe I'll come to a GNCC this year. Oh, boy. Support my uh, guy, Zach. I mean, yeah, boy. one after Daytona is super easy. Yeah, that's true. Let's get you to race one, industry class. I've done two of them. So what? You've done two vet nationals. You're still doing them. Yeah. You just said he's got a plaque. I no, he doesn't, he doesn't have he it anymore. He can't find Mark's, it. Mark's, Mark's moved it. It's around <laughs> Pookie him Pookie fucking burned it. No, Zach. she didn't. It's a KTM. <laughs> you know who's on the plaque? Shane Watts is on the plaque. And he had to, she had to burn that for firewood to keep the ceiling hot. And I was I was hanging out with Shane Watts when I, when I got that fifth. 
Watsy sleeping under were, his car. Yeah, Watsy and I were tight back <laughs> in the day. All right, Zacho, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, guys. Later. Appreciate All it. Thank right. you. Zach Osborne, everybody. GNCC racer. I mean, we saw that coming after his. Oh, totally. Yeah, but yeah. I still don't know what he's doing. Like, it's it's a lot of work. Yeah, you got, those guys all ass. Yeah, they it's do. It's gnarly. Yeah. And so it's not something he's going to step into and, you know, excel at, I don't think, right away. Takes some time to learn. He sounds like he's got a great attitude and all that. But. It almost seemed like the blisters would be probably one of the worst parts of the whole. I mean, just to get your hands yeah. in tough. condition yeah. to yeah. tough that time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Firepower Parts, speaking of Ken Roxon, he rode a Firepower Honda there to victory in Paris Supercross. Firepower parts, the batteries, Chris, fantastic. 490-2532. They've changed the part. They superseded the part number. Okay. So if you're a YZ guy, that Thank is you. the part number. Uh, our buddy uh, Alex Ray's got a Firepower battery in his new Yamaha. Wants to know if you're negative on that or... No, I'm, I'm completely fine with that. Okay, you are? Yeah. Because we're going to get into that later, too. Oh, can't wait. Uh, I think he may call in. No way. Yep, he might. Swap moto. Uh, firepowerparts.com, batteries, uh, Featherlight lithium batteries, um, as well as chains made in Japan. Firepowerparts.com, please check them out. Really informative, great website there. Thanks to those guys for coming on the show. And uh, if you need a battery, you need a chain, uh, go to your local dealer. Check out the pricing that they have. It's uh, it's super impressive. Also, I want to thank the folks at OGO as well. Uh, Power Sport, OGO Power Sports, uh, email us using the contact form on pulpamex.com. You're the one that told me it's superseded, right? We'll get your deal. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. Oh, here's an update from Talon. Talon? Br brownie. No brownie? He forwarded my call twice, and then he tried calling back, but it was just dead. So we'll we'll keep trying. Okay. <laughs> there it comes. He did confirm. <laughs> Come on, Brownie. He, no, he confirmed. <laughs> he confirmed. Uh, OGO Power Sports bringing you Mike Brown when he does. Come on. Uh, whether it's the uh, layover bag or the 9800 that Kiefer checks for two nights on the road, uh, the rig <laughs> bag as well. OGO's got a bag that'll help you out. Backpacks are great, too, for traveling. And uh, laptop sleeves and pockets for all the chargers and everything else. OGO Power Sports, OGO.com. Please check them out for more. Thanks to those guys for uh, supporting us and bringing us Mike Brown here. Uh, I see your calls on the phone. Uh, we can go Dalton on one real quick. Dalton, what's up, man? What's your question for Kiefer? Uh, yes, sir. I got a question. Sure. Uh, early 2000s, Kawasaki had the shoulderless rims. What was their reason behind that, Kiefer? Uh, one was for... They didn't want mud sticking to the rim. So I don't know if you have other rims that, you know, you go ride some really deep, wet track, and then you have uh, mud stick to one side, and all of a sudden your bike's shaking violently, um, which I came across last year. I didn't know that if you have mud packed on one side of the rear rim because it has that dish in there, it actually makes your front end shake violently in the air like it feels like your headset's going to fall off. And I pulled in thinking something was wrong with my front end when reality was it was just the mud packed on one side of the rim on the rear side. So that was the whole thing behind it and strength. They thought it was going to be stronger as well as keep mud off. So that was the purpose. Okay. Um, well, how come they don't make them no more if it's to help keep mud and dirt off of them? Uh, because they were the opposite of what they thought they were going to be. They weren't strong. <laughs> they weren't very strong oh, rims. Okay. They they said they were for strength, and yes. I think they ended up they weren't that strong. Correct. Yeah. One of the things they talked about was, oh, it's stronger. It's strong, yeah. and then the, the mud, you know, repellent, yeah. and then uh, right. they were popping spokes left and right on those things. Ah, Okay. Is why I asked is my brother rode for Team Green back in the day uh, when they had those, and I just remember him having those. Mm -hmm. And I'm building a 1999 KX250, 
um, and I was going to try to put those original rims back on, but now, and I was just wanting to know what was the reason behind them versus a uh, ordinary rim. They looked cool, man. Like, I really liked the way they looked. I thought it was different and cool. But, yeah, even when I was testing for Dirt Rider Magazine, we broke a couple of them just because of the strength issue. Okay. All right. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Well, hang on, Steve. I got one question for you. All right. Um, and then you can let me go. Um, where's Chad Watts, Ricky Carmichael's old factory Kawasaki mechanic? I think he's got a shop in North Carolina. Uh, he's on Facebook. I don't know anything. I haven't seen him forever. Uh, I was texting with him years ago, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't Still know called Watts Perfections, yeah, right? Yeah, is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. He's yeah. he's around. Mm-hmm. Yep, building bikes and fixing bikes in North Carolina. Well, it'd be cool if you could get him on and just tell some old RC or old stories back in the day. Yeah, yeah, it would be. I, I know I tried for a while and it didn't really work out, but I'll try. I'll, I'll, I think it's, it's better now. It's good, good, good point. I'll try yeah. again. Yeah, thanks, man. All right, y'all boys have a good night. Later. Thank you, man. All right, let's get to our next guest here. The gentleman uh, is a former 125 national champion, and he just spent the summer kicking Kiefer's ass all over America. <laughs> Welcoming Mike Brown to the show. What's up, Brownie? How are you? Good, and you all? We're good, man. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Uh, Suck it, Brownie. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go, Brownie. I mean, honestly, the Loretta's thing was bad enough, Kiefer. I mean, it was Tennessee. We all expected Brownie to win. He's, you know, next level there. Jeez. But what we when he came out to Glen Helen, I mean, what happened? Nothing. You're looking at Brownie like it's Brownie. There's nothing to be said. Like a legend, uh, national champion. Still a badass. He's a freak of nature. So the, it is what it is. The two years earlier when you beat him. He wasn't riding. I even said that on a podium. He wasn't riding that much. Okay. He gets arm pump. Yeah. I had a strategy for Brownie this year. <laughs> okay. It did not work. <laughs> uh, so that was the only reason I even remotely, and it was a mud race. So, look, it, I'm happy that I did it, yeah. but I also know why I did it. it, it and there's some, no. there's some asterisks so, in Brownie, there. you were a lot more prepared for this year? Uh, it was dry. I didn't get arm pump as bad. But no, I was a little bit, but just coming off of um, Loretta's, and I did a few races in Europe in between there and then. I didn't ride very much, but I was more prepared than I was the year that, yeah, a little yeah. bit better. Okay. Prepared for- All right. <laughs> a lot more. He's just not saying that. And then Minio's. Yeah. Brownie went to Minio's, racked up. Did you do a burnout after you won, <laughs> Brownie, at Minio's? Did you do a burnout? No, I didn't. No. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> Because I saw certain people did, and I just was shaking my head at that. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was good. Good week there. It was fun. It was nice are, weather and uh, uh, rough tracks. Are we getting shit still for in these older classes? Are people freaking out? Or are we? Are uh, everyone kind of calm down now? I don't know. I never get on there and read very much. And, you know, I'm with social media and looking at <laughs> stuff. But, no, I do see it. It's bad. Like, it's it's... It's bad and sad and everything else. I understand people like we shouldn't be in there. Like you're a former Supercross racer. I would say half the classes either did nationals. And for sure, I'd say all the classes, the guys in my class, rides pray 10 times more than I do a year now. So they think I ride every day. I train every day. I don't. I don't do that. I ride my bicycle and I go to the gym. That's about it. But and everybody gets so mad. They should be a pro class. I don't know. Bring a pro class. I well, don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, but. like, so guys like Brown, like, look, I agree. There should be 40 fast ex-pros that that, that have a class, but there isn't. There's not. There's right. not. No. Right. So, so, so just Mike Brown doesn't get to race a motorcycle? Like, he can't enjoy himself? He just... Right. 
Like, there's no class for him other than what he's in. Like, I don't... These fucking whiners, man. The complainers and whiners of the world. Uh, you'd think they'd, you know, understand that, like, look, man, he's not breaking any rules. This is how it works. He qualified through the system. He's not getting in the back door. That's the class he's supposed to ride. So... Because you can't beat him, Mike Brown can't race? Is that That's the attitude? Like, what the fuck, man? Like, I don't get... And also, by the way, breaking news. You're not getting a factory ride from this race. Right, we're old. Nobody's going to... Exactly, yeah. If you beat Mike Brown or finish second, the coster's not calling you for a ride. This is all people who are plumbers and carpenters. Yes. Like, I, I don't... Like, I'll be in a 50-plus class at, uh, down there, and people will be asking me, and they're older than me, most of them, and I know, and I know names, but, hey, man, when you're quitting, like, it's like... Dude, I love racing motorcycles just like you. Yeah, like, you not, like, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe I'll quit tomorrow, but like, I, I still like riding and yeah. racing and the whole thing, being around it. But it's kind of sad, really. Like, it's, I, I, I don't enjoy going racing. I it, do not go and enjoy racing one bit now, but just because I know people say stuff. I feel embarrassed out there racing the fifty plus class because people don't want me out there. Like, I'm fifty. Years old, I should be able to race whatever class well, I want. Yeah. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. Here, here's here's my here's my point. We should be happy that guys like Mike Brown at his level still love to go do it, and we get to see him ride. I, I, I'm because with you. there's not very many of Mike Brown. There's how many guys that Mike Brown level are still racing and want to go do it? Two, right. three, right, right. That's it. I just I don't get the hate, man. Again, it would be awesome if there was like an X Pro class at Loretta's. Mm -hmm. With it'd, be, 40. it'd be three dudes. No, I know. That's what I mean. Right. There's yeah. there's not enough guys. So if there's not enough guys and Mike Brown still wants to enjoy racing his motorcycle and doesn't get, you know, a backdoor entry, has to go through areas and qualify, you know, do the right every, what everyone has to do, then what what the fuck's yeah. the problem? Oh, here's another here's another caveat. Uh, Brownie showed up Loretta the year I won Loretta's. He was an alternate because he signed up late. Right. So there was no special treatment. He had to go <laughs> through the same shit everyone else had yeah. to go through and he didn't get in. Right. Yeah. So yeah. uh Brownie, we just had Zacho on earlier, and you know he's got the XC2 ride now, right? Now, you yeah, yeah. you did a lot of off-road. You went to ISDE. I think you did mm -hmm. some GNCCs. You maybe did some work stuff. There was a, a point in time, Brownie, where you were doing more off-road stuff and doing that. Last few years, you're sticking to moto, it looks like, from the outside. Did you not enjoy that stuff? Did you did you just always go back to your motocross roots? It seems like you've you went that way for a little bit. Yeah, no, I did like it. When I came from Europe, uh, 2017 or 18, my last year over there, I was coming back. I wouldn't have been racing. I'd have been, I was planning on being done racing. And then Kurt Nicole called me for the off-road stuff for the works. Mm -hmm. So I went with KTM and did the work series for, I don't know, probably did five years of that stuff. And I ended up winning that work series in 19 or, or I can't even remember what year it was, 10, 9 or 10. But anyways, I, I, I enjoyed the off-road. It's more laid back. It was fun. I enjoyed the works races because Kiefer knows like you can run. It's half motocross, half off-road, half desert, yep. whatever you want to call it. But it was enjoyable. And I did a few. I didn't do the whole series of GNCC, but I did selected races each year with KTM or Husqvarna, which winter bike I was on. And, and then and then Enduro Cross, I did that for yep. probably five years. But I never did a, a complete year of GNCC, which I, I enjoyed a lot, but I just never had the opportunity to really just do that. Um, so, but so it was more like just because people wanted you to do like, like you didn't you enjoyed it, but you didn't like dig it that much. Is that kind of where I'm at? You were just getting paid to do it. So, stuff. Yeah, I, I no, I did when I when I stopped racing. I was just I was yeah on my way out, and I didn't enjoy 
enduro cross is hard for me. Like, and all the trials guys came in and kind of took over, or you know, my side of the sport. I wasn't good as those guys, and I mean, I, they were they were better, and it was I wasn't a top kid in that no more. So I yep. stopped doing that, and then um, then I went back home. I just did did my own thing there for a while, ran the track, and but I enjoyed off road, but still my heart was motocross mm-hmm. and stuff like supercross. It, it wasn't fun. It was laid back. It was. It was a, it's a good time for sure, especially if you're older, like Zach is, me now. It's laid back. You can spend time with the family, go and race right. three hours and be done. Uh, Mike Brown on the show brought to you by OGO Power Sports. Uh, don't travel without it. Makes it, it makes it easier, that's for sure, for traveling. Uh, Brownie, like a lot of people are like, oh, Brownie, you're faster than ever now. And, and you are. You haul ass. I don't think you're faster than ever because you're a former national champion. But for real, Brownie, you seem better – Kiefer, are you with me? He seems better in the last few years than he was, say, four years ago or five. Like, I think Mike is a little, like, I think uh, maybe more prep or something. But. No, I just think, you know, Mike's been at the Baker's factory for a little bit, and I think there were certain things implemented there that he had to pay attention to, and he didn't get to ride as much, you okay. know. And now that, you know, I'm sure he's been there for, has some seniority, he can kind of do the exact thing that Alden wants him to do, but maybe have some freedom as well for himself. and. Mm. He gets to go ride and race his dirt bike when he when he can. So, 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 so my question for you, Mike, is like, like how far off are you? Like, obviously, your endurance maybe wasn't where it once was. It's probably not far off though. How far off are you of your like peak speed? Are you, or do you feel like super slow, or do you still in your mind be like, dude, I'm not far off at, at 50 years old? <laughs> No, that's where I was when I was at the vet race in England this year with Villapoto, and we're on the 252 strokes. And I can always remember when I was a kid, even riding for Pro Circuit on the 250 West Coast, I wasn't a good 250 rider because I was scared of them. And mm-hmm. it was fast. I would never rode them much. Uh-huh. And then when I get to over the Fox Hills, we're on the, I don't know, it was a, what, what your model, 0203, whatever it is, the bikes you're riding. And they're fast. They're good bikes. And we're riding them as as feel like I'm going wide open on the bike. And it's like, man, I can't remember doing that back when I was <laughs> 30 years old. There's no way. I feel like I'm, I would go faster now. Yeah. For sure, I'd be going on a 250 faster now than I would have 15, 20 years, 20 years How ago. How funny is that? <laughs> yeah, just riding uh, newer technology and you have something faster, right? Yes. Well, he's riding yeah. 450s or yeah. 350s, right? I think the 450 thing is a thing. You yeah. ride the 450, the torque, the power, and then you get back to a 250, and it feels like going from a 250 to a 125. It's a difference. Yeah. So I think that's that's it for sure but it's yeah it's crazy to realize like i'm over there at fox hills and it, it's just fast it's a fast track hard pack and you're wide open thinking man i can't go any faster i need to you need more bike but i just remember the days i could never do that before yeah it's crazy right because yeah villapoto was like dude i had nothing for brownie oh he said that he's like nothing <laughs> for brownie Brownie's the guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh mike also at the world vets and i don't know the mini o's you've been riding the 350 more than a 450 you, you is that yeah. is that your bike of choice is it, you enjoy that 350 it's fun i do enjoy it more the 450 is a good bike I, at the world vet i rode the, the new 450s first oh did you oh i thought i thought you I, kicked, I, I thought you kicked chris's ass on the 350 does that loretta's <laughs> sorry okay sorry <laughs> get your ass no, kicked. Loretta's yeah. and Minio's, i did ride the 350 it's fun i it's i enjoy it like the 450 and everybody knows they're a handful and if you and I feel like at my my riding ability now that I don't ride so much, I do mm-hmm. train, like I said, and do that. But I, I feel safer on a 350 than a 450. And I think I have more fun on it just because I can ride it harder and 
the way I like to ride, like grab the bike yeah, and yeah. get through the bumps and the corners and all that. It's it's really nice. His bike at Loretta's sounded really good. Like yeah. um, Andrew built that motor, yes, Brown? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. and it was sounded really healthy. So I get Andrew, a lot of questions of Andrew, pe- Andrew Langston. Oh, Andrew, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. And people always ask me, hey, what's the difference between like a built 350 and just say you're like a production 450 that you rode at Glen Helen? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, for sure not as torquey, but I think it's, for me, it is the bumps in the corners. Getting in and out of the corners is better for me. That's where I notice my biggest, especially the red is when it's tight and it's too really tight for a 450. I can turn, I can charge into the corners a little bit more aggressive than I can on a 450. Yeah. Yeah. I think Helen, I, 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 for sure, I think a 450 there. And even it was on the verge. On, I, I did good at Minio's on the, the 350, but I think I could have probably rode a little better if I was on that 450, but I didn't have as much fun if I wouldn't have as much fun on a 450 as I did the 350 there. I heard the Gainesville track's a lot better than it used to be in your day. Brownie, I've heard that. That the, yeah, this year it was rough because it stayed overcast all week and, yep. it, and it stayed really soft and it got bumpy. It was like almost a mini uh, Loretta's for sure. It was last year I was there and it was more hard packed. This year stayed soft, mm-hmm. got more bumps, and it was it was. When I watched Deegan and race the pro class at the end of the day, it was like a five o'clock race and it was bad. It was rough. I heard it looked like I watched some on on Racer TV. It looked like there was just chop everywhere in the in the ruts and everything. Everything the whole track was. I went out probably four races, five races before that, and it was rough. But when them guys were out there, it was it looked miserable. It was it was a technical track. It was good for them kids to be riding though, and like it was it was good to see. Uh, so we all know you're working with uh, Baker's Factory there, working on the 250 side, helping those guys out. You've been doing that for a number mm-hmm. of years. How's that going? How's it how's it working out? Good, good. This year it's uh, slimmed down a lot on my side. I still have four four riders and four to five three to four it just depends on who's in west coast or who's there mm-hmm. this good tom's there now the new tom vial he's he's overriding and he's doing really good for a month and a half he's been here and he's not far off the pace of the guys i mean he's there rj's still he's he's the top guy on the 250 there and mm-hmm. you know some days he's not really far off he's pretty close actually he is and in the whoops like everybody oh, he's going to heat the whoops He's actually really good in the whoops. He's got good technique. He's super smooth. I mean, I, everybody's impressed. Everybody sees him. He's impressed, impressive for right now. So I'm not going to say he's going to win the Supercross, right. but he's 90% better than I what, ever thought he would be. So I'm looking oh. forward to seeing And he's strong. Like, he's a worker. He's He doesn't say much. He gets his head down and, and does the laps, does the whatever it, it says, and he's he's doing good. I'm impressed with the, the kid for sure. Well, if Brownie says that, then... That's pretty good. Yeah, you know, you know that, he, that he is impressed. Yeah. Uh, he's riding good. So it, And the other guys, Jalik, he's picked it up. You know, everybody's he's struggled the last few years in the whoops. And, and from day one, starting boot camp a few weeks ago, is even from first day, um, he's so much better than he was last year. Mm-hmm. He's committed in the whoops. He's, and, you know, that's been his struggle. And I think this year he's going to have to prove himself. And I think that's, that's going to be a big thing for him, the way he's riding now and if he can – carry that over to the supercross races and hitting the whoops where he's going right now it's that'll be a big changer for him and that's what he lacks because on the track jaleek i would he's probably one of the best corner guys i've ever seen on a motorcycle like and supercross like he can corner and and, and you guys don't see that as much because 
at a supercross race where he's not riding really good in the, in the whoops, he just rides the rest of the track good. And, yeah. and you know how that is. If yeah. you don't hit the whoops, then you're stressed and you can't do nothing. But here he's getting to the whoops better now. And the corner speed and everything else he's just carrying around the track is it's I, pretty amazing what he can do if he can just keep his head down and get through that, do I, that there. I wrote that this year. I'm like, I don't look, look, he doesn't need to like crush the whoops. Like I get it. That's Christian Craig. And that's a, that's a, mm. that's a one-on-one thing. But he was so bad. I'm like, how is a guy on a factory motorcycle with all the people standing around to yeah. set up the bike yeah. and whoop pads all day long and all these yeah. teachers, how can you be like he's in the lower 30% of riders in the whoops, right? It's that bad. For sure. And I could never understand that. Like, he couldn't even hold his own in whoops. And I'm like, I don't get that. I'm not saying he needs to be a Christian Craig, but it, it blew my mind, Brownie, that he couldn't like just be, as, just be average in the whoops. You know? No, and we worked and we worked yeah. after before we go and we and it's like you can you can only tell some people so much what he's got the right technique, but you're not gonna get hold of throttle, you know, you almost need like an R C setup on it where you can just like twist the throttle for him because <laughs> as soon as he looks at that first loop, the throttle goes the wrong way. And <laughs> but now he's got that dialed in a little better. Yep. It's helping but like yeah, it's hard to say, Oh man, hit the whoops. I heard somebody saying the other day they were somewhere and it's like Hit the whoops, close your eyes, hit the whoops wide open in second gear. And they were doing that. And that's like, Probably A Ray. I, I, I never do that. And I've seen the videos of it, and I, there's no way you can close your eyes and hit the whoops second no. gear wide open. It's, it's, <laughs> maybe you can, but I don't know. Like, but it's, it'll be good. I think it, uh, everybody's good. excited to to see what's going on here because it's they, they're doing a lot better than they have been for sure. And good. Max. Good to hear. Uh, OGO Power Sports bringing you Mike Brown on the on the show. Mini O's uh, winner. Um, we Weege and I were kicking around story ideas about a month ago, Brownie, about for Racer X Online and for Racer X Magazine, yeah. and and we were talking about the Rockstar Energy team that you were on with Hamblin and Mills and J Law, <laughs> and we were like, dude, what if we could get oh my like an oral history of that team? First of all, good luck getting a hold of any of those guys outside of Brownie, but. Mike, what was the, what was the biggest like time that you were shaking your head? I just was there one moment or two where you were like, "What the hell did I get myself into?" Uh, for sure, you know what? Too Jeff and Bill, Bill's Popper, probably the nicest people ever, and I felt bad for them because I think they got kind of thrown in on the deep end on that whole thing, and you know it all sounded like it was going to be good and great, and then he got in and. It was more than what they thought, and they didn't get the engines running. A lot of problems with the engines breaking, mm-hmm. and yeah, the bike wasn't very good to start with, anyways. Yeah, no, yeah. no, and I guess the best part of the year is being around J Law. I think Ryan Mills. That was that was the entertainment. It wasn't a bike so much <laughs> as uh, the entertainment from them guys. Like it was always an ever dull moment for sure with those, but. Brownie yeah, must have just was, been like, "What the hell did, am I doing?" Did they ever go train with you at all? Did they ever go do anything with you? Never, never seen. Uh, no, I said back <laughs> and never. I don't think I've rode none of the guys. <laughs> just, just never <laughs> seen. Just show up and there's dudes in the semi. Right, right. right. Yeah, Hamlin would show up, but that was. I think that was just me and him and J Law was fighting with Colgrave, so it was <laughs> somewhere for sure. Uh, Weegee and I are like Hamlin, J Law, Mills, Mike Brown. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, we got these guys, but we got we got to have one guy that shows up. Mike Brown will show up. Let's just hire him. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Sean would ride. 
feel like Sean yeah, would Sean, ride. He would, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, I did. I, I would meet him like a Lepagus, and yeah. he's the really only one I rode with much. And now Sean was good for it. He was. He did try hard, and that's for sure. Good stuff. Uh, any more questions for Mike Brown? I don't got any questions for this guy. No, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I will say. Brownie, what? Brownie, were you surprised Here at Kiefer's lack of competitiveness at World Vets? <laughs> Here we go. Were you? No, be honest. It's Glenn Helen. We all know he holds no, ass for there. Sure. Yeah. I mean, not that his lack of competitive, but I went there with more pressure, feeling nervous than yep. any race probably ever done in my life. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then He's this. Going there with and then <laughs> and then he just. He just shits the bed. I did. Sh- I was closer to him at Glen Helen. I was at Loretta's. <laughs> okay, so great job, Brownie. <laughs> you want to hear what I tried to do? Here's here was my here was my theory, Brownie. And I didn't tell you this, by the way. <laughs> so I know you, right? We go back. I know you have problem with arm pump. So I go, okay. Here's my plan. My plan is it's a twenty plus one moto. At some point, I know Brownie's going to get arm pump. So I need to be at least up near him, near the start, and just pressure him a little to make his arms blow up. And then mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit back and just and just. I'll I'll ride it out and possum. I'll I'll be able to, yeah I'll play possum I'll be able to get you on the end because you got blown up arms well I can't see the son of a bitch yeah. after the first lap right he's gone yeah yeah so I'm like okay he's it's gonna it's gonna happen like he's gonna get arm pump at some point nope yeah my plan went to shit yeah Brownie was impressive the opening laps both motos yeah yeah so yeah. son of a bitch Brownie did you see Mostly, the uh, is that new bike. <laughs> Brownie, did you see the alien butt patch that he Chris had? <laughs> yeah, I got it on my phone now. I had to, Carson sent it to me. I have my knee braces painted like that. <laughs> nice, nice. I yeah, like so people don't know, like at Loretta's, uh, here's what, oh, I didn't tell you this too. So Carson or someone, Andy talked to uh, to Brownie before the race, and they said, hey, man, Kiefer's going to come for you. And Brownie goes, if Kiefer beats me, I'm fucking quitting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at Loretta's, yeah. So I'm like, okay, so on the podium, I go, hey, man, my goal is to, to retire Brownie here. I got to beat him one moto so he's quits, right? right? right. And <laughs> I go, but I can't. The son of a bitch is like an alien. I don't know. Someone's living inside this dude. Someone, all the guys in the 50-plus would be happy if he yeah. quit. You know, they're someone, all pulling for you. Someone yeah. asked me, do you think he can beat? I'm like, not at Loretta's. No. He's not. Chris is not beating. <laughs> only reason why I won that year because his ass was an alternate. Right, right. That's the only reason. Right, right. But, but – Glenn Helen, I thought you'd be you'd be if he beat you fine, but I thought you'd be closer. Look at, give me some credit. First moto, I wasn't that far back. Eh, it's five no. seconds, six seconds. Eh. That's not bad. Uh, I wasn't. The second moto, I, I can't say anything about second right, moto. Right. I, okay. I screwed the pooch on right. that. Okay. Yeah. Look at you. Don't think Brownie, being old as he is, would have sprint speed. The yeah, dude's got sprint he did. speed. He did. Yeah, he had sprint speed. And then what happens is. I see the guy across the track, and then he stays the same as me for the rest of the race. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows what he's doing, right? It's not like a guy's never rode a dirt bike in his life. Nope. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's, it pisses me off. <laughs> uh, awesome, Brownie. I'm calling, Kiefer, I'm calling Kiefer during the week. Hey, man, what kind of pipe should I be using? And asking him tips. Should tell him there's some piece of shit pipes. Yeah. Yeah, said. Exactly what you should have done. Yeah, hundred percent. It is, it is cool to see, like, I'm, I'm 46 now. Brownie, what, you're 50, 51? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I went to Alden's last December yep. and did a, a few days of training with the guys and just see what they do. You know, can you imagine people right now listening, you're 50 years old and you got to get up and train with the young kids every single day and then go to the track and do work and help them. And this guy is doing it every single day, right? So yeah, it takes right. a special type of person. And not only that is he's a past champion and he still wants to be around it. 
Yeah. That's fucking yeah. rare. Yeah. Like, it's super rare. I'm with you. And this is why I'm a fan of him, because even though I hate him, I love him because this is what he's built like. like. Let's not forget, Brownie <laughs> did quit, like, 92, right? Brownie mm. went dirt track racing for, like, six months. Yeah, worked in a motorcycle shop. Yep. For dirt track racing? Yeah, roundy round, like, he did? Go kart. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Yeah, I did that go-karts. I started in go-karts into the late model dirt, and then, yeah, I did that for all of 90 three almost what'd you yeah, do go work at gyms there. yeah you work at gyms yeah, he worked at gyms oh shit five or six months he quit he, he, mitch mitch let him go he was number 54 peak pro, peak team mitch let him go yeah. he he quit he was out of the sport and then he's like ah, i guess i'll try again and then there's a whole fucking yeah 30 years later right. i got a mountain bike i want to stop mountain bike probably back in 89 when i did the amateur supercrosses here in florida uh-huh and i want to stop mountain bike and it sit there in my dad's garage forever and i started when i got Lost Mitch's ride. I think I probably should start training if I'm ever going to do anything. So I got the mountain bike, got with the friends, started riding mountain bike, got into road bikes, and then started racing again. I could that thing. I could tell a big difference in the riding now. So this uh, carried on from there. <laughs> wow, bicycling! I got in shape. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. funny is that? Well, yeah, just a, like right, like yeah. Just, uh, Travis Preston quit. Right, won a lottery, got bikes. Yeah, like, the, these fucking things. Happen. And I, I was around him when he was learning endurocross. He would come up to the desert and ride at Ty Davis's mm-hmm. house and ride with Gary Sutherland and right. and yeah. you just see him ride different kinds of shit all the time. It was, yeah. it was cool. No, he's an alien. Yeah, he's an alien. Uh, thanks, Brownie. Thanks for the time, man. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate right. it. Thank you, guys. All right. Appreciate. It. Thanks. Bye. All right, that's Mike Brown, everybody. OGO Power Sports bringing you Brownie. What a guy. He is. He's a nice guy. Uh, Chris Kiefer brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. Oh, what? Go ahead. No, good. Did you see the decal works in my? You haven't been in my garage. Uh, no, the guys I at decal works got me a whole graphic kit for my twenty three. Did you put it on? Well, no, because certain people took parts from my bike. Did you get it back yet? I just got all the stuff back. Because you got the seat back? I got everything back. The other guy brought back the other stuff. Did I get him a cover? What? Did I get a cover? You? Yeah. No, I got a cover. How the. I d- started this whole thing. I couldn't ride my bike because you had lent the, the parts oh, out to that's, people. Oh, that's why you couldn't ride your bike. Bullshit. This guy takes a bunch of stuff. The other guy takes a bunch of stuff. He took stuff too? Yeah. I didn't uh, take stuff. stuff. I was offering stuff. Yeah. Stuff that we're doing? Or no. talking about? No. Different. Different. Yeah. Oh, 23 so, stuff. Yeah. Bike's just in pieces. But anyway. It's still dirty, by the way. No, it's ask. not. It's, it's dirty. Oh, it's stop not. It. It, I didn't say anything earlier, it's but that bike—it's not—it's not, not dirty, dirty, but it's not. It's a brand new bike. You got one rider. Zero that thing is point no. Zero. That no, thing is, has Glen Helen he, dirt on it. He is worst connection is fake news. It no. is clean. I believe Eric. Let's go look at it. I believe Eric. Let's go look at it. Yeah, on we a commercial will. break. No problem. Did you? Uh, Decal works. PulpMX is the code to save. DecalMX.com. Proud sponsor of Kiefer Ink Testing as well. Yes. Official graphic of Kiefer Ink Testing. Uh, They're officially licensed with all the OEMs. The expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Sean there is uh, really, really great at Decal Works. And please check him out. If you need something, they'll they'll custom make you graphics, including 2023 YZ450 stuff as well. And, uh, yep, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, talking about Decal Works, I deal with Nick. Right there, and he's okay. an awesome guy. He well, I deal with Sean. Custom I deal with Sean. stand decals for us, so <laughs> I don't decal about works. Top, oh, no, I'm just Nick's agreeing. The, it's Nick top is notch. the designer. Yeah. Well, I deal with Sean. Okay. I'm just, a, <laughs> I'm kidding. just saying hi to <laughs> Nick. 
<laughs> Promo code PAUPAMX. You get 20% so, yeah, off custom grab. Really well, you started, you started with me with the... He's mad uh, about the dirty do, do, bike, yeah. dude. Yeah. Buttons. Look at all these buttons. What were you going to say before? Uh, I was going to say about Brownie. Like, yeah. He's such a different dude. Like He comes over the house, hangs out, mellow, calm. And then at the vet dude. race, it's a vet race. He got in it with the dude... Yelling at him yeah. after the race. Yeah. Janky sent me a video. Chewing his ass. And so the guy didn't speak English. <laughs> and he was going to rip him off at him. He told Brownie, no comprehende. And Brownie told me that he I told, know what you're saying. I know you comprehende. <laughs> <laughs> he said the guy passed him. Brownie passed him. fell over. The guy got by Brownie again. Brownie caught him again. And then he tried to take him out. And then he tried to take him up before the finish because it was the last lap, last turn or whatever. And Brownie's like, I know you comprehend me. (laughs) That's so good. Uh, All right, everybody. X-Brown goggles tear-off segment. Let's do this. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. The lucid goggle, second to none. Aiden Kiefer, there's a rumor that Aiden Kiefer may be running the X-Brown goggles. We're not sure yet. The Lucid goggle, fantastic goggle. Official goggle of Eric Phipps Absolutely. as well. Yep. Myself, of course, at EKSBrand.com. Still haven't gotten EKS. We all know why. Stop Still it. haven't we gotten know any. Why. I'm we just know trying why. to do a test No, on you're not. It. Yes, no, I you're am. not. Why not? You're taking it and giving it to your competitors. That's what you're doing. False. We, we all know that. Uh, Pulp Show 22 is the code to save with XBrand, EKSBrand.com. Speaking of GNCC, Josh Strang, Ricky Russell, EKSBrand, guys. New team for Chiz. Ricky Russell. Chiz, XBrand. Chiz, can we say what he's on? He's on hip. Okay. He's leaving us. I think they have a goggle deal, so he's out. Dude. So leaving before Yamaha, this started, X. before this started, he yep. called me. He's like, I, I, can you give me some advice? Like, I need your opinion. He talked to me about Suzuki or staying with Yamaha. Yeah. And originally... Well, dude, it was going to stay with Yamaha, but then obviously, I think it's so much work to do stay on Yamaha. They support him, right? But he's got to get his bike to the truck. He's yeah. for the races. He's got to figure out his deals. Like you know, make more money that way, though. I, I think so, but it's a lot of work. Yeah, uh, it's the whole thing. Like, uh, who was just talking about it as a privateer? Like, Price. I said, I said, do the Starling thing, and they're like, dude, okay. Yeah, Cade's like, I could do the Starling thing or the Carnal thing. But it's so much time on the phone, so much emails, you know. Chiz has so, done it for quite a few years, so yeah. it's probably, yeah. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Mm. Yeah. Unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. Don't know. 30 mm-hmm. seconds on the clock. Reap it fire. Let's go, Marks. Reap. Steve, past Supercross and Motocross champs are sitting at a bar drinking beer. Which generation has bragging rights for having the most competition and whose championship was the most badass? Mm. Oh, that is a... That is a. That's actually one of the best questions I've ever heard. This. This is not Moser's question. I was say, no this has got to be someone um, else. Well, dude, I feel like if you're Ricky and you beat Chad and James, mm-hmm. you know you didn't beat Jeremy, but, but what about Wardy, Stanton, John? All those years. Uh, well, if you and if you look at those titles, there was way more winners back then. It wasn't as easy for the top rise to win, so the depth was greater, maybe. Bailey Johnson Ward. I know. Omara. I know. I'm, I'm going because if you look at the win list, it's 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 Jeremy, it's Stu, it's Ricky, it's Chad, and Ricky beat them all at one point. Beat Jeremy, you know, 01. Beat Stu. So is he the best Supercross racer ever? No, I would put Stu on that level, but Ricky beat him. So better than MC. Uh, I think so. Yeah, like as Supercross. Just because of techniques and bikes and everything else has changed. 
four strokes, all of that. Jeremy was next level to the guys he raced, for sure. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. And I know that, obviously, Stu was faster than MC. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. All right. Keeper, what's the biggest disadvantage Roxon would have on the Suzuki? Uh, probably access to new age parts, I would think. So development parts. Eleven seconds. Eric, what's Steve Lampson doing now? He is actually he's living in Arizona, and he works uh, at a place that trains um, like military. They teach guys how to drive UTVs and different things like that. Um, he's been doing that actually quite a while, and he's he really enjoys it. Used to do it with goat, right? Used to do yeah. it. With, he started yeah. with goat, oh, and then yeah, yeah uh, switched off and did his own. I mean, not his own thing, but um, but no, he absolutely loves it. And he's doing good. And he's doing good. L- uh, yeah. Lampson really broke Works Connection, didn't he? He oh. was a huge, yeah. huge per- part of your success. Like yeah. you, yep. you go back. We started in '89, but you go back, and everything is tied in with Lammy. Yeah, Lammy got yeah. us in the door with Peak for you know on Pro Circuit, and then when he went to Suzuki, he got us yeah. in the door at Suzuki. And I mean, it's just. And when he went to Honda, we we had nothing to do with Honda. And he ran our, you know, visor sticker. Right. He just was always, he yeah. always liked our stuff. Oh, we had, we're good friends. And did you hear that pot I did with a hooker? And uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, and he was talking about Lammy. Just he oh, got yeah. Lammy the ride, right? He was right. like, let's just hire yeah. this Lampson yeah, kid. Yeah. So. No, he's Steve is was gold for us, and yeah, I, I really appreciate it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Goat Brecker, I called him one time. Hey, Goat, it's Steve Mathis uh, from Racer X. I didn't know uh, who you were. I, I said Steve Mathis from Racer X. Like I do this podcast show. I think you'd be, you know, super interesting. Nobody cares. All right, cool, goat. Uh, well, I think it'd be interesting. You had a factory rider. You were really good. Nah, I don't. I don't care. All right. I met Goat back. Nice talking know, to you, Goat. When he was back in his Hung day, and he's actually what, a really good dude. Yeah, didn't seem guy. like it on the phone. Like no. not into doing a podcast. <laughs> I know, but I think it's more of like not. I don't want to type of thing. I just don't. I honestly think what he said to you. I don't think it. No one cares. Like yeah, no one yeah. cares about. Like when we used to go in Randsburg and do testing, Goat would was Karen would talk to more. About the 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 town and the things that he does within the town versus yeah. any motorcycle yeah, he, stuff. He was not into doing a podcast, even though I told him it would be really interesting. He he not having it. All right, next question. Steve, who's flying at the test track right now? Honestly, uh, I haven't heard too much. Uh, I heard a Jmart thing. I heard Jmart thing every year. Um, yeah, I haven't heard. Honestly, haven't checked up. I probably need to be more on it. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. I, I'll I'll answer. What, yeah, please do. I heard Jason is his times and everything and uh, Jason what Anderson? He, yes, yes what he's doing is uh, really good. So okay. Keeper, has your riding slash racing level peaked, or when do you think you were riding at your highest level? I think just like what Brownie was talking. About, I think I ride better now than when I was racing full time and Supercross and all these things, just because a technology is better. B I ride more now versus back then. Um. So I think I've peaked, obviously. I'm not going to get any better than what I am, but I, I feel like I need to hang on with what I got. So that's probably why I ride so much on my off time when I don't have to ride just so I can keep what I got. All right, 26 seconds. Good job. Eric, with all the supply chain problems, what materials have you had issues getting or what's something that skyrocketed in cost? This is going to take way more than 30 seconds. No. Um, don't every, piss them everything. Off. Everything. everything. I mean, from <laughs> aluminum... Uh, I don't even know where to get started. Aluminum product, you know, anything. We build a lot of aluminum stuff. So we were having to 
tree stock aluminum just so we could get it. Stuff that we could normally get in two to three weeks is three to four months. Jeez. Mm. So we we made a you know we adapted to it, but it's it was been really tough, and we're still digging out of it as we speak. But we're we're making strides. So thirty point two. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Uh, it's close. Good job. That's it's on the money. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Steve, which new rider trainer combo do you think has the most potential? Well, I think this is old, but Nick Way started working with Shimoda, right? And Shimoda was really good last summer. I mean, Jet's going to win whatever coast he's on. So I don't know where they're putting Shimoda, but either he's going to challenge Jet or win the other coast with Nick Way. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I feel like Shimoda's the guy. He just he had a terrible Supercross last Who's year. Who's Forkner with now? I don't know. Who? Robbie, I think still Robbie. He was with him last summer. Tickle? Oh. Oh, okay. Tick. Tick. Scoops over here in the corner. Yeah. Keeper. Next brand athlete. <laughs> What's a track on your bucket list that you haven't ridden? Ooh. That's a good question. Um Lommel. <laughs> Jesus. You don't want any part of Lommel. I think Lommel's like the Glen Helen. You know, like oh, all the locals, yeah, yeah. yeah. So here's my thing: like, I want to go ride Lomo, but I bet you people over there go, "Oh, dude, why the hell do you want to ride here?" Yeah, it's like people coming. I want to ride Glen Helen. Like, dude, really? We were, Glen we, Helen? we went there before the Designations in '03 with Red Dog, and uh-huh. he was a good sand rider. I mean, he was good at Southwick. Dudes blew by him with like lumberjacks on. That's what I want. Yeah, I want yeah, the full yeah, experience. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want anything to do with it. All right, last one, Eric. Which of your products has been the most shamelessly copied? Ooh. Oh, shamelessly copied. I would have to say definitely the clutch perch. We have, there's, I mean, we came out with it in like 98 and. Were by, the first by, ones by, to have something like that? Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, I got the idea. Actually, we're not the first. Um, I bought the, I paid licensing rights to a guy named Oscar Azevedo. Okay. He had the first ones. I saw it in a, the, was it racing paper before mm-hmm. it was racer x yep. i saw an ad and i called him just cold call him he owned 911 mx shop hmm. and we hit you know i was just going to buy it from him and it turned out he goes hey i'm i'm not really a manufacturer do you want to just take this on and so we worked out a licensing agreement mm-hmm. and we produced them and but moving forward after that yeah it was the most ripped off yeah. part by far it went to say. china and i mean still to this day there's yep. multiple companies that sell the same one it looks just like our original yep. but yep. it's not yeah it's got the top mount like the original right the, with the bolts yep. coming from the top from the top right yeah. right yeah, yeah, that, yeah that one's out there everywhere oh yeah. yeah yeah the perch is amazing it's one of the best things you make for sure it's works awesome Thanks. i'm excited to try the new lever the uh, new one you gave me yeah yeah. Huh? yeah, this guy over here might have had something to do with it. Oh. It's not new, new, but oh. it's... Yeah, it's new for me. I was about my, to go... What? No, my... my <laughs> I was telling Eric, because I am such a... I am such a thought-provoking um, uh, user that yeah. I just transferred... That perch on my 22 is from 21. Yeah, And absolutely. I just moved it, because I'm yes. like, it's still good. Yes. So it's an older-style lever. It's more blocky. It's more square. I'm the opposite of you, but I understand what you do. Transfer the good stuff. Yeah, over. I'm not yes. gonna just you know not. I'm not gonna be lazy, and I'm gonna take it off my bike and put it on my new bike because yep. it's still good. Yep. However, for the 23, I insisted for the new one. For the fresh. Yeah, it's been yeah. two years. You need something new and shiny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right.
X Brown goggles. Choice of champions everywhere. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a commercial break here, uh, and we are going to go look at my bike for this for this dirt. <laughs> Dirty. And right. uh, we'll be right back. We got Robbie McQuarrie coming on uh, DV as well. We got some more talking about some off road stuff. Uh, we want to talk about your uh, Moto Demption story. Yep. You mm-hmm. did. Lots more coming up here on the show. Uh, thanks for listening. Be right back. Eric Phipps, Chris Kiefer, and myself, Steve Mathis. See you in a little bit. God bless. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motosport.com. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGB suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine's super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys. This is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously, it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be 
associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX proven USA-made connecting rods. Now adding to the Garage Buddy Build kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when you 
and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle and then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons.
At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you, from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I, too, have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, 
They're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code X 20 you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. X 20 the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Saltair Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection is impossible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine's super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Moranz, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance product. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys. This is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously, it's great people around, and I've been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX-proven USA-made connecting rods. Now, adding to the Garage Buddy 
rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line, this makes Wiseco your single-stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Wiseco.com to find products for your machine. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and Rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you to Zach Osborne, Mike Brown for calling in earlier. Appreciate it. Uh, also coming up with Robbie McQuarrie and uh, the great David Villeman as well. Uh, Motorcycle see Jobs, Job of the Week. Upload your resume for free today. It's the first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free today. As I said, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. And if you're a company looking for some good people to hire, which is, uh, as from what I understand, Hard and harder to do these days. Uh, try MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Put your post your job up and uh, take a look. And uh, the job of the week this week, our guys at FXR in uh, in Minnesota. They're, they're looking for a graphic designer, a marketing guy, full time job. 
So if you're in Minnesota or you're willing to move to Minnesota, FXR Racing is uh, looking for a marketing guy and uh, as well a graphic designer. Go to MotorcycleEnergyJobs.com. They're in Forest Lake, Minnesota. So if you want to go there, you can get a, go on MotorcycleEnergyJobs.com, see if FXR will hire you. Good company. Great company. Good company. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Uh, Eric, do you, can you vouch for the fact that it's harder and harder to hire people these days? I can vouch for that. <laughs> Luckily, we have a good crew right now, but uh, it's not easy. Right. Yeah. Uh, sure. uh, Cherubies as well, industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike, plastics, and accessories with over 40 years of experience. And input from current riders like Cooper Webb, Adam Cincerillo, Barsha, Anderson, and more. A Cherubies is fine-tuned to products that offer the highest level of performance and protection in the industry. Bring your bike back to life with frame guards, fork lug protectors, Stop. disc guards, chain block slider kits, and more at CherubiesUSA.com or at CherubiesUSA on social media as well. Thanks to those companies for coming on board with us. Uh, Robbie McQuarrie is coming up next from uh, AMA Arena Cross. Um, so the commercial break, we have uh, gone outside the 2023 Yamaha YZ450 in my garage that Eric falsely accused me of being dirty. Talon, you saw it. No problems. Kiefer says I don't count some off-road, but yeah. it was it was cleaned. It just wasn't like buffed and okay. Oh, yeah, it's, made it, it's a dirt gosh. bike. It's a dirt bike. It was hose. It was rinsed it's off. A, it's a maybe. dirt bike. A, for you people at home, when you spray underneath your bike and your rear fender, like it's dirty underneath there. The outside is clean. -ish. There's no mud on it. It's that, got some. That is a mud stain. There was like a diarrhea bit of dirt came on down on your rear fender. Diarrhea. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's well, that's a good. Yeah. Is there a picture? No, I mean, don't are, get that far. Things are settled with poles these days. It's real easy to fix. Go take a picture of that. Say, Come yeah. back. Can we, uh... Hold on. <laughs> uh, no, Hold on. I, I like Is he a just picture. gonna take a picture of the back underneath the back fender because that, that'll be just judged as as being dirty. In the back, but, that's it. It is. But dirty. can we just get the rest of the bike in it too? The, the... well, we can get the back side of the front fender too, and then get the frame because he doesn't scotch brought his frame or anything. Steve, very yeah. anti pole now. Yeah, the poles. The poles don't. The pole people will tell us absolutely. But can we give the pole people the right options? Sure, we got you. I don't mind. We're going to take a, a photo of the underneath the rear fender, but we also need a photo of the bike itself. Listen, we're going to take of all the pictures of the parts that are dirty, and they can add it up themselves. Well, it's going to look dirty then if you don't see any parts of the clean. If it looks dirty with five pictures that are dirty, that means it's a dirty bike. Can this, we, let's just pull this room. Well, my, my guy Talon said this fine. Marks, you wouldn't have, you didn't, didn't go I out didn't, there. I didn't see it. I was wondering. I'm going to say dirty. 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 Brock says Brock no. Brock says dirty. No, Brock. Brock's no, doing it. Brock's doing it. Brock's doing it. It's his first time in studio. He's trying to be Don't nice. be JT. He, yes he, yes or no. Brock's my guy. He wants he to knows. be back. You know, he wants he, to come he back. He absolutely knows. This ain't Waffle House. Uh, <laughs> no. Waffle when you fries. guys said dirty, I was expecting like still mud from World Vets. Like he cleaned it. He just didn't. Let's face he it. He didn't do a perfect job. He only it, cleaned his other bike before I came up for the last time. He cleaned it because I was coming up. If I don't come up. That thing is dirty. Sir, it doesn't matter. It got cleaned. Okay? Oh That's it. God. That's all that matters. Objection. How many people got eight minutes to clean their motorcycle? I just wanted to say Pull that. Eight minutes? That's about how long it will take. What you don't understand is that I'm a former factory mechanic, and I know how to properly wash a motorcycle. <laughs> and when you properly wash a motorcycle, sometimes you get a little underspray uh, underneath your fender. Where's that mud coming from, then? the ground because the bike is leaned over Where so you? when you're when you're rinsing so what i do chris is i'm not just a, a gorilla 
who doesn't lives in the high desert and pours race fuel all over the ground. I don't do that. After I wash it by, Chris, I rinse my driveway with the power washer to get the Glen Helen dirt. Yes, that's after off you remove your bike. You remove your bike and then rinse off your yeah. driveway. Text those to Marks. Yes. Or no. Just, so, just airdrop them to Mark. I, I don't know. He I was a tiebreaker, too, by the way. He says dirty. Who, Aiden? Yeah. Aiden's not going to say... He didn't vote. Aiden's not going to do anything different than what Chris said. That's false. See, that, you that, think Heather and Aiden are always team me. That's not true. Fuck you, you're fired. Right. All right, we got lots to talk about more uh, tonight on the show. Pulp MX20 is the code to save with a works connection as well, so please check that out. Jason Thomas coming up, of course. Uh, we have five minutes here. Um, life swap. Yeah. It's decided. Yes. It's been a year and a half in the making. <laughs> yes. We couldn't quite figure out the dates, but you think what I do is easy. I think what you do is easy. Mm-hmm. So we've agreed to change lives yes. for one week. We're going to do a pulp show on Monday. Yep. We're going to go our separate ways. I'm yep. going to go to the high days. You're going to stay here. <laughs> You're going to do all my shows. Oh, my God. Fantasy. Yeah. Privateer. Yep. You're going to the Supercross race. Yep. Dallas. Dallas. You're going to talk to riders afterwards. You're going to write observations. The main event riders. You're going to write observations. <laughs> okay. You're going to do whatever Ray, Wygant wants at Racer X. Yeah, no problem. With all the pulp stuff. No problem. And then we're going to reconvene Monday after Dallas. And I will come back up, and I will go down, and I will ride my dirt bike. You're going to ride your dirt bike. You're going to answer every email that I get, okay? You're going to do my show, because I have a show during my week, and it's going to be tech-related, yeah. dirt bike-related. Yeah, no problem. Okay? Yeah, no problem. And then you have to take Aiden riding. Yep. And after every day that you ride, it could be anywhere in Southern California, you have to come home. You can't yeah. stay where you're at. That's fine. That's just called have, driving. It's called family. Yep. you got to be home for the family. No problem. Okay. Yep. There's a lot going on. You have on. to walk Augie. No twice problem. Twice a day. I walk Oreo. No you problem. have to go on an e-bike ride. Oh, oh, pull my leg to go on an e-bike ride. Okay. Yep. Yep. No problem. And Aiden will be bought and paid for, bribed. You can't. Trust uh, me. I try. To not go riding. The, you uh, have no idea the shitstorm you're about to walk into. The tech video should not be how to wash a bike either, by the way. And what Just people saying. don't understand... And we need one more shot of the bike from the side, okay? These are not good photos. Oh, these because are. of they're <laughs> dirty, that's why. <laughs> Just do a shot of the bike from the side, okay? Just that's all. Oh, my Thanks. God. Thanks. Put the seat on. Well, so He's going to want you to turn the light off next before you take it. Yeah, the turn the light down. Yeah. So. yeah. so, all right. Um, what people don't understand as well is that week... I have a test that requires durability riding. So he has to ride five days Listen. on top of everything else that I have to do when you get home. You can't just go to sleep because you're no. tired. Listen, <laughs> I can't ride a motorcycle as good as you. No one says you have to. Okay. No one so says you have th- to. I, I'm not going to injure myself. No problem. Trying to ride like you. No problem. I just will do my laps. At my speed. But there is okay? a requirement of time that you have to put in. No problem. It may be slow. <laughs> it may be slow, but there will be put in. What kind of time are you talking? How much? How, I'll how give him the criteria before. Oh. And, and, and you but have it's, to it's come up enough. here. You have to do all my sponsor reads. <laughs> I got to I gotta push some buttons. All right, cool. You got to do all my sponsor reads. All the proper sponsors need to be read. Yep. Who sponsors what I show. I can read off paper. No problem. All of that. Yep. You have to... 
You have to make your I own gotta content. I got to push. I push the server on. Big deal. Oh, okay. All right. And Marks, you are not allowed to help him. No. No. I'm. I'm Steve. No. If I call him for help, no. he has well, to help. Well, then, if I call Janky to take Aiden riding, there we go. I just called Janky for help. Okay. Good luck. What's call the Janky for riding. Go ahead. What's the difference? Call Janky all you want. I'll call Vosh. He's gonna fly down. Vosh, Vosh is gonna, gonna come down. down. The ghost of Vosh will come down to the high desk. You're gonna see it real quick. Of all these people that come to my house are gonna be scarce James, when you need them. James will help out. James will help out. James will help out. Yeah, I'll get James to do a James lot. James will be over every day. By the way, every day. Uh, we had Alex Martin on the show last week. Troll training is an online training program for riders of all skill. And fitness levels looking to get fit and go fast. Alex Martin's super smart about this stuff, as you heard him last week. Uh, so please check it out. They help vet riders. They help pro riders. Whether you're on up-and-coming amateur race or a vet rider trying to beat your buddies or an off-road racing, preparing for a three-hour race, Alex Martin and John Westling at Troll Training will prepare you for the best season yet. All aboard the Troll Train, they uh, they absolutely know the right things to do, the wrong things to do. They got experience uh, on and off the bike with uh, Alex Martin and uh, John Westling, and you can pick your course, pick your uh, level that you want to do. And TrollTraining.com for more information on that. Please check it out. Thanks to those guys for coming on board and uh, super smart dudes, of course, uh, that know what's going on. Uh, our next guest. Brought to you by the folks at Skosh. Pulp 2022 is a code to save with Skosh. Celebrating over 40 years in business. Visit Skosh.com to get a 20% discount on their lineup of phone mounts, chargers, and cables. Uh, and use the code Pulp22 at Skosh. S-C-O-S-C-H-E. Um, I got to do the show. Skosh.com. Uh, boom bottles, too. Love the boom bottles. Uh, to, yeah, where's mine at? I gotta, I'm, I'm trying, man. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I, 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 I had to get. I have to get somebody else one too. And I. I oh, that's just a look of defeat. Man, I got nothing for you. I'm just trying. I'm fucking working on it. All right. I can't just snap my hands. And I know you're busy with all your mountain bike rides and stuff. Yeah. I, I was a mountain bike ride today, Eric. The mountain bike ride was fun. It was a good time. Any rocks out there? I saw a couple. Yeah. Just not too many. I don't know though. what you're talking no, about. It wasn't too bad. No. no. It's a fun ride. I, it was we, a fun ride. We, Thanks for taking. We did some climbing. Yeah. We did some downhill. Where'd you go? Where from? Uh. Oh, we went up to uh, off town center, Bears Best, uh, up the long concrete. Yep, mm -hmm. that one that way. So you know that. How many miles? Seventeen. Yeah, no, that's yeah. good. It's like an hour. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Seventeen miles on e bike. Hour and it a half. It was an hour and thirty minutes okay. of riding time. Yeah. yeah, but we had a good time. Nice. We had a great time. Yeah. Thanks again. Thanks for supporting and our midlife crisis as well. We'll uh, talk about that. Oh, yep. oh yeah. Race Tech yeah. Rant's coming soon. Yep, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, so thanks to the folks at Scouse for bringing you our next guest on the show. AMA uh, Arena Cross is back. There's been two rounds down. I've always been on the uh, on the the um, uh, on the fence or not on the fence on the uh, bandwagon on the bandwagon. Let's say of having an Arena Cross series. I think it's very vital to the sport. Uh, and um, looks like we're we're getting this AMA Arena Cross one going. And Kyle Peters has been doing it. And uh, yeah. Interested to learn more about it, so let's uh, let's welcome Robbie McQuarrie to the show. What's up, Robbie? How are you, man? Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. You're two rounds down in the uh, in the series. Uh, how's it going? What uh, what's it been like to do it? You strangely enough, they went to Albany, Georgia, and Albany, New York. Oh wow, <laughs> Robbie, your first two stops. Yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, we thought we'd save some money with the opening ceremonies and just do one. You know, <laughs> welcome to Albany. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Uh, how's it been going? It's good. The show is, um, it's just, I, I feel like the format and the racing has just been fantastic. Um, you know, we changed a lot of things with uh, what you're seeing and the way that the event is flowing throughout the night. And, 
I feel like the the response has been great. The racing has just been, I mean, heated the entire time. Uh, you know, basically we took it back to kind of the old way of having a pro night with a pro track. And um, some of the things that are a little bit different, though, is we're having two main events. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're standalone. The purse money, the points are all paid individually. But we're uh, inverting the gate pick for that second main event. So your your top guys are ending up on the back row and having to come through, and it's just it's made for some great racing throughout the entire night. I like that. Have uh, now, of course, the pros aren't going to be too happy. But what's been their response <clears throat> to that format? You know, um, I mean, KP uh, Kyle, he's he's not a big fan of the the, the inversion. Um, I think he gets what we're trying to do, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I think everybody's coming around to. He was probably the most vocal about, you know, not liking the change. But I think after giving it a, a couple of weeks, um, you know, I think people are realizing, like, we're trying to do what's best for the, the sport and what's best for the racing. And that's ultimately what's going to be best for the riders. And, you know, we made a slight change in between the first two uh, rounds. Um, we've moved it down to set taking 16 to that main event, which mm-hmm. took 12. And then we uh, we added a, a a B main for those you know next twelve in qualifying, and something that kind of came out of that, which we knew it would help the racing in the in the feature main events, but the B main ended up being you know extremely exciting because you had guys that were typically just making it into the main kind of staying out of people's way. Mm-hmm. Um, now they're battling. I mean, they like eight of those guys think they can win that thing and it's just made for some excellent you know racing so yeah some um, some big names at the first two kyle peters like you mentioned the phoenix guys support it uh braswell was there right the guy who won the horizon award he won the horizon award he won something he won the yeah. loretta lynn loretta lynn thing yeah uh you've Thanks. had uh, uh isaiah clark well some award at loretta's yeah. um Natsuki showed up, Luke Nice. You've had some good guys. But, hey, what what is KP talking about? He, he still won the second moto, uh, the opener, yeah. like even from the from the reverse order. So calm down, KP. Absolutely. And even in Albany, New York, the second round, he actually finished He finished third in the second race and got fourth in the first one mm-hmm. from the front row. Yeah. So, I mean, it's worked out. Um, Caden Braswell rode amazing in Albany, New York, and got his first win, and so did uh, Isaiah Clark. They both uh, – Isaiah came in just hungry. I mean, you could tell from the first lap of practice he was motivated. So, I mean, it's setting up, it's setting up for a great season. And um, we've got some, you know, exciting things coming out for the January events. Uh, the app will be out where fans can actually vote for a head-to-head race. Um, oh, that's cool. Oh, I like that. And it, Yeah, and then one of the big features, which I knew you would like, everybody was like, you got to talk to Mathis about this. you got to talk to Mathis. <laughs> um, you know, within the – the app they can actually fans can support the riders directly so they'll have profiles you can do you can sponsor the rider directly you can do what we call motivate so you can make it performance based so if you want to see you know kyle come from the second row and you want to put some money on it for him to make it to you know first Mm -hmm. place or top three you can do that and motivate those riders in that way oh wow that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's Kinda something they, yeah. something they could see before the main event then. Um, yeah, so there'll be a back end where they can kind of see, you know, what they're racing for. And um, it should be exciting. Um, that was really what kind of motivated us to get involved was just kind of, okay, how do we bring the um, 
financial gain back to these riders. You know, it, back when I was racing it 20 years ago, there was a lot more at stake, a lot more up for grabs, and um, you know, just kind of falling off over the years. And you know, thinking about okay, how do we get this back without just you know going to the same wells every time with the industry and so kind of developing this format to where the fans and making it crowd-based and crowd-sourced um that's kind of the direction we're trying and i hope it pays off i hope it works out i hope it changes the way the riders um, earn you know their winnings and uh it really elevates the sport uh it's really cool january 6th loveland colorado the next one uh arenacrossusa.com to learn more about the series and yeah, I mean, there's there 100 percent needs to be an arena cross series in America. Um, there's two of them as we go right now, Robbie. Obviously, you guys are the AMA ones, and Phoenix is the one doing your series. There's also a, a general tire one or Je- outlaw tire or uh, something. Another series. I that's something that I don't like. Obviously, look, everybody wants to make money, just like there's other podcast shows. So I'm, I'm not the one saying that there should just be one podcast show. But I would love it, Robbie, if you guys could somehow just we, – we need one Arena Cross Series to get everyone at it, like the old days, like when you raced it. I don't know what the answer is to be, but in my opinion, to to throw the thing forward in Arena Cross, we've got to get one thing going here for everybody. Well, yeah, I think um, – I, I don't know. I think there is only one, you know, nationwide series that um, – you know, is, is racing for the AMA number one plate in arena cross. And, um, that's, you know, our mm-hmm. series, I, I'm all for, you know, there's probably half a dozen little arena crosses out there that, you know, Hey, it, anything that's good for the riders is good for the sport. So if there's a way a guy mm-hmm. can go pick up a little bit of money on the, on a weekend, you know, great. I'm all for it. But I think that's one thing. I think after this year, when you see like how we've elevated it, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any. I don't think there'll be any question of like what the premier series is, you know. So, well, I think um, it, what you got the, the talent level you have now and Phoenix Honda supporting it, it does seem like it's the premier one for sure. Yeah, uh, in my and, eyes. But yeah, I, I'd love to get it in the fall before the Supercross season. Obviously, um, you know that wasn't you guys weren't able to make that happen, but. Uh, and then I'd love to, for it just to be one. And we got we can, there's a there's a market there in my eyes to make this thing killer for everybody, promoters well, and riders. you know, you know one thing we've done, uh, Steve was you know we moved our pro day to Friday, mm-hmm. and we're gonna be we're gonna be live on Mav uh, starting in January. So and we really did that with the fans in mind. So you can follow the series on Fridays. You're not competing with Supercross, and mm-hmm. not you know they're True. not overlapping. Yeah. So I mean that was a. That was a strategic move that we made as a as a group, and you know, saying, okay, we're gonna try to develop this thing um, for standalone, not conflicting with Supercross. Even though, you know, we might be on the same weekend, you don't have to choose to watch one or the other. Sure. Yep. We know we're not Supercross. We're not trying to be. You know. Right, right. I think I think when Arena Cross was at its best is when, you know, you had guys leaving Supercross towards the end of their career and finishing it out. Mm-hmm. you know, in Supercross. I and mean, you had those, you know, guys starting out in Arena Cross. And that intersection there was just, to me, in my opinion, is when the racing was the best. And so um, I really think if we can prove the concept of, you know, this more fan-based, fan interaction event, um, you know, I'm optimistic that we can prove the concept and, and draw back some of those guys that, you know, 
still want to go racing and, and, and make a living. Um, you know, if we can yeah. prove the concept with arena cross and get them over there, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. Nice. Yeah. Some of the concepts you're talking about are really, really cool, real interesting. And is that app out yet or when can people get that app? Uh, it'll be out before January. We're kind of in the testing phase okay. right now. All right. Um, I mean, the staff kind of has it on, you know, has it downloaded, and mm-hmm. we're working through it, just kind of fine-tuning it. But um, it'll be out before the Colorado uh, January 6th event. Cool. Would, it, would have been awesome if he would have said Friday. Like we're Mark's going to get his. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I met Robbie at a regional before Loretta's, and I didn't know anything about this. And then uh, he was my neighbor at Loretta's, and then I found out that he was, you know, he purchased the series, mm. he started the series. So my question to you is, and I didn't ask you this while we we're we we're parked next to it, what made you want to do this? Why did you want to to create all this and and make this happen? You know, I ask myself every day now I've done it. <laughs> no, um, funny, funny enough, so, you know, my son took an interest in riding again. That got me back into the sport a couple of years ago. And uh, we were on our way home from a race. My wife was, like, looking at the payout. And she was like, this is all these guys are racing for. And she was like, is this how this was when you were racing? And I said, no. I said, you know, I explained to her kind of what it once was. And, and how far it come, and she, goes, she she told me, she said, you need to do something about this, and so that kind of, like, planted the idea, and then over the next few months, I just kind of, like, developed this plan in my mind, and put it down on paper, and um, I've got some partners involved, uh, Jack Brassville and Wayne Saboa. Um, Jack had had an interest in doing something, and uh, Wayne is a business partner I've had on other ventures in the past, and he comes from a music background, so you know, just, we all kind of got together and, you know, it'll, that's what really motivated us was just they're seeing all these guys training, working so hard and not having really a place to go outside of Supercross and, and, and dealing with, you know, the budgets and everything that they're dealing with, obviously. Um, I just see a need and a void that needs to be filled. And so that was the motivation and, and kind of how it came about and, you know, well, time will tell. I think if the industry will get behind it again, and then and then the uh, fan base connects with the event, I mean, I think it'll take off. And if not, you know, we've uh, we're making an effort, you know, 100% effort to, to see that that happens. How's been the industry support for you? I mean, again, like you know, we we're we're post COVID. Uh, the the companies I talk to, sales are down. They're not where they once were, and that's fine because we were booming for a while. So how's the support been, Robbie, from the industry and the and, the, and your partners and things like that? Um, the support, it's good. It's not um, great. I think with anything new in this industry, as you guys know, like everybody wants to kind of see, are you going to deliver? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think this is, this is our proving year, and I think we are delivering. I mean, guys that came to the first couple rounds are like, you know, wow, it's back. You know, like even just the level of production and and everything that we're bringing um, is really back to what it once was. And, you know, so I'm confident, uh, you know, from sponsors, I think there was a lot that are just on the sideline kind of watching, and there's already been a few that have contacted us that will probably get involved before January. Yep. So that's that's been kind of the response. I'm – I think next year it'll just continue to, to grow because there, there is a lot of excitement. People want this. They just wanted to know, like, are we going to, you know, live up to our side that, yeah, we're, yeah. That, we're, that we're telling people. So, huh. 
Yeah, no, it's interesting. Again, arenacrossusa.com for the schedule. Amateurs on Saturday, pro race on, on Friday. KP right now continuing, although he didn't win the last round, but he's coming back from pretty good injury. Injury, yeah. Yeah, and, and so to see him, like, winning races is, is cool because, yeah, he was hurt pretty good. So that's awesome. And, yeah. Yeah, a lot of respect for KP. And I, I didn't really know him and got to know him a little bit before the season. We did some promo things and – I mean, he's an awesome rider and um, super talented. You can just tell he puts the work in. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. uh, I'm glad to have him as a, you know, for, uh, the champion of the series and kind of a spokesperson. He's he's awesome. Yeah, yeah, well spoken guy and uh, yeah, a great champion to to represent it. Have you had anybody like so? You had the first two rounds. Anybody showing up in January that you know of, rider wise or team wise? Anybody like coming in? Um, I know there's some young guy. I know like Chandler Baker. Um, he was doing really well in the amateur stuff, um, and he he was planning on being at all of them. He's going to be popping. In. He broke his collarbones okay. in uh, Freestone, so he'll be in. And then um, I know some of the there's been some of the West Coast guys that um, I know will be coming out for our, our Reno event, and uh, that's for, that's in February. And then, um, you know, I'm trying to – we have two dates um, in Guthrie, which if you're familiar with Arena Cross, like Guthrie is always one of the best tracks. I mean, it's a you know, huge arena. The dirt's just, you know, phenomenal. And those are the last two weekends before Houston. So we're working on trying to get some of those East oh, Coast yeah. teams to, to come and use that as a warm-up because sure. it really is more like a Supercross. So, I mean, it's you're definitely into the 40-second, 45-second lap time there. So The whoops are big, too, dude. They're back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that was one thing. I uh, I sent uh, Denny Stevenson and Bud Man pictures of those whoops before the uh, first round, and you know everybody's pumped. So yeah. Yeah. There, remember, I mean, like I look at Arena Cross when like Hayes blows. Yeah. Bowers. Those got about, like the, yeah. I mean the whoops were big. Right. I got to do some Arena Cross bike testing at Dirt Rider when the whoops were huge, and I went to Ontario, and I was like, right. these looks like jumps. Um, they look big again. No, it's good. Good to see. Robbie, how was the attendance the first two rounds? Were you happy? Um, Albany was soft. We knew it would. Uh, Albany, Georgia was soft. <laughs> yeah. um, we we chose that venue. We, we were up against um, many O's. Okay. Um, the, ride, the rider attendance was fine. The pro turnout was great. Um, spectator was a little down, which it wasn't really a demographic. One challenge that we had this year was uh, venues. I mean, coming out of COVID, every comedian every conference everybody's touring so getting dates was difficult mm-hmm. to say the least and so we we just kind of bit the bullet even though it wasn't necessarily the ideal market um it was a great event to start off and, and really run through the show and and know that the format's going to work for live television in january right. and and all those things were were great checked all the boxes so uh, the fans that were there um I would say 85% stayed to the very last checkered, which is always a good sign that you have a good format and a good show. So, um, yeah, anyway, Albany, New York was good. Um, it was on Black Friday. So, um, you know, we had we had a good crowd. It wasn't, uh, wasn't you know, massive, but yeah. it, wasn't, it was definitely respectable. And uh, we look forward to growing from there. Did I, did I read you had Ping and GL doing the TV coverage for you? Yeah, so we've got Budman. Oh, uh, Budman too. Bud, nice. Oh, that's cool. But Buddy full time, and then Ping and uh, GL are going to bounce in and out um, and kind of switch off. So. Okay. Oh yeah. And, and those guys, those guys have been awesome. I mean, you know, I I told them, you know, kind of the feel that we want is is more like 
you know, racers talking about racing, you know, like I wasn't worried about being as necessarily structured as, yeah. as other events. You know, I think people were on a motorsports network, like these are people motorsports. People get it. People and, can understand it, right? Yeah. You know, I don't need to try to appeal to the 1%. Like, let's just, you know, feed into the, mm-hmm. the our market. So they've been doing great. And, um, you know, they look like they're having fun and that's what we want. So. Well, cool, man. Uh, well, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Uh, let's let's check in down the road a little bit again. Maybe have KP call in or yourself and follow up and see how everything's going. Robbie's uh, Robbie's part of the basement husband club too. But oh, he is. Yeah, he's basement husband. He's basement. Does he know what that means? I or? probably doesn't know, but okay. I, I, I have no idea, but uh, I'm in. So, basement <laughs> husband club is when you're a questionable looking gentleman, mm-hmm. but you have a very hot wife. Okay, yes, I'm definitely Robbie's basement. I'm definitely that club. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Robbie was my neighbor at Loretta's. Yeah. See the rig pull up. Yeah. I've met Robbie. I'm like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Then I see a blonde, and I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they're married. And then, oh. nicest woman. I mean, you don't expect to have a lady that beautiful be that nice, super nice, yep. talkative, like very helpful. In Robbie's like, basement. Excellent job, Robbie. Excellent job. Great job. Thank you. And everybody can thank her for arena crossing. <laughs> Sounds like she was the one. Yeah. So. Oh, that's that's awesome. Uh, thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Good luck with everything. And like I said, let's check in down the road if we can. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having See us. See you, Robbie. Really no problem. Thanks, man. Thanks, appreciate man. it. Uh, USA.com for more information on that series. And yeah, like I said, we need an arena cross series, man. We need a strong one. And one where these guys can make some money. And what's cool, it's on TV. Yep. Like, I'm here for racing. Yep. I love it. Uh, absolutely. Uh, thanks to the folks at Skosh. Pulp 2022 is the code to save. 7 o'clock hour brought to you by offroadwarehouse.com. Uh, Eric, we drove by the ORW place today on the way to mountain biking. And uh, whether it's Jeep, Overland, UTV, Jeep, truck stuff, uh, get in and check out the industry's leading brands. Offroad Warehouse stores are staffed by a knowledgeable experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell from suspension kits, tires, and wheels to steps, bed accessories, and more. they got stores throughout the USA, but the best place to go is offroadwarehouse.com. This is the ORW butt patch on the back of uh, Phil and Enzo and everybody, Jay Martin, those guys. Uh, Pulpamex is the code to save with those guys. Please check it out. Pulpamex code at offroadwarehouse.com. Uh, thank you to uh, them, those guys for bringing you the 7 o'clock hour. we got Jason Thomas coming up as well. Um, the poll is up, mm. and it's a bullshit poll. Now it's a bullshit poll. Because the photos are not correct. Like, the photos are... A photo is a photo. You Photoshop it? It's not Photoshop. I even had him go back for an extra photo to thank make you for it that. look... For no, look, thank it, you for that. That was the best photo for thank you. Thank you for that. I mean, I can <laughs> show you... What's the fake news. Uh, I don't know what the... What the what it's the, 60% dirty, 40% mm. clean. So I feel like it's going pretty good for Steve, and he's still talking Honestly, shit. Honestly, that's, that's yeah, not bad. And, and, well, I didn't see the results, so yeah, that's fine. Thank you, everybody, for doing the right thing, the 40% of us. <laughs> Thank you for that. 60% uh, is the right percentage. Um, mm. Those people are wrong. The 60% are just wrong. So the poll people have not spoken. <laughs> poll people are really not friendly to uh, you, are they? <laughs> uh, Chris, what about uh, something you did on Racer X? Uh, Moto Demption. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so uh, Davey Gonzalez uh, founded Moto Demption, and it's for um, injured riders that have a spinal cord injury um, that can no longer ride motorcycles. So he has several adaptive bikes that um, can allow a rider to get back on a motorcycle, have a good experience. And I knew about this for a little bit. He had a ride day in Colorado. I wasn't able to go. And then I got a call the week before the Kurt Caselli uh, Foundation ride day at Fox Raceway, and I was more than happy to help out. So uh, 
basically went out to Fox Raceway and just basically helped Davey and the guys over at Moto Demption with about four to five adaptive riders. And I was assigned um, one kid, Anthony, that had a spinal cord injury last year at Mini O's. And it was his first ride back on a motorcycle since his injury. Okay. Um, so it was, it was, pretty, it was a pretty uh, moving experience for me. Um, it, it, was, it was cool to see what Davies created as his nonprofit organization. Everybody's volunteered. No one's getting paid from this nonprofit. This is a fully, like, everything goes back into the business. Um, no one's looking to make money. It, this is just a straight-up, um, a gold star, I have a big heart type of, of nonprofit. And uh, for me, as much as I love dirt bikes, and you know how dangerous our sport is, to see these riders getting to ride a dirt bike again and their eyes and, and the smiles that they have is, is pretty amazing for me. Um, the, so the whole experience for me was learning how to get the rider on and off the bike, some safety measures. I actually got to strap in and ride an adaptive bike just like how those guys would. And that was a really... You did, really? Yeah. So uh, my thighs are still sore from how from tight the they strap yeah, you the in. Strap is, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and so then I met Anthony and his family, and we got Anthony on the bike for the first time. He was a little bit nervous. I mean, I was probably more nervous than him because I wanted to make sure he had a good experience. And, uh, dude, it was really, 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 really cool to see Anthony take off on the bike, and we were hooting and hollering. And, yeah. How, um, how was he? He was uh, – we had one little test run around the parking lot area just to get him familiar with the bike because it's different. You shift with buttons and mm -hmm. has an auto clutch. Um, but dude, he took off, did great. And then we put him on the motocross track. There is a lead rider in front of Anthony and then there's Anthony and then two guys in the back. So, um, we had Connor Olson. He races professional motocross. Yeah. He was the lead guy. And, uh, we kind of warned him about some spots on the track. Anthony went in the rut and he just kind of tipped over, but which freaks me out because we were trained that yeah. morning to how to pick him up. Yeah. But until you pick up a rider on a bike that ha can't help you, it's, it's a whole different thing. I bet. Um, so it took two of us to get him back on the bike, but, uh, we were laughing about it. It's like, he wanted that to get out and that he got it out of the way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, he rode the rest of the time, had a great time. So it well, was, on the it was, line is, uh, is his brother, Dominic, Dominic. Hello. What's Steve. up? What's up, man? Thanks for calling. Well, first off, I want to say thanks to uh, Kiefer, but really I wanted to call to detail a traumatizing experience that I had with a... <laughs> uh, yes, go ahead. So yeah, I, hold yeah. on. Before okay. he's talked about I met Dom at Loretta Lens in 2020, and I'll let him take it from there. Okay. Go ahead, Dom. Well, um, I'll, let me set the stage here. I was 15 in high school. I took a journalism class, mm -hmm. and they said you got to write a paper on a good journalist. Now, I'm thinking, <laughs> now Steve's always bitching about how he's a real journalist, so I should write this paper on Steve and, and say, you know, this is why he's a good journalist. So I was pumped right. on the paper, went to Unadilla, and then I got completely cool guyed by, you know, this was 10 years ago, so you were probably like 65 at this point. Um, <laughs> Ten. I got completely okay. right. cool guyed. How did you get cool guyed, Don? Like, what happened? Give us the play-by-play. I went up to Steve and I was like, you know, this is the paper that I wrote. Um, do you want to read it or whatever? And he basically was like, 
cool and just walked away. I was like, basically, basically <laughs> a, fuck, a big fuck off. Arm, armadillo. <laughs> That's awesome. He fucking armadilloed so hard on you, Dom. Hold, hold on, Dom. Hold on. Like, okay, I'm not disputing that I did that. It sounds like I did. It doesn't but, sound familiar at all. No, but, but Dom, are you dead serious? I could hear I you properly, and you said, I wrote this paper on you. Can you read it? And I still... Did that like he probably was nervous? Like, did you did you elaborate that fact, or was there noise in the background? Was the thirty second card about to, to go sideways? Like, was there no, any way that I didn't hear you say, "Can you read my letter"? No chance. And I didn't say, "Can you read it?" I figured you'd be so excited <laughs> by a, a fan to come up and be like, "Hey, Steve, here's here's a paper I wrote about He's a you." Five. And, it was just done from there. I didn't even get the chance to say, can you read it? You, you said, Steve, you're such a fucking asshole, dude. I, listen, I don't think this happened. No. Here, okay. Are Hold you on, sure Don. you're not getting me mistaken with Anton or 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 or, or, or anybody else? Remember, I've met Weege a thousand times. Yeah. The nicest guy ever. He is. He's a great guy. <laughs> Steve Mathis, terrible person. So, hey. Okay, I mean, so in 2020, Heather, me, Greg... Aiden, we're floating down the river at Loretta's, and we're in the back. It's yeah. quiet, serene, yeah. just chill. I hear, Kiefer. I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, fuck Mathis, and then just kept floating. That's it. And then I got to talk to him, and he kind of told me the story, but I just thought it was awesome that we're in the river, and that's all he had to say. <laughs> Wait, that was Dom? In the that river? was okay, Dom. Right, so I was thinking, was there another one? No. no. Um, like, listen. I can. I have positive interactions with plenty of fans in a year. At times, all of them. Oh my god! So I don't know what happened with this Dom and this letter. This seems. You must have. It wasn't a letter. It was a full-on paper that I wrote for a journalism class about you. Dom, do you still have it by chance? I can look for it. <laughs> if I'll, you I'll can find to... it, can we somehow get that? Because I would love to have this. I'm going to try to find it. I think it's on an old computer. Okay. I'm going to try to. So I mean, like, like, okay, so did I, you just want me to read it? I, I just want me to blow myself while I read it? Like, No, but he wrote know, it about I, you. Well, that's awesome, but did you I, communicate, like, I need you to read this? Like, No, I just was excited about it. I was well, like, okay, so I probably said to you, awesome, man, thanks. Right? No, it's it sounds like a lot of excuses is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm not whole after this experience. After this experience, I had nightmares about cargo shorts. Attacks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So now we know Dom's just this is a ha-ha. Dom's no, not it's serious. not. This is serious. This can't he, be serious, Dom. He told me the same shit three years ago. All right. New poll. <laughs> oh, this is not good for you. Poll people do not oh, like you right I'm now. I'm down with this. Give it to me. You New poll. If you have met Steve oh, at a race, be careful. Well, careful. Listen, and, the, and, the, and guys like Mr. Side could fuck this poll up and whatever. But Gargle if you if you've met Steve at a race, has he been friendly? <laughs> what is Whoa. this? What is this? <laughs> friendly? Uh, what is that? Is, is that a, is that prop? He's trying to sprinkle what some is magic the definition into there. Of friendly in Canada, though, it could be completely different. Well, tell me, Dom. What what should I put? What should be the poll question? The 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 poll question should be: Did Steve cool guy you at the race, <laughs> or 
Or was he nice to you? Have you, you personally if, been victimized? If, cool guy <laughs> no. <Steve>. Arthur Draper. <laughs> it's called Arthur if Draper. If you have met Steve at a race, has he cool guide you? Yes or no? Um, no, because cool guy could be a broad term. That's that's not a that's good one. That's what your friend Dom said in this trap phone call you set me up for. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. My dad had a good – he phrased it good earlier. There's one guy on this show that he's got two sons. My dad's got two kids. One guy on this show tonight, Chris Kiefer, literally picked up one of his sons. The other guy on the show, Steve Mathis, stepped on his other son. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Listen. The, the paper. Hey, Dom, have you been listening to the Pulp Show for a long time? Uh, pretty long, I would say. So how much free entertainment have I given your ass? A lot. A hours and was- hours and hours of entertainment. And what has Chris done for you? Nothing. <laughs> he picked up my brother off the can, ground and can, can you leave. can we run this poll yeah i'm right there right now okay. okay don't say cool guy though just say what you said that last one has he did. been friendly yes yes or no Okay. Yeah, I'll write it just like that. So anyway, I it was it was pretty. It sounds cool. I didn't know great, Anthony and Dom great were related. Great work, Chris. Great work. No, I did not know this. This great. wasn't planned. You get a Noble Prize, I guess. This isn't a Randy Richardson New thing. New poll. Should he get a, no, a no, Noble no. Prize? No. What I'm saying is, I just it was really crazy that Dom popped up last weekend, and I didn't never right. because he looked. Hey. Do you remember me? And I'm like, no, man, I he don't said, remember. I'm the guy who said fuck Mathis. He floating. was like, remember it floating the river, and yeah. immediately I knew who he right, was. Right, right. Uh, but overall, well, the experience it sounds was like really it cool. was a great thing, Chris. Yes. I'm glad you and Dom could have a great time tonight <laughs> shitting on me. Hey, I'm glad we could at least shit on you when I'm around. I shit on you in for, in person. I, all, um, all of that Yamaha LCQ money just that I given away. Look at we're not saying that you're not a nice guy, but you just weren't nice. I think Dom's story's a little off. I feel like there's no reason why he would make up embellish a story. Oh, Dom it's seems a pretty great to be made up. I, I mean, it seems like Dom. Here's how it went, Dom. Oh, you're gonna tell it us yeah. now. How here's it went. how it yeah. went. Okay. Dom's 15 years old, right? Yeah. Right, Dom. You said you were 15 ish. 15. It sounds like whatever you're about to say is probably victim blaming. <laughs> he's 15. He's at Unadilla. He's like, hey, Mathis. I wrote a paper about you uh, as a as a feature journalist or something. Right? I wrote a paper on you uh, for a journalist I admire, and I went, oh. What's up, man? That's cool. Thanks. And then I walked away. I didn't know that the transaction involved more. Dom didn't say, can you read this? Dom didn't hold it up in his in my face, right? Yeah, this I is am a, a shitty media guy. Dom, no you admit that it. you didn't hold it up in my face. You didn't ask me to read it. Those are facts, Your Honor, that have been laid out there. And then I just said thank you and went on with my life. I was not but- asked to read a letter or asked to take the letter. And therefore, in my experience, I was as being as, a, as an adult. Yeah, you look at a fifteen-year-old and you would say, "Okay, maybe he's nervous to talk to me because you're somewhat known in the industry." And if he wrote something on you, I would at least, as an adult, me—I'm not saying you—I would have looked at him like, "Okay, hey, thanks a lot. What was it about?" It's like one question to give him something. You did not even ask him a question. Uh, I'm, Dom, did I ask you a question? I think you just said it was either nice or cool, and that was it. Yeah, simple transaction. I'm a man of few words. (laughs) You know? I'm just saying, if some kid, a 15-year-old, wrote something about me, I would be a little bit curious. That's all. That's it. I was... That's all. (laughs) Dom was waiting on hold for over two hours. (laughs) Right. And I thought he was waiting on hold... 
to talk about his brother and the struggles he's had and how Chris helped him. But, oh, no, Dom is getting his revenge. Good, Dom. Good on you, Dom. Ten years later. Good. I admire Dom. Do you want a T-shirt? Well, whatever. I think that would make me whole at this point. All right. I'm going to give you a T-shirt. Can we get him, like, a swag pack? Yeah, I'll throw some shit in there. Thank and you. then promise me the next time you write a letter about me, you tell me I wrote the letter here. Can you just promise me that, Dom? Yeah, well, I'm gonna. I'll do my best to, to find the, the yes. five pair paper I wrote on. Please do, because uh, this would be. This would do. actually really be cool for, to put in the, the well, studio. I feel like great work, Kiefer, helping yeah. out uh, Anthony. Right? You said Anthony. Anthony, yeah. great work helping out Anthony Kiefer. Oh, not what just, a guy I, you are! No, it's what Moto Demption. It's not me. It's Moto Demption and everything that they're yeah. doing for okay. these guys. All Nothing right. about me. Anthony's right here next to me. If, I think he wants to say thanks to you. If or, that's okay. Yeah, no problem. No. <laughs> hey, buddy. I'd just like to thank you again for picking me off the ground two days uh, ago. Kiefer's the hero here, everybody. We, we, the big we, hero. There we go. No. Yeah, you did good. Yeah, I was really proud of you, man. You did a great job. Like you inspired a lot of people that day, so that was really cool. Thank you very much. That's it. That's that, Steve. See how quick and easy that is? You don't have to be a dick. Yeah, it was quick and easy with Dom. Quick and easy. Thanks, man. <laughs> Gotta go. Uh, Dom, you there? I'm here. Okay, so I'm... <laughs> you can hear it in his voice. We're gonna, we're gonna... He's still fucked <laughs> up, too. <laughs> Dom, we're going to put you on hold. Uh, Town will get your address, your shirt size. I'll send you something. I can make you whole in your life. All right. That Maybe you good. could write him a letter. All right. I'm not going to write you yeah. a letter. I think he needs to read the letter on air. We need him to call in Yeah, because Dom's hilarious. Dom is great. Yeah. Find the letter and uh, don't email me, but email Kiefer with the letter. Yeah, don't email it because you know that's going to get anywhere with Steve. <laughs> He'll just fucking delete it and move on with his life. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, what I'll do is when I get the when I find the letter, then I'll go talk to Kiefer. This way we can get our story straight right. before we talk to you about exactly. it. Exactly. All right. Stay on hold. All right, Dom. Thanks, man. See you guys. Thanks. Thanks, uh, Keeper. Later, brother. Thanks, Dom. <laughs> Fucking Dom's awesome, dude. I was glad I was sitting in I don't on think, that one. That was I, great. I don't think that's a true this story. Is, so you see how dry he is? Yeah. This is how dry he was in the creek when we're floating around. Yeah. He was just telling me this. This was great for me. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. <laughs> Check it out, motorsport.com, or your local dealer. Exciting things coming from Fly Racing, JT. What do you got? Uh, what are you going to drop on us? Well, you know. You know. I know. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, after, the, after the show, tell me. That's why um, we're on the so, same page. Dom says he wrote a letter 10 years ago about his favorite journalist, in, in, and it was me. And he okay. said at the races at Unadilla, he came up to me, and he was like, hey, I wrote a letter about you. And it was I, an essay. An essay about you because you're my favorite journalist. And he says, I just went... Okay, cool. Thanks, man. And I walked away. Does that sound yeah, like that was, me? That's totally what you would do. <laughs> I need a poll on JT. We need another poll. It's bullshit. All right. Hey, that's what you do. No, it's not. Yes, no, it's not. This is what you no, do. I'm a busy guy sometimes. You are, and there's no doubt about it. And you're a, you're a giving person, Thank but you. the times that you're not, it's pretty bad. <laughs> the average fan interaction is not your thing. What's the, right What's the poll at right now? What's the poll at right now? 29 votes, uh, 52% for nice guy, 48% for not friendly. Oh, wow. It's that close. It's well, I, I, w I will, say, I will say that after our uh, 
the fly racing radio show we do at the at Supercross, uh-huh. you are very you are very gracious to fans after that show. Yes, yeah, uh, JT is not. JT is one what? of the first ones <laughs> out of there. Yes, <laughs> on those on those live shows. I have a lot going on, so it's not it's not because I don't want to talk to anybody. I mm-hmm. gotta go. Well, Run a poll. New poll for JT. New poll. <laughs> poll. Poll on JT. <laughs> Hold on, Keeper. You're not even talking about the right thing. I'm talking about at the races. Oh, okay. At the races. What are you thinking about? Not live shows. Oh, the live, live shows. shows. Yeah. Live shows are past his bedtime. Yeah, he's out. He's out. He's, he's got to go. Uh, JT. Yeah, seriously. Roxon and Fly, where are we at? Uh, I don't know of anything that's happened. Um, I mean, we, we definitely yep. have been in discussions with them. Okay. Uh, but as far as I know, nothing has come to fruition and on any front there. So Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I would assume he has he had several offers, um, and and I believe that we were one of those. So you're not it's not looking positive as far as it happening. Well, I think with everybody, it's just we don't know a lot. You know, I, I think Kenny is enjoying the uncertainty from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we certainly try to make the best offer possible, and then it's up to Kenny and his team uh, as to how they see his future. So um, I think anybody would be fortunate to have Ken Roxon representing their brand or team or, you know, what in, in any capacity. Um, I think that's pretty, pretty we- easy to figure out. It so. would be weird to see him in anything other Dude, than Fox. That's weird. for sure. That would be weird. Weird. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think he's going to do the HEP deal. We all agree, JT, that he can win. Uh, you Do you agree with us or do you think that he can't win? Oh, I think he can win races. Right. No question. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah so yeah. you're on you're on our page. Okay. For sure. I, I didn't know yeah. where you were at, but that's what I figured. So, um, I do think it'll be tough, though. I think I think he's pretty far behind the. I, I think if he went to Firepower Honda, he, that would be the path of least resistance as far as being prepared. Mm-hmm. I don't know if resource wise that would be the easiest path, but I think if he goes to, if he does the Hep Suzuki deal. Like he's got to start. I don't want to say start from zero because he's already ridden the bike, but yeah, I mean, pretty close. It's hard to pretty see close. him being ready for uh, being peak Ken Roxon at A one if he starts right now. I agree. I agree. That's that's really challenging. And for anyone, well, I guess if he if he continues to wear Fox and stays there, that's even for them. They have a lot to work through with marketing materials if he does you know he's obviously changing teams so you have to get everything like photo shoots and everything done if he were to end up wearing fly racing that's challenging as well like we have to do we need to measure him and and build gear to his tastes and specifications mm-hmm. and go through that whole process like there's a lot and it's really late i mean it's december like we're a month away <laughs> yeah. that is not a lot of time no if it was if it was three or four years ago it would be a lot easier to get something done that quickly that's not the case anymore. I'll be interested to see what, uh, what it, happens. It's been really interesting. The entire the entire process uh, on our end has been interesting, and I we're very fortunate to even be in the conversation. Um, I, I think had this been several years ago, I don't think Kenny or Steve Aspen or anybody associated with it would have given us an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So. Um, if nothing else, it's just another stepping stone towards where we want to be as a brand. That brings me to my next thing that I was going to talk to you about. Uh, so obviously we know about Ken Roxon not being happy about a uh, – well, Ken Roxon's agent, Steve Astefan, not being happy about Kenny not getting drug tested over in Australia. 
Uh, he did take the test, which you can't refuse a test. If you refuse a test, it's the same as failing. And then you know Steve better than I do. He's a Chad Reed agent forever. Yeah. You know yep. Steve very well. I know him a little bit. That interview he gave Racer X was insane. <laughs> that was insane. Insane, right? <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to use the word insane. For okay. Sure. What word would you use? I don't know. I think, you know, no, I think Steve just got in a situation where he was really uncomfortable with the way things went down. Um, I don't necessarily think he was entirely in the right, you know, and then it's, it's always challenging when you're speaking off the cuff and you don't get to prepare statements. So did everything come across exactly the way he wanted it to? I would say probably not. I think that's fair to assume. But in the end, I don't think they were trying to do anything nefarious. And you always wonder, you know, people ask why everybody wants to have pre-written statements to come out. I think when interviews go sideways and you don't exactly have it come out the way you want, that's your reasoning why. That's why people are like, no, we'll just we'll put out a press release because you get to comb over every word and there's never any room for interpretation. It's, it's short and sweet and to the point. Anytime you try to expound on anything, it's yeah, it, it can go sideways. I just, just, you know, he got a lot of money to go to two races, and he's saying he didn't know there'd be an FIM series, and FIM it was out of it was out of competition. This is this is an FIM series. He called it a off season races. It's strange. It, it, yeah, the whole thing, I mean, like, don't, don't, what, do you, I, Steve? You you took the, these these people's money. <laughs> And you just know nothing about the race, like nothing, really? I, yeah, I don't. I don't really have an answer to that because it, all along it's been. I mean, that was the whole FIM thing. Is it? You know, they they must have said World Championship eight hundred and fifty times at Cardiff. Yeah, minimum. You know. Yeah. So I I don't I can't speak for Steve. I don't know what he did know or didn't know. But yeah, I think I would have guessed everybody involved knew that you know FIM and WADA and all those things were. Subject to you know, and I and I and I know from talking to people close to the situation, Ken's pill bottle was labeled because they were able to take a look at the ingredients and Google it. Steve said there's yeah. unlabeled there's pills in an unlabeled bottle. Like, hold on, Steve, Steve, you're representing Kenny here, right? You're not going after him because, again, it, it you know it's immune system stuff is from what I've been told. Like, I just like Steve, stop talking. Well, and, yeah, and, I mean Steve. Steve will vehemently defend his guy. That is a fact. I've seen him do it for multiple mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. And I just don't think he got that one right. You know, I think his heart was in the right place. He was trying to defend Kenny and make sure that nothing was out of line. But I think in this case, they had every right to test him. You know, this, this what they would call a World Supercross Championship. Do I believe it's, you know, the ultimate championship? No. But... I understand the, what the rules say. The rules say it's you know FIM, and you're you're subject to anything that comes along with that. I just yeah. think it's weird, like out of competition supplements. Like, what is that? Like, I don't understand that. Well, I think I think he thought it was like a like an outlaw race, which I don't know where that thought would come from. <laughs> but that to me, I mean, is that is that how you guys read it too? Like, yeah, it would be yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He if just you went, if you went to like a local fair race, Montreal, yeah. Montreal, yeah, he. Like, that would be kind of how I thought he approached it, but that's not that's not what this is at all. I and I heard from good people that when Kenny agreed to the deal, he had no idea he had to be on a team. 
like Steve didn't know that or explain that or I mean that's not rock. And I, I think in the early days that's probably true. I mean when Ken, remember when Kenny rumors of Kenny signing this deal came out, we didn't know much. There yeah. were not a lot of details out there like the structure, how this was working. I didn't even know who Rick Ware was. You know, like there was so much that I didn't know at that time. So I, I can understand that then, but to all the lead up and all the press releases and all the build up, you would have thought that that would have gotten ironed out at some point. I just, uh, I, if I'm Ken and it was a great Cor- read, Courtney, I am like Steve. Oh my God. Like, you know, yeah. So, and so, uh, another media was, head scratching. Give you that. Another media source said that KTM passed on Kenny because of he wouldn't take the test, which he did take the test. And all KTM would need to do is make one phone call, Roger, to anybody at the FIM who he knows as his buddies and find out what was happening. And they, I, where does this stuff come from nowadays? Like, where does, where does something like that even happen? YouTube. I mean, I feel like I'm plugged into what's going on. I've, I have some close sources to this situation, and I've never heard that. I, I not once. Nobody's mentioned you know, and, that. And, and obviously, with us wanting to retain Kenny services, we were given some insight as to what potential options were because that's obviously a huge part. You know, right. if we need to kind of know. We don't have to know the full answers, but we need to know what's possible. Um, and I, I can say I never was told that. Whether it was true or not, I right. can't say. But yeah. we were never told that. That. Red Bull KTM was an option. There was some talk of trying to do something with TLD, uh, even wearing Fox. You know, Red Bull, t- like, but it never went anywhere. It wasn't, you know, they didn't, nobody passed on them because of a drug test. I just, I don't know where And that's stuff what I'm saying. Like, from. it wasn't presented to us no. as a real option. No, right? so no, I don't think it ever was. That's all I can attest to. Hmm. It's just crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know where this stuff comes from. It's, uh, yeah, YouTube, right? I guess, uh, you know, I, you just... I mean, I mean, all you have to do is hear one rumor. Like, if you're hearing that TLD was even in the mix, people will run with that. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, this, that's what YouTube is. They just run with whatever. Goes on vital. That starts a shitstorm. Then it just flows yeah, downhill. Yeah. I mean, I heard about the – I've said this on Twitter, and I, I heard that Kenny didn't take the test like two or three days after the race. I'm like, oh, he – that's – first of all – I mean, you can't not take that's Well, that's worse. what I mean. Yeah. Like, logically, you can't – Refuse a test. It is the same as failure. Yeah. So knowing that, knowing the FIM doesn't fool around. You just look at Brock Tickle, Kay Clayson, James, any of these other guys. So you know they, they mean business. You know you can't refuse a test. I was immediately skeptical, but I had to fool. I had to ask because I was told he didn't take the test. I took. I talked to two people close to the situation. They're like, nope, he did take the test. Okay, and knowing that he has to take, he can't refuse it. I'm like, you know, to me. My sources were really good, and I'm like, okay, nothing there. He took a test. Was Steve yelling at people and freaking out? Yes. Every, both people told me that. Steve was not very professional, yelling at random WADA drug testing people who don't know Ken Roxon from, you right, know, right. Michael Jackson, right? They're just there to collect. What do they care? They right. don't care. And they're just there to collect pee, right? That's it. And Steve was yeah. apparently yelling at these people. And they're like. I mean, these people tested Lance Armstrong like. 100 times a year you know i think yeah. could care less who they're testing no no so i did hear all of that but but that doesn't mean just because steve was out of line doesn't mean kenny didn't take the test and he did and i went and i so i didn't even report it why would i report that kenny took the test like of course right. he took the test there was random testing and he yeah and he took it right because i think they tested 
two or three podium guys and they pulled another random guy. That's what I heard. So anyway, so yeah, it was uh, quite a story there for a little so bit. So we don't know if he passed or not because that won't come out for a bit. It won't come out for a bit, yeah. yeah. We will assume he did. Uh, I heard the drugs in the unmarked pill bottle were actually marked and they were for his immune system. He takes drugs that like cancer people take mm-hmm. to help the immune system because what that's how bad he's from his surgeries. Wow. So yeah, he does take that stuff. He's on a lot of stuff, right? Um, but nothing illegal and, and everything else, so. What a story that I mean, the, was. The not, the not taking the test was really the story, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Once you take the test, then you're subject to it just like everybody else. But yeah, yeah. The, the not taking it was, was the – that was the hot story. And it, I, I, just, I think it was incorrect. I would say that's fair. Yeah. I mean, again, was I in the room when Kenny pissed in the bottle? No. But neither were the people who said he didn't piss in the yeah. bottle. So, you know, uh, if you just go logically, it makes sense that he took the test. So – uh, all right, what's the poll at right now? What are we at? Please hold. Okay. What's the poll on the dirty bike, too? You're going to lose that. Yeah, you're losing that one bad. Yep. Bad. Thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, friendly or not, it's still at 50-50. 50-50. Yeah, it's gone uh, up and down a little bit, but it's 50%, 50% of those people are jackasses. <laughs> and that's out of 112 votes. 112 votes, okay. Uh, dirty bike, 61% say dirty out of 371 oh, gaining votes. momentum. So yeah. the friendly one is what? 50? 50-50. Mm. Yeah. Still, still not a... Listen, a I take photos there. and meet people yes. every single weekend. I talk to people. I bro them down. Yep. That was I've the 50%. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it all, but that's what I'm saying. You're right. you have no problem sharing everything. Like you're a friendly guy, you help people, all of that, right? Uh, but when you do, or when you don't do something, it's almost as bad as when you how much you do help. Well, it's the same. I hope JT doesn't help you at all for life swap. <laughs> is, is JT it? Dallas Supercross is the week of life swap, and uh, oh wow! So keep you guys are really be- doing this. Keeper is filling my role. So, I, you, no, know, you know, the last has, time I sent him to a race, he, JT. He's, he's doing what? He's filling my role. Okay. <laughs> the last time I sent him to a race. That's my kind of humor. That's what yeah, I'm here I for. Know, I know. I know where he was going. <laughs> the last time I sent him to a race, JT, he interviewed dudes who didn't make the Triple Crown as his post-race Yeah, podcast. that's interesting. He just was like, hey, man, Lane Shaw, how's it going? You didn't make the Fast 22. <laughs> hey. <laughs> So who's the guy in the van that drives the van it. all the time? Your guy, you love him. What travels in the van, sleeps in the van. Nagy, Nagy. I met Nagy through that. Awesome guy. I can I can promise you, if you came over and tried to talk to me after I didn't make it, it wouldn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, JT. Thanks for calling in. Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. Big things coming from Fly Racing. Big. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're going to knock that little company that you deal with right out of the water. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, easy. Oh, yeah. Easy. Well, I had to give it to Kiefer. He changed <laughs> yeah. his shirt for the show uh, for today. They're doing a great job. They are. We know. All right. Thanks, JT. All right. See you guys. See Later. You. That's Jason Thomas, everybody. Hey, I got a question on that poll. Yeah. Which poll, sir? So, the friendly. Oh, yeah. The friendly poll. Yeah. So, <laughs> normally, if you have a bad outing outing or yeah. you know you have a bad experience like yelp or something you're mm-hmm. mo- way more likely yeah to go on that yeah because you, but, if you're nice and if you're so that could actually lean his in his favor because then maybe if it, if you're you know happy with the experience and you're not likely objection maybe objection with the reviews i would say that those are unsolicited so yes people are more uh are they bots 
they'll go on there and do it because they're upset. But this one, we are soliciting the votes, so I think you're uh, more likely to get an even score there. Okay. Uh, y'all, you're going to help 50 people, and out of those 50 people, you'll get more, like, you did shitty versus you did good because you're expected to be good, right? Well, right. I mean, you, listen, I don't expect to, this the poll, that the nice guy poll to be, you know, 90-10 because, like, everyone's in, idea of an interaction is, you know, I'm busy at the races. So when I'm running around trying to get post-race audio and I'm sitting there and I see uh, Ken Roxon walking away when I could go talk to him, but this other fan wants to talk to me about the Toronto Maple Leafs or Pookie or Basset Hounds, I do talk to them, but at the end of time... I always tell these, I'm like, hey, I got to go. I've told people, hey, I got to go. Like, because now is the time where I need to interview yep. riders about this night. And when I interview riders about their night, it helps with the show out. It helps my post-race reviews, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. So sometimes I'll tell people, like, hey, I got to go, man. Like, nice nice to meet you. Thank you. I got to go. And But that could piss people off when I yep. feel like I'm doing it the nicest possible way. I, I have no problem with right. that. Now, I, I guarantee you if we ran the poll for Mr. Side, it would be 90% he was a jerk. I doubt that. What if there was a monster girl nearby or a wife? Oh, then he's not talking to anybody. That's what I mean. Yeah, he's a jerk then. Right, that's what I mean. Do his head nod you. Head nod. Yep. And that's Out. it. Just just go on. Yep. So, um, listen, I don't even know if... Uh-oh. <sighs> oh, boy. Here's the Michelin read, all right? Michelinman.com forward slash motorcycle. Why are you so bummed out about it? Because uh, our guy, Randy, <laughs> yeah. we, we love FMIP, yeah. right? Yeah. They got sand, mud, medium, soft, medium. I got Starcross 6s on my bike. I really like the front. It's an improvement over the Starcross 5. You've actually told this off of air, too. I did. I, yeah. I think it's a better tire than the 5, the yep. front is. I, I a Rear on a 450, I don't notice that right. much. I'm okay. not probably like you, like good enough to notice. But You the better front, learn because livestock are going to have to learn. Right. But, you know, there was this whole Michelin scoop, scoop. controversy for the World Vets. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes. And I made it right. Yes, you did. I made it right. Yes, you did. And I have not seen... And okay, so... Oh, The really? man... Really? The man who makes a production out of everything... Mm. Has not made a production... Out of what you did. Out of what I did. Did he get it? Yes. And he didn't know it was from me. But then I informed him. Okay. And that was a while ago. Mm-hmm. And there's been no production. Wow. This is riveting. And, you know, so... Were you hoping for some kind of production on this one? Well, don't you feel like, you know, the amount of money that I spent to make this right? You, you would expect something. And he took the lovely Brooke with the sushi gift card mm-hmm. when I really wanted him to take Robbie so I can get one of the Robbie's bikes. Mm. So, so I, he double... Kinda. Yeah, right. I really wanted Robbie to get the free sushi, mm-hmm. therefore I can get the Kajiva. <laughs> okay. That the is that the one that runs or the one that doesn't? Well, gonna, I'm trying to get the I one that runs. I'm trying to, well, I'm, Robbie I'm, was all over the place, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he was, was all over the place. I'm trying to get you by my Alta. One at a time, all right? Oh, okay. I got right. I got Mr. Sides Yamaha coming. All right. All right. I got a Kajiva, I hope, coming. You're going to need a bigger garage. Listen, Michelin's great. Michelin's awesome. I don't want to take... It's not so much the Michelin thing. It's more of a Randy problem. It's it's a Randy problem. Yes. So 11% more durability than the previous generation. <laughs> you know? 16% more traction. Right. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Michelin's not cross Michelin, six. yeah. Get some. Just not going to make a production out of it. I'm just not going to, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was good. I like that. 
Wisco Pistons as well. Two-stroke, four-stroke Pistons. They support the uh, Club MX team. Factory Honda as well. Uh, Wisco is a variety of Pistons from reliable forge replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. Wisco's even expanded that line now through the USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, Garage Buddy rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, and more. Wisco.com to find products for your machine uh, or go to uh, uh, Pulp Mech Show sponsor deals. What's wrong? Uh, excuse me, line one. Uh, Mr. Richardson's on the phone. <laughs> line one. <laughs> he's, no, he's, it's too late for him, I guess. Uh, so Wisco is proud to bring, pleased to bring you our next guest. This gentleman uh, has won... Did he win? He's currently my favorite um, cast member on a show that I'm watching. Yeah, we got to talk to him about that. Did he? Uh, he's gonna hate me. Oh boy! About this, you're gonna get yelled at. Okay, he won 125 Supercross. He won 450 Supercross. He won. He never won. Did he win 250 GPS? Yes. He did. I thought he did. I should know this, and that's what I'm going to ask him, and then he's going to get all mad at me. He's going to get mad. He's going to get mad at me. Yeah. David Villeman, brought to you by Wiseco. Wiseco.com. Coming up on the show, 702-586-7857. We're talk to Eric Phipps or myself. Uh, we're talking to our buddy, Le Cobra. Now he's not going to answer because he heard you. He's pissed. <sighs> Hello. Bonjour. Bonjour. Hello. Come Bonjour. On, come on, ça va. Are you there? Hold on a second. Oh, Hello. Hello. Okay, back here. David Villeman on the Pulp Mix Show. Hello. Bonjour. Can, Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Bonjour. Yeah, I know. My, my headphones are not working for some reason. I don't know why. Can we just announce him as Mr. Reality of Speed, DV? Oh, boy. So, uh, you already stopped. <laughs> you know, I wanted to be nice tonight, and then you already freaking start, and I and I have faith in you, Kifra, that will not get pissed at you tonight. I told him, DV, that you you had to clear the co-host with yeah. me, and Kiefer was fine. I'm fine. I'm no. Yeah, Kiefer is always fine. Yeah, thank unless you. he show up with the one, uh, big ball 125, but right. yeah, otherwise right. it's fine. But reality is speed, DV. So honestly, though, okay. Uh, Colton, uh, Colton, no, Christian no, Craig, you, you can't, Christian Craig, you can't greet me like that. <laughs> Let's greet him with the Ask him the question. Okay, first. okay. So hold on. You can't start with me like that, dude. Okay. Come I'll on. get into it in a little bit here. All right. So DV, forgive me if I'm, I was introducing you on the show and I couldn't remember if you had won 250 outdoor GPs in your career. Yes. Thank you. Okay. I, I, I got actually, that. I won, actually, I don't know how many I won. I think I won four. Oh, shit. Three, okay. Three yeah. or four. And I, I got DQ'd once. And I didn't win. So I don't know. I remember I won my first one in Greece. 99. I only raced one year. So Greece, right. I won. I won um, France, uh, Saint Jean d'Angeli. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe only two then. So and I won in uh, Czech Republic, but I got GQ'd. Uh, what you do? I got a, a, a minute penalty, second moto, because my bike was too loud. Oh. Uh, and I get maybe second or third overall instead of winning the GP. So the only thing you didn't win, literally in your career, was a 125 US national. You never raced them, but that's the only thing you never. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't have won one right. because right. Yeah. But that's the only thing you're missing from winning everything on both sides of the Atlantic. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I guess five hundred so. GPs, but they weren't. Even, they were done by then. Anyway. Yeah. So. All right. So, uh, you're working with Marvin Muscan, but first of all, Seth Rarick and Christian Craig have been texting me about reality of speed, and then Kiefer came over today. And now that we buttered him up by saying, yeah, now greetings. we're gonna get it. Kiefer go. came over and started talking about reality speed. Is this, is this somewhere recently? Because why would it's Craig... posted on YouTube now recently? Oh, so Craig, Rarick, and you brought it. Literally, I haven't heard about reality speed with DV or anybody forever. And then in the span of one week, three people have mentioned it to me. Yeah, no, because somebody posted on uh, okay. vital. on uh, vital, uh, vital, everybody, everybody like. Uh, once a year, every two years, somebody posts something and that comes back. Okay. But, you know, but that's the only thing I get remembered uh, from is very speed or good, ri- uh, good writing. Uh, <laughs> only the crappy things. Only cra- the, the good things are done, nobody remember. Only like the shitty stuff. No, because know? I bring up Phoenix all the time when you come in here. Yeah, and I'm over Phoenix also. Okay, but I do bring it up. But, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but so, biggest regret, DV, signing with Buku of your career? No, 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 no. It's not a regret because at that at that point, um, I thought that was the best thing for me. So it was Supercross only, which was new, kind of new mm-hmm. then. Yep. And um, uh, and that, the in my head, it'd be two years and done retirement. So oh six or seven and then i'll be done at 30 years old mm-hmm. i was done but um when uh, i was excited actually i would i nobody put a gun on my head to sign the deal so it didn't work out it didn't work out you know sometimes right. stuff don't work out you know right. uh baker mayfield's gonna get released or is getting released from the panthers you know so yep. didn't work out um but i love at that time, I thought it was the best thing for me. It was good money. It was easier schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like, um, you know, the last two years and tried to do something like that. And what people don't understand is I, I wasn't, um, it's not like I did not have a deal. I turned down. Uh, I just moved a yeah, couple yeah, months. Yamaha months wanted ago. you, right? Yamaha wanted you back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I moved a few months ago and I, I went to boxes and I have a filing cabinet. And I found the offer for 2006 that i never signed mm-hmm. i have it i still have it so i could have stayed uh so at that point i thought it was the best thing for me to do that it was a two-year deal instead of one it was uh, two times the money and um and uh and that's it yeah. it worked out no uh, i remember end of, I mean... end of story i rebounded uh with uh uh yamaha at 450 National, uh, I got a top privateer. Uh, yeah, Motor World. I signed with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I remember talking to you. Down. I remember talking to you at Glen Helen, and we're like, "Why don't? Why are you leaving?" And you're like, "To me in Gothic, I, I can." Rem- you were sitting on the tailgate of your truck with the white box fan there, and you were like, "You guys, it's double the money, half the work." <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, guess I, so, yeah. we're like, I guess, like, we get it. But the, you, you were yelling at it, Gothic and I. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I wanted to work. I wanted it to work. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, um, but that's it. It's, it's, you know, 
Well, a bump on the road, I guess. And I had it's, uh, I had a so shitty good. business dealing with Michael Holligan also, so I can I can relate. So, I, I, it was the same. Is way. he still around? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. The reality show was definitely not a great thing for sure, and you know how those guys can make you look. But but you know. no, but people loved it. They did. You know? They did love and, it. And I, I was too too much DV. I was too much French, too much DV, <laughs> and, and you know and. You know, it made for good TV. A lot of people to this day still talk about it. Oh, about yeah. all they loved it. And then, uh, so I guess something was uh, was good, you know. But we, we, I, I told I told Steve that today when I came and I go, I, I never got to watch it, so I just caught up on all this just recently. We would DVR it and all watch it at Yamaha and uh-huh. reconvene at the shop uh-huh. in the next day and have a, have a field have day. Have a field day on the reality <laughs> speed and DV. We loved it. Uh I honestly think if it was in today's age, it would still hold up because it was it was interesting, you know. Like even for a guy that's in the sport, I like think, I think the the concept is great. Yeah, you know, I think uh, uh, it's good to be. Uh, it was on TV, um, you know. I think the concept is uh, uh, was ahead of its time, and uh, and it could be good uh, even today. It'd be great today with the the platform we have and. Uh, um, it could be great to follow a race team around and and get in the inside of it. Right now, we know what's going on kind of from the outside, and you guys kind of speculate on what's going on on the inside, but mm-hmm. you're not 100% sure. Right. You got sources, you don't really know. But let's say you have something like uh, uh, you take star racing, for example, because there's a lot of stuff going on, two teams, you know, like a lot of, a lot of riders. and Deegans. You put like a, yeah. uh, some, yeah, the Deegans and... Think about like having a reality show like every week. Like people would watch it, you know. Like, oh, hundred uh, percent. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think uh, the, the concept is very good, and uh, um, somebody should do it. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. We should. We should. Kiefer Inc. Testing should do it. Yeah. Uh, do it. How's How's it going with Marvin? You're working with Marvin Muskan again. Uh, how's it going? Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, just getting ready. Kind of. Uh, you know, he's he's gonna. He's going to be a dad in 10 days. He's going to be uh, 33 in a few weeks. So, you know, it's uh, it, it can be complicated. It's going to be complicated a little bit. Mm-hmm. But he's riding well. He's always been riding good. And then mm-hmm. we try to uh, to make the best of it. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's riding really well. I'm really happy. I'm, good. Um, and then the it's he's a easy guy to work with, you know. So he's, he's, he's old, but he doesn't have the, the state of mind of an old rider. Mm-hmm. More like of a, when he's at the track or working, it's like he's 22 years old. He's still young, you know, like, um, so it's pretty interesting. It's going well, good, smoothly. Don't, uh, so that's, that's pretty good. Let me ask you something, DB. You're the perfect guy to ask this. Um, everyone's talking about the bike and the whoops. And, you know, obviously we know Marv um, is maybe not the best in the whoops. But do you think it is the bike more so than the riders? Or do you has that been talked about? Where, where are we at with the new bike and the frame and all these things in your eyes? I don't know if I'm the one that I might not be the best uh, guy to answer this because I'm kind of uh, I'm halfway inside, halfway outside of it. Um, but, yeah, you know. Today, the, the 
the East guys, um, the Bakers guy were at the track and, uh, you know, even Marv, like, whoops were fine. You know, like, uh, uh, Malcolm and Christian, obviously they're good. They were good. And Marvin has been, uh, in my eyes, been improving. So he's, he's been really fast at the track. Uh, um, it's, it seems fine. Um, I think it was more like, uh, I, I did not really like the bike, uh, uh, when Coop was um, uh, was champion the second time, mm-hmm. I don't think the bike was very good in the wolves. Like, oh, his setup, uh, he made it work somehow. Um, but um, I think it's it's whoops, it's it's uh, it's a lot that has to do with the rider, though. You know, you can you can give uh, Christian Craig or whatever bike you want. Uh, you, you can give him Mattis' bike that's in, it's in his garage right now. He's going to go through the woods fine. It's not you even know, dirty. He doesn't need, he doesn't need, he doesn't need, did you wash it? Yeah. No. I heard, I heard you don't wash your bike. It's no, not, no, it's no, fucked, it's, it's not, it's fine. Yeah, um, I heard so you're, you're, you're the, a slob with your bikes. Yes. The only thing that I would say, DV, I generally agree with you on a lot of things is, you know, I was just in Paris. The whoops were big, and both Coop and Marv were off the pace compared to the other three no, guys. No, but they're, they're not good. They're, they're not as good as the two two other guys. That's it. I think you, you put a Kenny on a Coop's bike, you'd be fine. Okay. You know, it's look at the entrance. You only have to look at the first two whoops, mm-hmm. and then you look at where the front wheel hit the first whoops, and where is the real wheel hits the first whoop on. Uh, either Tomac and Roxanne, where they were the two best ones, or even Brighton, that was very good too. Yep. yep. And then you look at um, the other guys, and you you look at where they hit the whoops the first ones. And that's not the bike right there. It's not. You know, a whoop is uh, is kind of steep and round on top, right? Mm-hmm. So if you hit the you both wheels where the the whoops are steep, the bike's going to stop and it's going to go up and down. It's going to rock. It has to. But if you get in and you get on top with the speed, the technique, your legs, and then you bring the bike up to hit with your wheels when the the whoops are flatter, it's like going on a straight line. It's easy. It's just the fact of having the technique to commit with the speed and do like a... a you see what they do? They they do like a bunny hop, like a mm-hmm. BMX thing, just yeah, before they... it to get on top. Like if you you do that, you can have whatever bike. You know, you can have Jessica Patterson uh, uh, 250RMZ with no helmet, with no and helmet and flip flops, right? Yeah, and then it's be good, <laughs> right? Do you right. understand? Yeah, you I know, get it. So... No, no, I understand it. Well, we we even we yeah. Steve and I are on a group message with with Christian, and we just asked him straight up, "How is it?" And he said, "Look." I have no problem. It's no problem. He says yeah. he's, you, he's fine. Yeah. Listen, you, you can give him but, any bike yeah. out of the crate, uh, out of the stock suspension, he's going to go through the roof just fine. Yeah, I think because Christian isn't, rider, isn't a great. He, Christian is. I've, a, yeah. I've done it. I've done it 20 years ago. I, I've went through the roofs with a stock bike. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to race it, but you can go through <laughs> it just fine. I mean, tennis shoes you and know, no helmet. It's been done. Yes, it's been done. That picture's great. Um, I, I've done it with, the, with the, yeah, no gear with right. a, a girl's bike. 
know. Yeah. So Jessica's bike. Can, can we get can we get DV work with Aiden? He needs it because Aiden just skip a whoop right there. Skip the whoop and broke his wrist. Yeah, that's not Look, good. Uh, did he get hurt? Yeah, he broke his scaphoid. Scaphoid. Oh, that's a that's a bad bone to break. Yeah. But look at um, uh, I don't watch any of uh, uh, I don't listen to podcasts, I don't watch videos. But I was uh, kind of like uh, browsing um, Instagram, and I um, I got a clip from uh, Gypsy Tales. I don't know if uh, I, I I can mention it on this show, but. A clip of uh, Gypsy Tales and uh, Dean Wilson. It was a clip about um, uh, him talking about Baker's Factory and Julie Swall. I don't know if you've seen that. I that didn't clip. know. No. Okay. Uh, you should look at it. And people uh, listening, I'm sure I've, I've seen it go through, uh, like, uh, go by on social media. And he um, said, like, he, it's all about, like, the training. You know, st uh, and Gene said it. They were doing laps, doing laps, doing laps, and he felt bad for Julique because he was struggling in the hoops, but he was doing only motos. He never worked on on doing like uh, a week only technique whoops and and mm -hmm. maybe like all those things uh, because they wanted to do the laps in, laps in, laps in. And I think it's 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 like that. Just, Just uh, yeah. learn the proper technique. Go through it. Have somebody that knows what he's talking about that explain to you how to do it and what it has to be done and do some videos and show other guys what they do. And yeah. uh, the, the the guys like, uh, let's say we take Marv. It's my guy. Uh, you take Marv out of Paris was not as good as uh, Roxton and Tomac. And you can see uh, there's there's a video shot on Instagram too. There's, a, there's three it's a story or a reel or something with the, the three guys. There's uh, Tomac, Roxanne, and Marvin. And then if you look at it, you see exactly why. And that's not the bike. It's just Ryder. Yeah, he's not on top and of it, right? It's, yeah. It's, it, and then if you want to be better in hoops, just stop doing laps. Just yeah. work on the one yeah. section at a time and, and, and understand what you're supposed to be doing. You can watch the best one. Don't watch Bubba because he's... It's maybe the best, but that's <laughs> right. not a good example. Yeah. Uh, but watch other guys. Watch uh, uh, Sexton. Watch yeah. Roxon. Yeah, we, um, we just had Brownie on here, and I said the same thing. I don't understand how Jaleek can be bad at whoops. It seems physically impossible when you're on a factory bike with factory suspension people and whoop pads at yeah, the Baker's factory. The factory, just, the you know. factory bike don't make you good. No, 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 but I'm just saying like – this is don't and, don't feed this to your listeners. Don't feed this bullshit. No, what I'm this saying is fake news. This is fake news. Don't. It's not because you jump on the factory bike you're going to go through the world. Well, you didn't it's let me finish not. the rest of the sentence. It's 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 the suspension people, the bike, the whoop pads, the Mike Brown facility, facility. Like you should just do whoops all day long. No, but I understand. But yeah. some people have a block. You know, it's tough. I'm working with Marvin, so obviously everybody knows that's his weakness, uh, and he's already—he knows. You don't have to tell him; he knows. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and there's this block where you got—you uh, know—whoops are dangerous, so you cannot go and and pin it and see what happens because you're gonna eat shit. Mm -hmm. You have to understand what to do, so you have to go slow. You know, sometimes you have to to uh, to work on them like backwards. 
because it is your backwards. So you kind of have the feel of going backwards and see. That's what I did with Dylan for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought when I started with working with him, he was sketching the wolves. He was not scared, but he, he was very sketchy. I'm, and I'm like, you're going to eat shit if you keep doing this. Don't do that. <laughs> so what I did is I said, you know what? We're going to do uh, something different. We're going to go backwards. You know, you're going to find the, the timing and the technique with your feet, where to hit the, the height of... Uh, um, how you have to hit hit them and backwards, they they way safer. So we worked like this at the beginning just to find the timing, and you can it's way easier. And then when you're ready, and then you can kind of understand how it works, then you can go, you know, the right way. But it, it's don't I've seen I read some uh, message board like uh, vital and stuff like this, and. Um, Everybody says, oh, yeah, factory bike, factory suspension, factory this. It's not. There's nothing to do with it. It's just uh, it's just rider, like how to feel and what to do. If if the rider come from amateur, never blissed whoops, supercross whoops, um, it's not because he's going to go in fast. Uh, going fast is like uh, everybody's, everybody's going to say that. Like, uh, oh, yeah, just commit. No, it's not about commitment. It's about how, where to put your front wheel, where to put your rear wheel, where to put your your feet, and then also some riders nowadays, which I don't like, they don't ride with the the clutch. Uh, you, you see, Roxanne, uh, he goes to the was very good, but his hand is closed on the balls. He doesn't doesn't even have a, uh, he doesn't even have like a finger on his clutch which I don't really like that because you're not really in control. Right. If something happens, you can't really, uh, uh, it's not very safe. If you're good, if, uh, if you're good and nothing happened, it's fine. But if something happened or you want to um, change something or get a, a squat the bike down, uh, or if you get out of control, if you don't have the finger on the clutch, it's tough to be safe and to control it. Um, so, there's a lot of good guys. Blister was very good with end on the balls, which is it's okay because they're good. But if you're not that good, it's maybe not a good idea to do. Yeah, I didn't but think about all this stuff. All, all this stuff, you, you have to work <laughs> on it and, and get the feel of it. I was talking to Brayton uh, about whoops. I think in Paris, maybe somewhere else. And he, I didn't really think about it, but he's like, oh, no, like, I, I use that clutch, and I'm pulling the clutch. Yeah, you have to modulate it with Modulate it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, I know you have to. your finger on it, yep. but he goes, oh, no, I'm I'm going in and out in the course of a whoops. I'm like, really? Because I just thought it was about finding your throttle, making sure your front end hit. No, and, because yeah. if, if, if you're good, your throttle is your, is your clutch. Right. You, you, you kind of manage the power yep. with the clutch. If you go too fast, you can pull the clutch instead of shutting the throttle off. Uh, if you shut the throttle, the front end's gonna drop. Mm-hmm. But if you keep the throttle on and then just just feather with the uh, with the clutch, then you can make the bike slow down a That's, little bit without yeah. the front end dro- dropping. And also, if you wanna, uh, sometimes you get kicked. You know, like. Uh, Especially when they they kind of like um, get cupped. square edges, yeah. Uh, yeah, cupped. You can use the clutch to so the bike doesn't rebound that much. You make it squat with the clutch with with yeah. throttle on, 
and clutch and then you make the, the bike squat down kind of like if you go on a, a long sweeper that's kind of rough in outdoors and then you, you push on a real brake to to make the bike squat and stable right in a whoops you do that with your clutch you, you cannot do that with your real brake right so you do it with the clutch to make the bike squat down um so all of this is is if you don't know if you don't work on it and you get out of the amateur and you say, yeah, yeah, do some laps and do some laps. So we do a 15 and uh, just come in, in in the whoops. No, you're going to eat shit and get hurt, you know? Uh, so, so are you going to keep, are you going to work with A-Ray this year then to try to smooth him out? <laughs> uh, dude, I saw uh, Marvin uh, uh, show me a video today. He was at Pala, like a reel on Instagram. Uh-huh. And, uh, and Marv said, it was like, dude, look at A-Ray go in it. Uh, into the whoops so fast and I was like wow yeah he was like spinning it <laughs> but, yeah. but I don't know A-Ray's uh, uh, it's a rough one <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch I don't watch A-Ray anymore every no. time I watch him he eats shit yeah, so. yeah you can't you can't you can't watch it uh, you mentioned Dylan. You're not working with him anymore. Uh, take us through that a little bit and what happened. And you guys had a lot of success together. Did a good thing. Uh, what was the what was the reason the breakup for the breakup there? Uh, I, I I think Dylan did not really like that. I I went back and and worked with Mal first okay. of all yeah. for last year. So he was like uh, irritated about this, and um, obviously wanted to, maybe someone that's with him that maybe not someone he wanted me to be more present maybe in florida um i spent four weeks there last uh winter but uh out of three months which is maybe maybe not enough uh but you know i have also life and uh, i live in california i have kids uh I have stuff to do here so it's i'm not going to move to tallahassee right so <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and um uh, and then he kind of wanted to do his own thing, and uh, and that's it. Okay. So that was it. So that was kind of that was kind of it. But still, um, still friends and everything, right? Like no, no, nothing personal. Well, I haven't, there. I haven't talked to him in a while, but okay. you know, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I don't get emotional about this kind of kind of stuff. Um, uh, if we can do it, we can do it. If you don't want to work with me, or, or if it's not, if it's not enough what I've done, I think. For me, um, I, I've done the, the maximum possible, um, logistically possible. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but if it's not enough, you know, I'm not moving there. So, <laughs> and I'm not staying. I'm not getting Airbnb for three months and and staying over there. So. Yeah. Um, and I told him like, uh, you know, I'm okay with it, and uh, yeah. uh, I wish him the best. I think he has a lot of potential. Uh, same thing. He needs to work. Uh, on his uh, uh, technique in supercross a little bit to be a little more successful, uh, just to ride with the the best guys like the Sextons and and uh, maybe Eli Anderson and all those guys. Um, I think he's a little bit behind technically. Um, the rest, he has the speed, the corner speed, the the the, the fitness, everything else he has. He just have to get a, to be a little better at um, riding supercross. He, uh, Did you? Uh, uh, sorry, so hold on. Uh, I was doing the commentary for Paris uh, with Paul Malin, and Malin was like, "Why do you think Ferrandez isn't here?" And I'm like, oh, "I don't know. Who knows? Maybe the check just wasn't big enough for him, right?" I just made like an offhand comment. Dylan texts me like two minutes later. Oh, shit. He's like, 
I don't care about the money, but they wouldn't let me ride the 23 Yamaha, so I'm not riding my 22 in Supercross anymore. And the money doesn't matter. And I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> yeah, but he's not going there for free. Don't don't worry about it. No, I know, but but I, I mean, I just was an offhanded joke. Like, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> but I think the check was big because they had to. He was the first guy they called when the Lawrence brothers um, right um, couldn't up. go. Right. So yeah. So he was the first call they made. Yeah, I just thought and, it was funny. Uh, <laughs> and from what I've heard, like they did not even know they did not have enough parts, or they couldn't build a um, uh, twenty-three. Yeah, yeah. So, Star guy said yeah. they couldn't couldn't do it. Hey, uh, DV, yeah. I was there in Florida last month watching Dylan ride a little bit, and I noticed his bar specs different. It's not as tall. Did you notice that at all? Uh, uh, he changed in uh, halfway through. Supercross last year, I think. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, cause I remember yeah, he ran pretty tall, a, tall, tall bars before. Yeah, he was on a Wyndham bar, so which that's what he used in Europe, a 998, a rental 998, which is like a, a pro taper Wyndham. Um, when he first got to the US to start racing, he rode the bike with whatever balls were on there. Mm. And uh, there was like the, nine, the 999, like super straight and low. And I didn't really like the way he ride, like he was riding with it. I'm like, did you did you use those balls in uh in uh in Europe? He says no. I, I'm just riding what they put on the bike. And, I, <laughs> and um, uh, so I, I put a we measure we change like ball mounts. We put like lower ball mounts to compensate. And um, uh, basically, the 999 is the Carmichael, really flat and low. Yeah. But yeah, like a 15 millimeter um, uh, risers on the ball mount. Uh, we took them out and then we put the the Windham, which is a 998, um, uh, the band uh, with no spacers, and and we measured the height, the overall height, and it was a few millimeters lower with the high balls than mm. it was with the low balls so on the, with the naked eye you say oh yeah those balls are too high but uh the ball mounts were really really low so it was actually lower than the other balls and th that's the same thing people see that oh those balls are too high and they're not too high they're lower they're, so people don't know shit. that's one thing <laughs> uh dv did you get a tesla no, I rode my friend's Tesla to oh. go to dinner. Okay. Kiefer loves Tesla. Uh, that's, it's amazing. It's really fun to drive. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I loved it. I, yeah. I might go buy one this week. Yeah. Screw <laughs> it. Screw the Ridgeline. I'm going to go to CarMax, sell the Ridgeline, and go oh, buy, come on. Go buy a Tesla. Come on. Did, uh, what kind did you drive, DB? Uh, uh, it's the Long Range Model uh, 3. Yeah. Model 3, three Long Range. Yeah. What do you think yeah, of the new Corvettes, DB? Oh boy, uh, they're great. They look they're good, great. right? Yeah, and they're very, um, you know, those uh, exotic racing and all those yeah. uh, places where you can rent uh, right. and do a few laps with all those uh, luxury cars. Mm -hmm. um, that car is the the car that has the best lap times with um, uh, regular guys. Regular mm -hmm. people have the better lap times than than. Lambos and Ferraris and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, oh it, it's a great buy from uh, from people. 
from what I've heard, people in this uh, industry, it's uh, quality and price can be there. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And performance, performance, yep. quality, price, can't, whatever. Can't beat it. it well, we'll it's a very good combo. Yes. Talk about that later, I guess. But uh... so who's who doesn't like the Corvette? Kiefer. No, it's not. If I don't like it, DV. I can't talk about it right now, but we're gonna get it. Let's, why, let's, why let's focus on. Let's why? focus on more DV specific stuff. Okay, go ahead and ask DV something. Uh, what do you got for him? DV? I'm gonna co-host this. I'm actually gonna host the show February 26th. Will you be my co-host? Steve will not You're be here. You're gonna host a show. You're gonna host at, at Steve's house. Yeah, Steve and I are doing each other's lives for a week. He's gonna do what I do for a week. And I'm going to do what you he does. You're going to do your for... wife too? No, no wife swap. Just lie. You are not allowed to bang Pookie. I, well, we, okay. don't worry about it. It might be fun. She might want it. <laughs> no, she probably would, but I'm not allowing it. Yeah, no. I, Listen, why not? Can we okay. focus Sharing. on the show? Let's focus on the Sharing show. Sharing is caring. Who cares? It's fine. You know. It's not like she did, she did not sleep with somebody else before you. No, I think you know, I think okay. I was her I think I was her first. I really do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Hey, you might be. Yeah, she might be your first, but not the other way around. <laughs> so February twenty sixth, I'm gonna go. I'll be here after Dallas. I want you to it's be after the Dallas Supercross. Yes. Okay, just uh, let me know. Uh, I can book. Uh, I'm planning to go to Dallas. Okay. So I can just do uh, yeah. DFW to Vegas and then uh, let's do it. Okay. There it is. There's gonna, the co host, everybody. We, can I play with Pookie, Mathis? No, no, no. No, no. Don't ask Mathis. It's my week, so I'll um, say yes or no. Life swap, not wife swap. L I F E. So uh, you don't know. I'll, I'll, you know what they say. You know what they say when the cat is out. You know. <laughs> when the cat is out. You know out. what they say. Meow. <laughs> Meow. Oh my god. No, we're not talking about cat now. We're more talking about pussy. Yeah. 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 Or if you're a little. Let's bitch. do it. I'm in. The French are saying. All right, DV's in. All DV's right. in. All right. Good, good to know. All right. Oh man. Top that, Steve. Well, that was a good move, right? Pookie, yeah. I want. That was good. I want some uh, some uh, very uh, uh, some soft cookies. Yep, no and problem. I want some uh, some uh, chicken and uh, quesadillas. Okay, no problem. <laughs> she makes some. Pookie makes the best ones. And uh, we'll get you first class from Dallas to Vegas. No problem on that. Oh really? Oh, wow. Kiefer yeah. Hink or Pulp MX? No, it's Pulp what MX we... money. This is what uh, this is. I'm just Steve for the week. No, 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 no. We just fly you, Southwest. You you have his credit card too. Yeah, it's, it's swapping it's, credit cards. It's my life. It's yeah. life swap. Right. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> uh, David Villeman on the show. Brought to you by Wiseco DV. Wiseco Pistons. Wiseco.com. Do I get a cut? No. Again, you still don't get a cut. But they're bringing you Wiseco. Uh, please check them out. Garage Buddy rebuild kits as well. Clutch and valve train components. Uh, all right. Anything else for DV? Hey, what's uh? Do we know anything about Roxanne? Where's he going? Uh, Hep Suzuki, I believe. You believe it? Is it done? Mm, yeah, I don't it's... think it's done, done. But yeah, I think it's done. How do you feel about that, DV? Do you think uh, that's a good move for Kenny? Besides, uh, put no. them, put the money aside. No. Put the money aside. What no, do you no, think? No, no, no. Uh, uh, Kenny looks the, the the most happy. The 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 best is is looked in Supercross. It's not really Supercross uh, U.S. Supercross style tracks where we saw him in. Uh, the the two world supercross plus in Paris, he looked great in Paris, great in the Wolves. He's been uh, 
complaining about his bike and Honda guys has been complaining about their bikes in the wolves when they get cupped out and soft and they, they don't feel right. Um, but Kenny looks great. He looks great on, on the Honda, which is uh, like a third party suspension and who I don't I don't even know who does the suspension the engine but whatever they, they did on that bike seems like it's working for them so and with a little bit of fitness I think the Kenny we saw this offseason is ready to battle for a championship are you do you agree I don't know about a championship but winning races yes yeah winning races but yeah. if you win races you're battling for a championship True. right if you're yeah. winning if you're winning races, you should be a podium guy at the next race, right? You're not yeah. going to be 12 or 13. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so knowing this, what would you change? What would you change other than money? You know, so if he change and go somewhere else, it's because maybe uh, uh, I don't think the that on the team can afford him anyway. So you might ride for no money. Just gear, drink, and bonuses. I'm sure they can find bonuses at Honda, some kind of bonus program that's uh, appealing for him. Um, but he's riding so good. He's, he's he looks happy, like to ride and everything. Like, what would you, you know, a month before the race, just say, you know what, I'm going somewhere else and uh, diving and supposedly be the the world's bike on the market. I don't know. I never raced one, but they don't. They don't look that good, you know. Hmm. So I don't know. That's just my my opinion. If you if you really based on uh, what can bring me the best result uh, after I see him ride this offseason on the on the Honda, I'm like, dude, what would you change? You're looking great. You're happy. You're mm -hmm. smiling. You're winning races. You're passing Tomac uh, on his bike. That's that's that that won the two championships this year. Uh, what would you change? Yeah. What would you change? But that's just my opinion. You know, I don't know. Do you think it's going to be as competitive on the Suzuki? Um, I, I think he's going to be near where he was just because that bike hasn't changed much DV. And I think he's used to that bike. And out of all the bikes that is closest to Honda feel as far as chassis, I think the Suzuki is it. Yeah. I, don't, I, I haven't. The last Suzuki I rode is with you on the the rider uh, shootout and I did not get the cover. <laughs> That's oh, right. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Very upset about that. DB yep. was, yeah. Good job, Kiefer. Yep. Uh, I'm still beat on about this one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was doing some I was doing some crazy whips. I'm like, ah, for sure he's going to put me on the cover. <laughs> nope. Nope. Wasn't my call back then, DV. I wasn't the guy. I, 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 Unbelievable. I don't, care. I, I don't care, bro. I'm just, I love to bring in bringing it up but i don't really care <laughs> i know uh thanks dv thanks for calling in as always good to talk to you and uh can't wait to can't wait for the show february 26th everybody february, february 26th it's on my calendar yep there yeah. it is uh, all right we're gonna and then after we're gonna do uh we're gonna take pookie out yep oh, we know the we go gambling she likes to go yep we we, we know like, all the good stuff she likes strip clubs so We'll see you guys. Yeah, there. that's yeah. what right. I know. That's right. why I said that. <laughs> okay. <all right>. Okay. <laughs> hey, we'll FaceTime you. Thanks, you know. thanks guys. <laughs> when, when you're in uh in the crackhead city of uh, Victorville. <laughs> there. Easy, uh, easy, easy. Yeah. Me and Aiden well, are Matthew's playing Madden. Gonna, 
No, Mati's gonna be like smoking crack and shit, and we'll be like at the strip club with Pookie. That'd be great. It's life swap. I don't smoke crack, DV. Everybody does in Asperia. Well, do Everybody. They all do. Everybody rich. Everybody smoke crack. No, uh, poor people smoke crack. You know. uh, all right. Thanks. Uh, thanks, DV. Appreciate it, man. We'll talk soon. All right. Later. Later. Right, see you later. Uh, that's David Villeman, everybody. Brought to you by Wiseco. You know what's, hey, you know what's awesome is I can have DV co-host and he'll just carry the whole show. Like I really, oh, that was a good move. Right? That was, like, I was like, I dude, see that one this is gonna be the easiest that. show ever for me. Yeah. I'll let I'll let DV oh, go yeah. on rants all all the for the four hours and yeah. it's gonna yeah. be a great show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just absolutely. Keep pro- just keep poking him like yeah. you did Steve and right, be good. Right. Yeah. Uh, Race Tech rant. Pulp twenty twenty two is the code to save Race Tech. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want, you All right, go ahead, Eric. You, got, you yeah, had well, I get a yeah. start? Yeah. yeah. Let's it's, go. It's a mini rant. That's fine. And I love Race Tech. I use yeah. Race Tech. Yeah, Race Tech. Good guys. Pulp yeah, 22. Great guys. Yep. Um, can I paint picture a little bit? Yeah. Just sure. A little lead in? Yeah, absolutely. So you were gracious enough to like, let's go on a mountain bike ride. Yeah. <laughs> Loan my son Brock a, a uh, bike. Yeah, a we're taser. all on e-bikes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just, taser. you know, cruising out there and we saw ORW. And, mm-hmm. and on the way, I just, all I did was ask a question. I just said... Mm-hmm. What's that dinging? Uh-huh. And you said, oh, that's the, that's the seatbelt. Yeah. I don't, I don't wear a seatbelt. Yeah. And so then it led into, why don't you wear a seatbelt? And, mm-hmm. and I said, you're a, you know, you're, but, a, go, go, you're a stats guy. Don't so interrupt you, the rest. No, but, but, but my, my explanation on not wearing a seatbelt really doesn't make much sense. No, it makes zero. That's yeah. why I think everybody should hear it. Though, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're, cause so I know you're, I know you're big into stats. And so you were telling me. That a buddy of yours, who's a fireman, which I respect. I yeah, told you that. Yeah, long time that. fireman. Right. Yeah. Fireman Dave? Fireman Ron. Okay. He's got numbers that back up that it's actually. Well, he doesn't really have numbers. He just has. Well, you, saw, you said he had data. Or no, 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 no. He just has his. Uh, Theory? His own, like, uh, numbers that he's done uh, in his head. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you told me, you mentioned that, yeah, without a seatbelt on, that right. you were actually, my, in his opinion, you were maybe better off in some wrecks to, my be, buddy, to be thrown no, from the vehicle. Well, my buddy Ron, fireman for forever and uh, moto guy, uh, doesn't wear a seatbelt and says, this is, he's a fireman. He says that he's seen as many people get hurt by not getting thrown from a vehicle as getting thrown from a vehicle. Like, he's like, sometimes the seatbelt's the worst thing for you. It traps you in there, and you just keep rolling or whatever, whatever. So he says in his eyes it's 50-50 on whether you're going to be saved by a seatbelt. So he doesn't wear one because it's 50-50. Okay. Fireman Ron's theory. And then you went from there, we went to more stats of you said, well, I sometimes wear it. Yeah. So if I'm on on a long drive, like if I go to California, I put my seatbelt on. But then that, you've heard all the facts. Yes. I mean, the accidents happen close yeah. to home, right? Yeah. So, I'm that, doing, you know, so that blew that one all out. I'm so doing 100, just, you I'm know. doing, you know, 80 miles an hour on the way down. So I feel like 80 miles an hour is fast. I should put a seatbelt on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no that. I mean, so is that your rant? That was it. Yeah. No, oh. it was minor. That was yeah. it. The, 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 I mean, it went further into it more. Keith has got yeah. a lot to say about that. Well, I, yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. No, we did. We had like a, but it might have went somewhere because on the way back. He clicked the seatbelt on. 
Mm, so it wasn't, and he meant, you know, he made mention that he was clicking it. Yeah, and, I, I did it as a, you know, yeah, it was just like, a, yeah. yeah, it was just like, here I go, hey, hey I'm clicking my seatbelt, yeah, Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's exactly yeah. what I did. Well, let you know, I put it off of, for you. Made right. a big note about it because yeah. Sorry. I don't even hear the dinging anymore. Dude. Like seriously, it's like a dog whistle, right? Like I don't even hear it. Like it's, it is pretty, it is fairly quiet. I yeah. mean, compared to some of them, yeah, for sure. So but it's it still like ding, fucked, ding. I hate that. I know you do. Yeah, I know. Like. Ding. And it it's just, not all the time. It goes. It goes. It, it's no, every it five minutes. Pause. Yeah, yeah, it's every five minutes. It's not. Did he, get, he didn't give you the whole. You gotta be mentally tough thing. No, I didn't does. get that. No. no. Uh, I've done. I've used tough. that one before too. Yeah. Mentally yeah. tough. Yeah. 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 I was waiting Eric for Mark to do the dinging, but he didn't. It didn't do it. He didn't. I, I I had the remember when we put it on the sound drop board and yeah. I was doing it, and of course he got very upset as soon as I started. But he, of course he heard that one. Yeah, that he was. He got mad as soon as we started playing. Even it. Eric says it's quiet. So, like, two times that I've seen him really upset on this show. Out of all the years I've been here, I know two him. times. I know him. I know yes, both. And you know both of those. Yep. Okay. Okay. Race so. tech. <laughs> Race tech rant. <laughs> so my rant. Nice job, Tom. Is uh, once again, I'm sure Steve has told everybody he's on many, many group messages, and I don't know how he keeps up with all these. Yeah, but a lot. Very important people too. Heather, Pookie. Steve and I are on one, and we get this random text in the middle of the day that says, Pookie will not let me have a Corvette. And I'm like, thank you, baby Jesus, for Pookie, because I don't think you should have a Corvette. You are a 48, 48, mm-hmm, yeah. 48 year old media member of the motocross industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like your midlife is happening right now. Yeah, and I think this, this this Corvette yeah. is a midlife cry for help. <laughs> but Steve Mathis rolling in a Corvette, it's not you. And it looks super douche. Okay. So hold on, I'm not finished. So he goes on to say how I don't have anything for me. I want something for me. This is Corvette thing is for me. But I brought up the a great piece of information for why don't you buy a van fix it up how you want you can have your mountain bikes in there you can have whatever it is that you do dirt bikes mountain bikes you can keep them in there you can back it up against the garage ain't no one stealing shit out of it you don't have to worry you can travel to california because you don't have to buy a huge van you can just a 144 box have it all set up really nice that sounds like fucking bitching custom upfits just Totally do the whole thing up because you've you've you, you've really set yours up really nice. Well, I just so refuse to go up. Really there. great work on that. Yes. Yeah. So I got another rant oh. after you. Go ahead. So I would say, Steve, just get a van, fix up really nice, and you're actually going to use it. You're not going to drive the vet. You're, you're not going to. I wouldn't you drive, it drive it that much. I wouldn't drive it that much. Right. So what are you going to do? You're going to be one of those guys that buys a nice car and just lets it sit. That's lame. It's not. Well, it's not practical. I, in certain moments, you take it out and you f- you, it feels pretty good. Maybe you take it on and up to uh, sure Mount Charleston. And then here's yeah. what's yeah. going to happen. Here's charged. what's going to happen. You're going to take it to Mount Charleston. Take you, it to Anaheim. Take it. You know, take it. You're going to speed without your seatbelt on, and have a bad accident. Oh, okay. You already know that. No, I don't know oh. that for a fact. But that could happen more than you could in a van. So I just feel like Steve doesn't fit the Corvette. I probably don't. I'm tubbier. I'm older. I get it. But it's a the new ones are bitching like dv says for the price and the looks and the performance they're really good i know the corvette is a you know midlife crisis thing yes i get it i understand that but they're bitching 
no, no other car that you would want, like a badass Mustang or something like that. A Mustang's worse. What? A hundred percent. The Mustang is a worse. A Shelby Mustang is worse than oh uh, for, my god, uh, an older guy driving a Mustang. Stop. Because at least the Corvette's like pricier and nicer. A Shelby Mustang is insane. It's, it's not a, a Corvette. It's, it's muscle it's car. A it's like um, a, it a has Corvette's a hu- not a muscle car. A mid-engine. It's a douchey muscle car. It's just it's just not. It doesn't have heart. It doesn't have a, like a a heartbeat. Like a, like a Shelby no, it's Mustang. it's a Chevrolet that's the heartbeat of America. <laughs> it's not Bob Seger. Chill down. <laughs> Marks, new Corvettes are pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Whatever. Do you know what a Shelby Mustang is? Mark? I know what a Shelby Mustang is, yes. Would you rather have that or a Corvette? Uh, probably a Shelby Mustang. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, neither one of them are high on my list. Well, I'm not getting here because... You're either a Ford or a Chevy guy to start with, too, so yeah, that yeah. plays into I'm a little I'm not getting bit. a van because it's going to get broken into and it's... It well, why, why, why do you say that? That's what my wife says. Well, and there's nowhere to park it. She says, "Yeah, there is. You back yeah. it up against your your garage." I, I I don't think that's acceptable. I don't know. You can't park a, a vehicle in, in your driveway. That, those are more money than Corvettes. With the time you do them up in the back and everything, you could those get a deal. Are expensive, no, man. Stop. Those vans are sixty k. Okay, let's say you They're spend sixty k. You spend sixty k. You, you actually use it. They you know they hook it up. Right. They're sixty k. You'll use it, and a Corvette will make you money. They're they're making good money. They they appreciate the cars. Hey, buddy, I'm going on a mountain bike ride. Oh yeah, I got the bikes in there. Just come on, let's go in the van. Let's go. I got a truck for that. It works out great. Race yeah. tech ran, everybody. That's a race tech ran. That's it. All right. Am I still getting my Lambo, or is that... No, the, Lambo's, off. the Lambos are off. <laughs> Lambos are off. Uh, this gentleman, Mr. Side, he's on one. You all right? Hello? Mr. Side. Oh, shit, that's David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. Did, 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 you, did you look at Mr. Side's Instagram for his shed? Oh, uh, I just did. Yeah, did you look at his trophies. Yes, dude. <laughs> oh my God. It's like they're they're out there. Just for everybody to see, dude, they're like, out there. You think Mr. Side was like anybody want to come to my shop? Exactly. <laughs> Other, otherwise known as the championship. Yeah, coming to my championship hall. Forgot to ask That's DV. Corvette, I guess. I forgot to ask DV at eight hundred. If he had eight hundred dollars, <laughs> I, yeah, I doubt. I I seriously doubt if he has eight hundred bucks. DV. Right. Uh. <laughs> I'm sure he's good. Uh, would you buy a Corvette? Fuck yes, I would. Oh my god! Well, you had long. I'm a big guy. This guy I've says been a big guy since I was like 12. This guy said, uh, "Turn off Kiefer's mic. Get the Corvette. Mustangs are garbage." <laughs> Bill, he's a Twitter. Chevy guy for sure. Bill on Chevy Twitter guy. Said that. Eric yeah. sort of supported my vet idea. You did. It was semi. He understands. I understand. It. I, understand. I don't it. necessarily go for the Corvette, but I understand the midlife. Uh, crisis part i don't have anything for me a van wouldn't be for you yeah van would but you know so paul parabino selling his van by paul's dude again seventy five thousand dollars i'm not saying it ain't worth it it's a beautiful van it's everything you would want in one of these vans but you're gonna pay seventy five thousand dollars for a van on something that you would use correct on seventy five thousand dollars on something that you don't use I don't understand people that buy vests and don't drive them. I'll put a hitch on it, pull my motorcycle to the track. Fuck, I'm driving that car. Now that is the epitome of. I wouldn't do that. 
Oh my god. Why don't just put your fucking tape your trophy on the back hood of the Corvette too? Yeah, there you go. I'm exaggerating it, but I would drive it a lot. What'd you say? If I can afford a vet, I'm driving it. I was saying you don't. There's a mile radius around your house that you don't leave, so I don't understand where you're going to take this vet. Well, I ain't going to drive it. It's not going to be my everyday driver, but Pookie and I go for dinner. We'll get in the Corvette. Take it to Starbucks. Sure. Starbies. Uh, Why don't you take the I go van, to go to dinner, bang on the way home in the van, and then uh, go yeah, home. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 yeah. Why not? You got a bed in the back, yeah. bang. Just like my wife's sake. a woman. She's not some whore. I know that. You're banging okay. your wife. You're not whoring her out. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm whores bang in the back of vans. <laughs> Oh my god. Not classy Role ladies. Role play a little bit. Not classy ladies like Pookie. Oh boy. There's zero chance if I said to Pookie, hey, you want to bang in the van? She'd be like, why don't we just go home? That's what she would say. Life swap's coming up. Well, you're Hopefully out. I, have, I have a van. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you're Steve? Uh, let's, let's recap the week's events. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Side. Hello? Mr. Mr. Mathis. Are we, uh, what's the wrap-up show this week? Who do we got? <laughs> Let's just get to we it. We got Kellen Brower and Roto Moto. Oh, that's a heavy hitting. That's Racer a heavy X. Hitting that's a Racer X wrap-up right yeah. there. Roto sold out, huh, Marks? Roto took the Unbelievable. mainstream money. He's out. A little bit of money. Yeah. You throw a little money his way, and he's yeah. just, yep, Mainstream I mean, money, Roto. He, yeah. You know. It happens. What, yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, you, know, our you know who could use a van now? This man on the phone. You want to know why? Van. Because this man is single now, and he's ready to bang. <laughs> I got a big back seat in the Tundra. So all these ladies that listen to Pulp MX, I know there's a shit ton of you. This guy right here, dark. He's ready for some van action now. So you're, you're, you're solo, Mr. Side. Yeah, yeah, I'm single, single. Yep. Deep single. If there's any... East Texas ladies listening to the show. You want to be Darkseid's rebound? Yep. Let's do it like a Darkseid dating game right here, right now. Yep. Uh, the Vital MX dating game? Should we try to get him a chick? Or? Yes. I think we should change his life that way, too. All right. So if you're hey. single. Yes. And you're or looking not. for a top media member right. in the sport of motocross. Great haircut. New hair. It's got a bike. Got a badass shop with it's got trophies. Got shop trophies. <laughs> yep. Likes Corvettes with trailers. Yep. He's your guy. Man, all D- you guys do is talk shit. We're pumping you up right now. What are you talking about? He's, he's got what a new. Hey. Look at, I see a trophy behind Steve right there. What's what's the problem with my trophies, man? He can't find his fucking fifth place p- plaque, so what's, I don't know what's what he's talking. What's my trophy behind me? What trophy? There's a trophy to your right. Oh, that cup. What's what that cup? Summercross. Oh. the... What is that? Oh, that that's uh, a that uh, German supercross with Kelly Smith. There it is. It's not his trophy, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, listen, Mr. Side. Uh, let's we'll, get you doing this. Yeah, let's get, you, let's get you. So any ladies out there that would like a date that live in the Texas area, or even if it's California or Nevada, we'll make hey, it happen. Does Yar Yar have any I'll friends? Yar Yar? No. Okay. We're, we're that's, chicks don't like chicks, dude. Okay. Yeah. I'll, so. I'll be in Cali all of January. Okay. January, Supercross time. You want to get taken out on a date. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Dark will take you out on some dinner, maybe a movie. You can go see Avatar. Movies Avatar. are no good for dates. No? Because you don't talk. Hey. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be less than $800. Bowling? Right? Yeah. Bowling, less than 800 for sure. Okay. Um, I will. Oh, pay, I will pay yeah. for the. I will pay. For Ladies, the, you may have date. to pay for this day. <laughs> so, you guys are fucking. And then he. And if he tries to pay you back, it'll take him. Uh, 
two weeks, two to three weeks. There is to a pay payment you back. plan on your dinner. Yeah. No way. Time out, time out. I, I was on hold with. Or I was talking to Talon when I guess when this went down, and somebody told me you were bitching about this. You pick some stupid app. That only has a five hundred dollar limit per week or okay. whatever. So I had to pay you. That was on okay. you, sir. Would you like me to blow you out one more oh, time? Oh, don't do it, Dark. Oh, you cracked the door. Don't do it. The stupid app goes off your bank balance on how much it lets you send. So I don't have that limit, <laughs> Mister Side. I send thousands of dollars <laughs> via that app. So your limit is due to your bank balance. So once again, that my my budget wasn't as big as yours. Look at your ceilings. But when you complain about the app, it's only it's not a stupid app. It's based on it. Dark. what you have. Dark. When you do a dig, okay. you got to have some back. You got to know what you, you're doing. You didn't know what you're well, doing, look. Mr. Side, and I <laughs> no, just that I, is fair, but. It, it's not my fault that I could. Well, maybe it is. I guess it is my fault that I don't get paid as much as you do. So the Listen, you're screwing this date up. You keep the, fucking talking. You're not going to get any chicks. He sends me $500 for a Paris hotel room and then says I can only send $500 in 24 hours. I'll send the rest to you. And fucking crickets, dude. Crickets on the other 180. <laughs> Nothing. And then it was two, two weeks later. He's got a bat. Two weeks, later, two weeks later, I'm like, excuse oh, me, shit. Mr. Side, one week. what about the $180? Are we just like, and he's just like, oh, oh uh, sorry, you busted me. Here, I'll send you the money. Wow, yeah. that's not like you. <laughs> Were you trying to get away okay. with that? Hey, no. no that's, he's full of shit, Kiefer. You know this. I was going to say, that doesn't but, sound like you. No, of course not. You know what else is not like me? If Dom wants to write our paper on me, I'll read it, and I'll go to lunch with the dude. Right. Yeah, well, we know, we know we're not built like Steve. We got Listen, that. Listen, Mr. Side, I realize that you could totally throw me under the bus right now, but I know you won't because we're true friends forever. <laughs> we ride and die together. Did so, you ride and die? Yeah. Because you can vouch for me talking to fans. I, I, I can't, won't lie. I have seen you do it many, many times, even when in a hurry to get to a press conference. Thank you. But when, he, Thank when you. he doesn't do it. But. When yes, he, when when he doesn't do not, it. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I say when you're not friendly, it's pretty fun friendly. Yes, thank you. It's both sides. It's extreme on both sides. Yeah. And with your poll, you're kind of like, oh, it's 50-50. If you're anything over about 5% negativity on friendliness, you got a problem. Oh, that's a good one. It is not that hard to be nice to people. I told you before, <laughs> Dark Side, those polls are full of shit. Well, you can't me, believe those this. polls. You can't you, believe those you know, Let's focus on getting his pole smoked, okay? Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> All right, so California ladies. Yes. If No, for reals. If you're in California and you want to go on a date with Jamie, Kiefer will pay for the date. Yes. Under 100? 500. I don't, I don't need anybody to pay for a date. Under 500? Yes, we clearly know that you do right now. So we'll pay for the date and hit up I'm Mr. Sun. I'm no, out. just I'm calm. Out, just calm down. Relax. Can you borrow your Corvette when you take it? <laughs> yeah. wow, I'm not allowed to get a Corvette. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, I'll pay for the date because I Heather want. Heather and Pookie and Kiefer are not friends of mine. <laughs> they don't want the best for me. Let's just let's just listen to me. It's not a, it's not a charity thing. I want you to go on a date with a nice chick. Look, all right. Let's just do the dinner. We're gonna have the girls email what? What do we got? What do we need to do, Steve? Email you? No. Yes. No, I don't want to deal with these people. Steve at pulpmx.com. Fuck. <laughs> if you're a lady, give us a picture of yourself. 
Okay? That seems rather shallow. No, no, it's not. A picture of yourself. Do we we know what they look like, right? Darkseid has some taste. I mean, we, we'll throw a picture up Darkseid if they don't know what Darkseid looks like. Darkseid MX, what is your Instagram? Uh, Darkseid MX3. Okay. And then tell us your hobbies, age, what you like to do, and... Breast size? No, that's shallow. Okay. Okay. I was asking for a friend. <laughs> And then uh, we'll we'll pick a winner, okay. and you guys can go out in between what? Dark. We'll pick a winner. Yeah, we're going to have so many entries. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll pick a winner between what? A1 in the second round? Yes? Yeah, that's fine. I'll, yeah, I'll be out there the whole, the whole month. So, so here's what's so, going to happen. You dudes listening, because there's no chicks listening. Your your <laughs> wives or girlfriends have friends. Have them email a submission. Do they have to call him Mr. Side? Or Dark. Or Dark? Yes. They're not allowed no. to address him by Jamie? No. Okay. Dark. Okay. Dark. Yes. Okay. So This is going to go so bad. No, it's not. It's going to go great. Steve at PulpMX.com. Okay. Ju- that's not my real address. So why don't you tell him. It's not? Just use the contact form at PulpMX. Okay. Contact yeah. form at PulpMX. Right. Okay. That's right. it. That's what I got. All right. And also on the line here, uh, speaking of uh, got the first one. of Vital MX, Michael Lindsay. Here we go. What's up, ML? Uh, just in, enjoying it. You guys say off-season shows don't have much to them, but I listened to the first little bit of this one. I mean, it went from a, a six with uh, with the original talk <laughs> to an eight to the burnout to Jamie jumps online and he just goes instantly to the rev limiter with that ball. Yeah, he was very aggressive. Yes. Yeah. It's such an aggressive intro to the show. I mean, all time, but definitely aggressive. And Michael, you are the one to blame for all this for not arranging the hotel room properly. You, you started him. every all of hey, this. Hey, hey, I did. I hey, I'll take my eye heat on this. I screwed up, but but let let's continue one more one more screw up that hasn't been brought up yet. He hits me up. Hey, it's not paid for. Okay. They had already charged my card for it, which was bullshit. But I turn around, I'm like, okay, I'll send you like seven or eight hundred dollars. You have plenty of money to pay for roommates. Oh yeah, I forgot about do. this. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and and Mister again, whether it's his shitty bank or he doesn't know how to instant transfer on Venmo, <laughs> the money gets stranded for three or four days before it hits his account. When you because hit instant, it always I don't. Instant. Oh my god, I don't Venmo, but <laughs> apparently there's a button that says instant transfer, right? On yes. Venmo, yes. <laughs> transfer function he somehow i hit it but it was two or three days later i think he hit the two to three day like normal transfer and then you're talking about not getting your money cool i'm still waiting for my remainder back from that money i gave him for the mr side what is going on (laughs) i was yeah i was listening to that today wasn't (laughs) (laughs) hey Hey, Mr. Uh, Sock. God dang we're it. Gonna go down, we're going to go down this road. Where's my expense money that I've been trying to get for three pay periods? <laughs> I, we screwed up his expense, his, his uh, couple of stuff for his last expense report. Oh, uh, this, this is. It's a whole thing. This, these, these two are perfect for each Jesus. other. These two are great for each other. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Great. It's great. Fantastic. I thought the Rockers oh. are rockier than this, Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I, am, I am genuinely concerned. So I was joking with him earlier. I was like, "Man, if the wrap-up show coming in, what 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 are we gonna have him call in about every week? Is this dating show thing? Are we gonna be able to carry this oh, for God. a few months? Or like, what, what's if this is the, if this is what I want to do when the, when we get three women that we are finalists, we're gonna have them on the show, and then we're gonna have a whole little <laughs> dating game. Okay, thing. okay. I think I don't be, think we get three. You don't think so? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't. No. I think we do. Jamie's good-looking dude. No, it's nothing against Jamie. We just don't have chick listeners, right? 
No, like, but that's what I'm saying. The guys, we're, we're going to have to rely yeah, but, on our dude listeners to get the, with their the chicks. The dude listeners are going to be like, hey, there's this guy. I think you might like him. Like, I, I, they're not going like, to. No, no, no chick's no, no. going to go this for that. This will work. Trust me. It'll, okay. It's going to happen. All right. Okay. Yes. You confident about that, Michael, about him getting at least three finalists? I, I think so. Right. I mean, I'm curious to the, the quality of these three finalists, but I think it's uh, possible. Mark, Mark, Don't worry. I mean, Steve and I will pick up the quality. Marks will judge it. Any anything is better I'm for in. him than being here in California all week with me driving him around, just him sitting in the passenger seat, swiping, 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 swiping. I mean, if we can get right. some real face to face action here, I'll be. I'm bringing my truck out, Michael. I'm not rolling around. With you. <laughs> yeah. <he's... laughs> oh, uh, Marks. Marks is so on this. Yes. Four point two percent female audience on YouTube in the last twenty eight days for us. There it is. 4.2%. Hey, that's a start. That's yep. more than three. That'll work. Yeah. That's, yeah. That'll yeah. work. Yeah, Yar says she's in to help, and we can get three finalists. Do we have uh, – is okay. this his little photo pop up when he calls in on YouTube? Uh, no, I, I – funny you say that. I just thought about that, but we should have SwizzCore make him one because hey. he, he needs Well, he needs no. One. I mean, I, now he's working for Vital. He can't call in anymore and starting in January. Mm-hmm. Oh, he can call in. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Don't ban his call-ins. <laughs> If not, we'll just play his intro every once in a while. <laughs> we fun. will play his intro. It's great. <laughs> a lot of dark right. side candle. Mem- followed by like a music that's like an in memory. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be too death metalish. We couldn't do that here. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's let's move on to it since we got all you guys on the line. Let's let's. I want. I have a topic I wanted to bring up later this show. May as well do it with two of the top journalists in the sport on the line. Of course, of course. Uh, oh, that's a scary way. Who who else is on the line? Uh, me. <laughs> we got Mumford. Crashing, breaking his wrists. Mm-hmm. Heart raft, real bad crash, right? And then, of yep. course, Garrett Marchbanks crashing. Bikes, all all injuries. Marchbanks broke his wrist. All injuries and related. And J-Marts, right? I heard J-Marts went in the last couple of days. I did not hear that. So, we've had injuries happen lately. Um, they're all, well, two of them Suzuki's, one Yamaha. Same motor builder guy, right? Twisted is doing it. Now, I'm not blaming Jamie because I don't know what went on these bikes. I don't know the maintenance. I don't know anything like that. But if I'm Jamie at Twisted who does awesome work, I'm freaking out a little bit. Again, not saying it's their fault. I don't think it's a Suzuki fault or a Yamaha fault either. This is our sport. This is the world we live in. But these these three guys are seriously hurt. They're going to miss time, and it sucks. And I think it sucks for Jamie. Because, again, who knows why, but this is three of his bikes, and that's no good. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll start with you, Michael. Um, you know, like it's, it's part of our game. It's part of our sport. But it's not good for anybody from Jamie to the teams to Suzuki. Because I saw this on my Twitter feed. Suzuki's are blowing up. Like, come on, man. Mumford's bike versus Rock, uh, Heart Rats 450. God knows the difference in those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a coincidence, right? It's nothing against that. But I'll start with you, Michael. Um, like what I think the the issue or like what? Well, just I'm uh, just kind of like this is really bad for everybody involved, from the bikes to the riders to the teams. Uh, definitely, and it's it's. I feel bad because of the situation you said. I, I feel bad for Jamie's end because it's you know his name's on them. There's I'm sure Chris will talk about this a little bit too. There is kind of a unique situation that all these teams though are kind of responsible for servicing all of them. So then a lot of question marks start to begin on you know, what was switched when, why, like how upkept is everything yep. being not the original guy in it. Like even if you've got a solid dude that 
you know, it can build an engine, you know, how much experience they have knowing exactly what's going to wear, when, why, like other than having a list of, oh, I'm going to change these at these hours, you know, are they not catching little things on inspection that maybe the original guys that build it would more notice or something along those lines. So I think definitely that, that makes me kind of question a few things there with some of those, some of those teams, like, um, you know, maybe that's the right path to go versus having the original people service it. Um, I think that's also, I don't think that's also possible technically for Jamie because his main teams is they're supporting. Um, but then the, the end outcome is, you know, terrible for us with just a bunch of riders all getting hurt right at the same time. And then, I don't know, just that many bike issues in, in general. You know, I know it's going to stick to those guys' heads and uh, from there on out a little bit. Well, again, from a rider's point of view, which I've worked with them from team's point of view, I've been on, and motor guy's point of view, horrible, Chris. This is bad, bad deal. I know Jamie. Uh, look at Aiden's motors are built by Jamie. Um, so I know some backstory on this, just like what Michael said. It's just not all on Jamie. I know Jamie as a human being. He wants all of his riders to be safe, for, first and foremost. Of course, yeah. Um, second is uh, it's up to the team to figure out what the service intervals are, right? And then in those time spans, they get changed out. In the world of R&D, things fail. And it just so happened that Jamie and Twisted um, – does a lot of these teams. He is saturated in the paddock. There is a lot of twisted development. Because he does in, great work. Correct. Yes. So when there is a failure and Jamie is, his percentages are high of the numbers that he does within the paddock, sometimes that falls on Jamie, the negative, right? Um, I do know that there is not that many Suzuki or any Suzuki aftermarket rods. Like, you cannot find someone that builds an aftermarket. They don't make them. They don't make them. Simply because the, the, the companies yeah. don't sell enough of them to warrant to, right. to develop right. them, right? Eric, Eric can vouch for that, right? Like right. Where, you, where you have right. a brand where you're like... So we within that, yeah. within yeah. some, uh, like at least for Brandon's thing, like they're on stock rods that have an interval time. And to this time, how many, how many years has Suzuki been in circulation? There has been no rod failures on the time service limit within what they have for that rod. Well, maybe that's, we finally found a failure. I can vouch for some of this because I stuck up for Yamaha for years when people would email me and say, Kiefer, my 21YZ450, my rod went through the cases. And I got several of those emails. And I said, look, I've had three YZ450s over 60 hours, never did anything. It has to be what you're, something's going on. What oil are you running? I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then one day at Glen Helen, Sure shit, my rod goes through my engine, I endo, break ribs, and screw myself. I found out that was a failure. And you don't know until something happens. So that's the shitty part about dirt bikes is we're not in a roll cage. Um, we don't have the beauty of having some safety nets, right? So when something goes wrong, it really does hurt the rider a lot. And in some of those cases, it's really no one's fault. It's just shit happens. Yeah. No, it's a motorized sport. And it's not the team's fault. Um, it's not the motor builder's fault. And sometimes it just goes kaboom on, at certain times that you don't expect. And you've had several years of the same spec and nothing has happened. So, of course, you're going to continue doing the same thing. When I'm involved in production testing 
and we have an R&D process and we go through an X amount of hours and it passes, we move the part along, right? If it doesn't pass within those many, those X amount of time, that's a failure. We have to start over and do it again. So up until now, there has not been a problem. So I think, and this is my opinion, with Roxon coming on board, at least on the Suzuki 450 side of things, it's going to help the development of some of these things that are lacking right now. His name brings some clout to force these companies to say, okay, we need to make right. this kind of stuff. But having said that, and again, like what Michael was saying, with these teams employing different people to do the services on them and and you know and different parts or whatever like the club guys have pushed a lot of bikes off yeah and that's not a good look for them or for twisted and i thought to myself man if you're gonna get jmart you can win a championship here Correct. you really can right. outdoors you got to step up your motor game yes you know and i don't know if, what michael was saying about jmart's motor going uh but we know march banks did and broke his wrist and like, it sucks. It sucks for everybody, man. And again, I've been there. Our carburetors are falling off a of Yamaha. Our carburetors were just coming off. Popping off the intake. Popping off the yeah. intake. And yeah. guys were endoing and eating shit. Yeah. And luckily, only Timmy got hurt. It could have been worse. Not luckily, but only one guy got hurt. We could have had more riders hurt. Right. If, you know, they saved it. So I've been there. But what a, what a shitty deal for everybody involved. And the thing is, too, there's... Human error, no matter what you have, right? Yeah, absolutely. You got a guy putting together the motor. You have Jamie that does what the team says. Jamie has some input, obviously. I'm sure, like, hey, this is what I want to do. They try it. They know uh, it's it's too much or right. not enough. Like, the team has the right to say, hey, we don't want this time bomb this close to time yeah. it out. Let's back it down a little bit. The motor builder is, from what I've gathered in the last couple years that I've been close to some of these guys, is – we do what the team wants us to do. We have a spec. We give it to them. They decide if that's what they want or not. They, the motor builder gives the team the information of everything they have done, um, the time limit that they think or they know, I should say, what they know until it times out. Yep. After that, it's up to the team, yep. the guy who's running the team. Right. Right. Yeah, so I'm, it just sucks that understand. us on the outside look in like, oh, that's a so-and-so motor or, or that's – I mean – Or Suzuki or whatever. I don't yeah. know what Supercross it was and, and XPR and Chad and those guys that um, um, Bullfrog Spa's Honda team, the Moto Concepts team, one took a shit on the starting line and they had to get another engine. And they don't – it's just sometimes it happens. Like it just – it's just the way it goes. So um, even the best of the best, the factory teams – um, have the same kind of problem at times, you know? So it's just it's just a matter of going through the process. And it just sucks because you mentioned the practice. Everything's happening in practice. The riders are so hard on practice bikes. Uh, the, the practice bikes get used way more. There's a, is there, there's a heavier time limit on these practice bikes versus the race bikes. Um, I just think some of these time constraints, um, these limits that are on some of these parts need to be pushed in a little bit more for practice bikes, I think, for me. Because these are the, the bikes that they're using all the time. Right. Uh, so, and yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what these guys' intervals are. I don't know what the criteria is. Yeah, yeah we don't really know. Michael, do you think that Hep's going to fill in with, for Hot Raft with somebody? Um, I would 
think, um, I guess, you know, we all could say thing, it all depends on contracts, how many they're required to have for their new, whatever deals they come up with, especially Kenny coming in, additional money. Uh, yeah, because right now the plan would be, as long as everything goes to plan, it would probably be Kenny and Chisholm um, incoming. So I, I would, you know, two 450 guys and one 250 on each coast. Does that satisfy all the needs of contracts? Um, definitely sounds like, I mean, at some point, yeah, because if, yeah. if, again, Chiz, say Chiz and Kenny go to World Supercross, they need U.S. outdoor guys. That would have been Brandon. You know, Brandon's injury list is very extensive. I'm, I, you know, we don't know yet, but I'm just going to throw. Sounds like full recovery, know, though. Yeah, not, full recovery, though, from what I hear, right? Yeah, full yeah. recovery, but I'm guessing we are not seeing him this year. That is, that is quite the laundry list. So, yeah, yeah somebody's got to be brought in at some point. Do they bring somebody in immediately? Do they need to? Again, we'll see, right. you know, if they do, it answers that question if the contracts require. Um, and, yeah. So, from what uh, I gather, yeah, okay. uh, the 250 guys and Kenny are in one truck, and then Chiz and Hartraff are going to be in the twisted truck, and then Kenny and the 250 guys are going to be progressive truck, from what I hear. Yeah. So, that's the other thing that could play into that is even if, you know, pre Kenny, say their contract only need two 450 guys, um, you know, maybe that, that kind mm-hmm. of. Since Kenny though is under the other truck, like yeah, they might need somebody now. Um, the other one is is I keep getting a mixed answer on this: is Seven Deuce Deuce racing or no? No, I don't believe so. No. Okay, I asked him like two months ago, and he said he was, and I was like, uh, I haven't heard anything since. So. Right. Um. Uh. The I don't think he is. The they could also put Marsh up to four fifties and find a two fifty guy. Yeah. You know they Mar- could, but Marsh could. Is, I don't. Mark, he's not ready to Mark ride yet. Back on from his injury? No. Yeah, he's not ready what to ride. Huh? ACL. He blew out his knee playing basketball. Yeah. He did? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was saying playing basketball. News yeah. to me. So he was okay. scheduled for 250. That's why he didn't race World Supercross. Um, that's why Kelly got that gig last minute because Marshall did that right before World Supercross. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I didn't know that. Oh. So he's scheduled for 250. Still in shorts would be 250 West. I just think it's 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 for us listening and the fans – just because these things happen to race, it doesn't mean it's going to happen to your stock motorcycle. No. That's where I think it gets confused. Like, oh, something yeah. went bad on so-and-so's bike. That means my bike's going to do I, it. That's, I heard, oh, that's not the case. Like I said to you, my Twitter feed was alive with Suzuki's are blowing up because no. of Ken yeah. and, and – or because of Hartraft and uh, Mumford. Like, calm down. Yeah. Like, I've had Suzuki's and a lot of hours online, and sure, it hasn't been developed in – umpteen years, yeah. but I can say it's pretty damn reliable bike. We should get uh, yeah. oh, Vi- Vi- Michael does, does Suzuki give vital bikes? Uh, yeah, from whenever we finally get them, I saw them gone mine mm. uh, for this year. We got lap, the ones we got for what would have been this year's test bike last year we didn't get till like February something. I'm just now getting mine Thursday. Put Mr. Side on one. Yeah. He yeah. can be RM Army. Mr. Side can be RM Army. <laughs> you really want somebody to kick it since you don't anymore? Right. Mr. Side, will you do RM Army? If I'm told to, but I'm not giving that Husky back. <laughs> oh, wow. Now he's demanding. <laughs> wow. He hasn't even been a year yet. Has he off his probation yet? He's uh, Church of 350, man. I'm not giving man. that Husky back. God. I told him as soon as I got back to Texas and rode the first time, I texted him and said, you're going to have a hard time getting his back. Listen, drive out here. Dark said, don't be like that. The ladies are listening. You saw him controlling. They don't want to hear that. Good point. Yeah. Good point. The last, the last thing I'll say on the engine thing, I don't know if, if you may agree with me on this, Chris, is like, <clears throat> exactly what Chris said, though, is I know people are going to freak out, but it's like, hey, these things are high-strung. If anything, when I hear the issues I do and I hear others on top of this, again, I t- 
tend to glare more at, yes, things can fail, but when I keep hearing of the same things over and over, I start to look at the team and the process they're doing. Um, it, it would be actually my biggest question mark more than, oh, is that bike safe to ride or something? I, I start to go, well, because, again, I, you know, woohoo, I did it for two years, but we we were very aggressive with intervals based on what we were told we could run stuff. And because of that, we never had a complete 250 failure of any sort. Um, but we were very aggressive on our, our intervals based on the information we were getting. We never tried to stretch it um, for any reason. The, the state mattered too much of the, of the riders to, to ever push anything Correct. for cost reasons. Yep, absolutely. Well, Michael, hey, thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Um, you know, get Mr. Side's expense money. Mr. Side, <laughs> is it, please. He, How about, you know what? You might as well just keep my money at this point. <laughs> has he passed his 90-day probation? Have we done that yet? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I started in like June. Okay, I didn't know. Good, I, good job, Chris. Yeah, way, way to keep up with your friends. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Michael. Uh, oh, hey, one, one more one more thing. Next Monday, we have we have another we have another person joining our staff next Monday. Oh, is it happening? It is. It's finally happening. Is, it, is he here? Uh, he will be here in like two weeks and then followed oh. by his cohort shortly after. All right. Big news. And Mr. Side's going to have some competition for Top Vital yes. employee. Yeah, we're going to start a Survivor-style island show. Right. <laughs> uh, and, Michael, so you will confirm that you will give Mr. Side the morning off the night after or the morning after the date. Yes. Oh yes, yes, definitely. Okay, all right. Because as long as you know, as, as long as he, you know, I, I always tell all my employees the same thing, whether it's you know a little side work here or there, or a personal trip or something. Hey, as long as you get your work done. So what really this depends on, and I'm not talking about work for the company. As long as Jamie does his work, he's what I'm saying. The, uh, so we'll have his dating that. show. We'll have the dating show <laughs> where we get the three finalists and we'll choose one for him, and then we'll have a. a sh- He'll be on the show for a follow-up with the lady mm-hmm. so we can ask her how the date was as well. Okay. Fair enough, because he's going to be doing work all night. Yes. So Exactly. All right. Thanks, Michael. Have a good Dark go. goes on a date. That's right, dark. Guts Racing, uh, Seal Savers, Motorsport.com, all on board the wrap-up show with uh, and Michelin Bicycle Tires with uh, Kellen and, uh, and the sellout, Roto. And Jamie, <laughs> j- Jamie, just for the record, I had nothing to do with any of this. Just so you know, that's false. Yeah, Eric, Eric's no, on board. You, you Eric, are, there's no way you wouldn't even give him a launch device, a pro launch device. When last year or about? two years ago, you wouldn't even no. give him the works connection. Oh no, that was you. That, no, no actually, that, was that was not Pookie. me. <laughs> that was not. Or no, me. that was Heather. That was Heather. Heather did. Yeah, yeah. That was I heard. Heather. I heard you were texting her. Don't know. I'm oh, gonna, I heard. Yeah, bad. <laughs> no, fake news. Eric was the one that made sure I got one when Heather said no. There we go. All right. That sounds more like Way it. to go, Heather. All right, uh, Jamie. Well, we'll get you a date, too. Don't worry. We'll get you a haircut. We'll get you a dirt bike. We'll get you a job. Gosh. Now we'll get you a what date. If what if he gets this girl, goes on a date, and ends up marrying this lady? I, I mean, what else? You think a Southern California lady is going to move to East Texas with him? I'm just now thinking of this. What if this just... Yeah. We finish it off. Mr. Side, would you move out of East Texas for the right lady? Uh, very unlikely that I'm leaving my grandbaby. Good. Uh, yep. Be surprised with a woman. A woman what if this do? chick has eight hundred dollars at, at the ready any time? <laughs> okay, I'm in. Oh, he's in. 
<laughs> All right. Thanks for calling, man. See you, Jamie. All right. You guys are assholes, but I love you. <laughs> Later, Dark. See you, Jamie. We are getting just, him a date. Just, yes. Just out of How does Hep, just thinking about it, this is a, this Kenny deal is a last minute signing. How do they get a second truck uh, in that amount in that short well, amount of time I know with like everything people, going on? Nah, you can get trucks, no problem. Trucks, like, no le- problem. Le- but lease them, and you lease them and decked out. Well, and, I, mean, I don't like, know about the wrap deal, but you you can lease a truck tomorrow. Existing. Didn't truck. they have yeah. two trucks anyway? Yeah. No, they didn't have two trucks. I thought they had a hospitality one. I don't believe so. Oh, okay. I just think um, of awnings. I just know how long everything right, is right. taking. You know, well, just, yeah, I don't know, but I know they can get a truck real easy, real mm-hmm. fast with a lease. You don't buy it or anything. Um, and a wrap, I feel like wraps are pretty simple, too, for these guys nowadays, yeah. right? And they do digital stuff and everything. Interesting to see, for sure. Uh, yeah. Maxima USA, favorite Maxima product? Uh, suspension clean. Wrong. Okay. SC1. Okay. Uh, 927, number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. Pulp 20 is the code to save with Maxima. The four-stroke engine oils are designed to ensure ultimate performance. While providing maximum protection under the most severe MX and off-road conditions, and they have the suspension clean that Kiefer mentioned. They have SC1 as well, uh, so please check them out. Pulp 20 is the code to save. Profilter.com. Pulp 20 again to save uh, on a Profilter, which is uh, top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side by sides, and everything in between. Sold through Motorsport.com. Sold through your local dealer. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service. Pulp 20 at checkout, profilter.com. Uh, please check out those guys. Maxima as well. Use the code PULP20 to save. Thank you to those companies for coming on board. Um, we got After Dark if you want to do that. If you don't, we can skip it. We Just, have some yeah, more. we'll skip it. Okay. Uh, Works Connection. How's everything at Works Connection, Eric? Everything is good. Yeah? Yeah. We're, you have uh, the new uh, the Kiefer-developed uh, We have Yamaha. the new titanium offset you know foot peg mounts in stock they just yeah we got them all done last week and they're already shipping out to everybody who had them on order so yeah if you had them on order you should see it soon or if you haven't already secret testing you guys were doing that were you were not telling me about which i wasn't wasn't happy did a little bit of that right yeah he's been bugging me for how long (laughs) it's been a while and then yamaha comes out with a new bike with (laughs) right well it was probably in 2020 it's like right in the middle of everything and he's he had the idea and i'm like i just i can't do it and now, you know, we waited a little bit long, but yeah. now they turned out great. But they're selling yeah. well. and Yeah, they're yeah. good. Yeah, the got feedback's been good. Yep. Um, yeah, got a you know, fair amount of orders. Pre, you know, like nice. I said, the pre-sold stuff's good. Super clean the way they did it. And yeah. it's titanium, so you lose a bit, little bit of weight. Yep. It's just it's a super trick factory kind of piece. Right. Because you can't get them unless you were on a team or someone built them for that team. Yeah. Because I had a set from another team that I got given to me, and I loved them. And that's when I was saying, hey, Eric, this could be something that you could sell that you, it would sell, you know? You think about it, it's like super simple, right? Like, That's just, not really simple. Well, <laughs> no, but okay, you got a bracket that fits to the frame. You can move your peg mount anywhere you want. You know, like it's a pretty easy deal. And, and when you, it's something where you try it, you're like, oh, wait, like that's pretty good, you know? So it's, It is. I mean, after it's all said and done, it's like you look at it and you go, oh, that was pretty easy. But getting there yeah. is quite a few steps. Right, right. And we have a new guy. Actually, we hired back in May. It's been working out really well. But he's very – he does SolidWorks, and he's a wizard at Solid, oh, okay. SolidWorks and yep. designing. So that opened up that door for us to uh, really pursue it. Right. And what's cool is, like, get it done. I pitch stuff to him. And he's he's an honest dude, and he's been around for a while, you know? Like you said, he's just now learning about his no, business. No, yeah, they're it's up, been a minute. up-and-coming company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But – uh, he decided, like, yeah, I think it, it'd be a good time. And 
I was excited to do it because I've been on that kind of dimension for a little bit. And I just know how it kind of changed my way on the bike because the bike was a little bit um, ergonomically challenged mm -hmm. before the new one. I didn't find that, but I have short legs. Yeah. So I never found what you were talking about. I didn't like the tall seat either. Mm -hmm. A lot of people did, right? I'm not a big tall seat guy either. I have a 32 inseam, so my, I have short legs, but like I'm six feet tall, right? But mm -hmm. it's just the way my body is. I don't see that making a lot of sense for me. I never found out what you were talking about, and I didn't like the tall seat. But I've heard cramped cramped uh, cockpit by a, more than a few people who had the older animal. Well, the 23 sure. is basically yes, it is. what it's, what you did. Right? It's Yamaha's yeah. way of saying, like, yeah, maybe it was. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. for sure. So that's where I... When I saw the specs for the new Yamaha, it sort of validated what you guys were talking about because, you know, the great Travis Preston. And what's cool, too, you did – I just figured this out. So the FX, it will work on the FX, but it doesn't have the kickstand. It doesn't have the kickstand. Okay. So if, a, if an FX rider can do away with the kickstand, we, these we can't. mounts will We, we can't. I yeah, I talked FX. to Weege. Oh. I emailing with Weege. He wanted us up, and he's like, oh, I need the kickstand. Yeah, and so, I had the FX up in Idaho. Love that kickstand. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, good. not too many FX guys will give up the kickstand, but yeah. that's the yeah. only way to do it. But if you wanted it, yeah. 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 Um, no, and uh, the Perch and the Pro Launch Start Device, so you locked in with Honda and Star we and just, all that? We actually just re-upped with Honda for okay. the next couple of years, yep. so we're excited about that. Yep. Uh, Star Racing again. Um, we're excited with the Kinney, if that is, goes through. Yep. We're a sponsor We're sponsor We've been yep. sponsor for quite a few years with HEP. They're great, great to work with. Yep. Um, yeah, things are good. We're so, we're trying, and to back up a little bit, you asked earlier, like supply chain issues, yeah. and I mean it hasn't been easy. Like two years ago, I had a full head of hair, and now, <laughs> I mean, but I mean we're we're making strides, and we brought in, we bought a new press brake, you know, that's fully yeah. automated. We're trying to be in kind of more, you know, in charge of our own fate. And right. not rely on on people because everybody got busy all of our manufacturers yeah. our local manufacturers got busy doing uh, they make four-wheel drive parts they make our part you know so we had to kind of step up and and it's taken a while but we're we're starting to see some of it paying off now and there's going to be within the next six eight months yeah it's going to be even you know more noticeable like catching up on stuff and we've had guys bear with us if you're if you're waiting for frame guards you know, we're yeah. we're still getting there. Like yeah. we get a ton of requests for the old frame guards, but when you look at it, like how many we sell compared to a set of radiator braces for a YZ450, yeah, it's like we got to go with the numbers, right? And some people understand that. Some, and I I get it. it. It's it's tough, but something that me and Aiden just started using that we didn't think of of Eric's is uh, the radiator braces for the KX250. Aiden squeezes with his legs so much against those shrouds where they come into the frame mm -hmm. that he bends the shroud in. And, That's a cowie problem, right? And it pops yeah. the bolt, like pops the yeah. plastic through the bolt. Which Noof said he did the same thing, right? Yeah. Yep. So if putting the works connection frame guards, I'm sorry, uh, radiator. radiator guards, not only are you protecting your radiators, but like it'll protect those shrouds from pushing in. Right. And it won't pop that thing out. Uh, Keith, Keith, Mr. Kiefer here was quite upset with uh, you at the World Vets. Uh, I'm sure you're aware... Uh, Eric, that the generally for pros and non-pros, the fork pro launch start device height is mm. way down there nowadays. And you supply a template like a great company does. Right, right. Yeah. And you supply a template with the three <laughs> try holes. Try to make it easy. Yep. Yeah. And I took the middle hole of the template because I'm like, okay, well, 100. I don't, you know, whatever, yeah, whatever the middle one is. And sure. He said, uh, "Well, stop. you're a five, so you go right in the right. middle, right? You so like, he, yeah. he's like, Touché. it got, yeah. it's got to go further down.' And I'm yeah. like, I don't know, man. This is Works Connection. Perhaps you heard of them. 
and they have decided that this is a suitable hole. I just got to go longer. It's not enough. Yeah. To the chopper. Yeah, I could see that. I could totally <laughs> and, see that. And yeah. so he, we moved my, we moved the hook up on the fork to get oh, it down. To adjust, okay. To move it, yeah. not 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 advised, but no, but it it does the job. But yeah. maybe the templates should be a bit lower. We are, yeah, one ten is what we like to see. I know guys are going one thirty. So I'm I mean, going one twenty. 120, so yeah. you're 10 more than we recommend. Mm-hmm. So if it fails, then, you're, then no. it's on my ass. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> no, no warranty. No, I mean, so. some of the factory guys, I mean, oh, I don't even I know, know how far, how deep those Hondas are know, and right? everything else. It's amazing. Yeah. But, no, a we recommend it. We, for local level, it's like you're not on a, on a grate. You're not on, you know, well. really tacky dirt. So that's where we feel it runs. I was advised of the World Vets by, yeah, Kiefer. Uh, I'd say 110 is a good thing. He couldn't even, Allen. he tried to set my device. Couldn't do it. I had another guy come uh, over. First try. Uh, yeah, that was weird. I thought something was up with his Cause device. He, oh, because it's, yeah. He's not doing it right. I had to say, get away. Team Canada, get out of here. Yeah. Uh, the 9 o'clock hour brought to you by Suspension Direct. Uh, Pulp Mex is the code to save with suspensiondirect.com. Uh, founded in 2005. Of course, hard to find suspension parts. That's how they started out with. But then they grew into the E-Click system, uh, which is meant for UTVs. And now it's have Jeep models and Ford Raptors and uh, F-150s, UTVs, and more. It's more than just electronic shocks. Semi-active suspension system that constantly adapts to the road and conditions. No more getting out of the vehicle to adjust suspension. If you have a UTV, please check into this Suspension Direct E-Click stuff. It's really cool. Marks has a set on his Raptor. It has, probably hasn't been mobbing lately. But. Not too busy doing all uh, the work I do for you. How's the app looking? Mm, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, mm. did we have a problem? Did we have problems? Dude, it's just Crap. been it's it's a been a pain in my ass. Mm. So and you now said I January one, right? Well, I said I w- I wanted to get it done. Oh, okay. I didn't say it was going to be out by then. I said I wanted to. And so. we got Pulp Mex Fantasy wrapping up too. When sign ups for that, Marks? December nineteenth is our uh, target date. So yeah, for the next two weeks, I'm pretty much on fantasy stuff. So, so am I. I got to do a show. So I yep. got to get into. I it. think you should just play. Can you just play? I'm going to play it so I can talk about the damn thing when I do the show. Just one year. If you don't like yeah. it, you, you're out. But you got to commit. I need a commitment. Eric, you one play year. It? I don't. You don't play. Football. I enjoy watching the races without. So do we. Know, being pissed off. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> Aiden, grab a grab a headset over here. Come on, come. Yeah, you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you and your. You and your. Uh, suspension Name direct Aiden, right? made and developed in the USA. Please check them out. Use the code PulpMX to save SDI. Uh, good guys. And uh, motorsport.com, fly racing, decal works, race tech, suspension and engines, X brand goggles, Renthal, Michelin motorcycle tires. I mean. Michelin's are great. Let's just, you know, let's it, get that it's, out of it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. 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 Uh, a Chair Beast, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Pulpamex is the code to save with atlasbrace.com, Works Connection, Pulpamex 20, support Eric here and Ryan and everybody down there. Motorcyclingcjobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, love the guys at WUSA. I like, like, I. I You've been around longer than John and Kristen at W, but I feel the same way. You guys get it. You guys are cool companies. You make cool stuff. You you fill a, a need in the industry. You know, well, I don't thank, know. I feel yeah, like thank you Connection that. and that's... W are like, like just on the well, same path. Well, that's a compliment to Tyler because I like yeah, John. Right. They do a great job. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, ride yeah. engineering, intense cycle, suspension, direct, manscape, Wiseco piston, twisted T, on board with us. Uh, Ride-engineering.com, pulp fan twenty. You ever think how good a set of YZ450 forks would feel on your 21 to 23 KTM? No, because I've had that on my KTM. 
Did you know Ride Engineering has a YZF-style KYB conversion kit for seventeen fifty installed and revalved for your weight and riding ability? I didn't know they did this. With spring? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's pretty installed good Installed and revalved. This kit uses the stock WP outer tubes and lugs, so the fork wheel and brakes all bolt right on. And then you can get the uh, the rest of the KYB conversion kit. Wow. Yeah, so Adrian sells the KYB conversion kit. I didn't know this. Yep. Uh, nine millimeter more travel, too. Do you like this? Is it is it a good is it a good? A thing? lot of WP guys go with the KYB conversion because of comfort. So this is different from like you know their normal conversion kit that's just a spring conversion. It's so not a KYB. This is basically using the KYB internals. Yeah, it's like a mid valve. Yeah, right. So um, with that, with the KYB, obviously everyone knows the KYB stuff is probably has the most comfort out of all the stock production forks. And with the WP, obviously you have an air system. You want to get rid of that. Yeah. You want to get some comfort. But the internals of a spring conversion is not KYB-ish. It's something different. What are you talking about? I don't understand. Like, okay, we've all heard of the spring conversion for WP forks. Told, yes. That's a Racetech thing. We've all well, heard that. WP sells their own version. Yep. Racetech has a single-sided version. And then this is a KYB. The KYB version. Yes. Okay. I was wondering if the Racetech version and other conversion kits that I've heard so much about mimic KYB Everyone's stuff. slightly Everyone's different. Everyone's a little different. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, PulpFan20 is a code to save with ride-engineering.com. Please check that out as well. PulpMex20 code to save at works connection. Get a perch. If you don't get a perch, get a radiator guard. Radiator guards, yeah. perch, right. caps. Yeah. KTMs, you know what else they sell that's really good? Hmm. Um, oh, the chain adjusters? No, the, the chain oh. adjusters get rid of that fixed adjuster. Right. Because people are like, oh, you can't feel that. That's bullshit. You can. Because when under torque, you're accelerating that left side will bind a little bit and you do get some harshness. So That's a new, That was a new kit for yeah. 23 also. Yeah. yeah. With the new axle size, we have those. Yep. And the lines are way easier to read when you adjust your chain on the worst connection blocks. So, When's, When am I getting my 2023 oil filter cover? Uh, it's in process. What are we Thanks thinking? Thanks to you. Us yeah, you're welcome. Couldn't ride my bike. Yeah. But yeah. It's, uh, how about we say like two months? I always I always guess long and yeah. hope that we you know like under yeah. de- I do under that too. promise and over deliver. I could, guess could long. I get how stoked is he going to be to on, go from you know eight on, weeks to on the underside five. of it? Can I get a thanks to pulp engraved? Oh, maybe on yours. No, I, I mean oh, you want just you on sell. every yes. production, and then maybe I can. And get you a, want a little cut out of I, that? Yeah, I a little mean, cut out of that. Yeah, if you're going to go big, you might as well push right. it. Yeah, I I'm not going to talk about it because like we can't. But I'm super excited about some new stuff. We got even new, new stuff that me and Eric yeah. have been talking about. Well, cool, man. Right on. Wait a I don't secrets. know anything about that. But. Uh, JP's on the line. He wants to talk to Kiefer. JP, what's up? What's your uh, question for Chris Kiefer? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hi, JP. JP, have you ever met me at a race? I have met you at a race, actually. You kind of uh, cool guide me. Yes. <laughs> yes, JP. <laughs> that was but not the fair, answer was, you uh, Steve was looking that's, for. That's fucked. That you He's a pole person. He's my kind of pole <laughs> person. To be fair, I was uh, I was actually flagging that race, so I had the whole flagger get up, and I know how Steve feels about flaggers, so wasn't doing myself any favors there. Wow. Wow, Steve. I like Dig Dugs. I'm a fan of Dig Dugs. <laughs> I wasn't a dig dug. I was just a temporary flag. He's just like a stock flagger. You know, dig dugs are the cool flaggers. <laughs> when, when did you confront me, JP? What, what? Uh, it was it was down in the tunnel, but um, I had some carbon monoxide poisoning by that time too. So Minneapolis. Yes, dude. 
Dude. People got jacked up, dude. I felt yeah, like was, shit too. That wasn't good. Maybe you weren't even hearing or seeing me right. Maybe I broed you down, and then you were just like, oh, "I don't know." I think know, everybody man. was high. All jacked uh, I up. I know I was. Yeah, that was. I know I was. Hey, we were up in the press box that time, and I remember asking Steve. I'm like, "Dude, do you smell that?" And he's like, "Yeah, like it's pretty gnarly." And then like I got a headache. I like, had a headache all night. Yeah. All right, JP. Yeah, dude, it, was, it was bad. Really, really sorry I asked that question, but go ahead and talk to Kiefer. <laughs> That's all right, man. Say, um, so Kiefer, I got a 22 YZ 250F. Yep. Getting, uh, getting up there in hours. I got about 40 hours on it. And, um, just kind of, this is my first 250F in quite a while. I've been riding 450s for years. Um, and I've been buying bikes every year, but this one I decided to keep because I like it so much. Um, but just kind of wondering your opinion on what I should be doing as far as maintenance, you know, off season up here in Minnesota. So, um, you know, should I be looking at top end? Should I be looking at timing chain? I mean, what's your opinions? I hate opening bikes up if I don't have to because I love it, and I feel like they're never the same again after you open them up. But uh, what's your opinion on that? So with the YZ250F, great bike, by the way, um, fun to ride, so I kind of get what you're talking about not want to get rid of it. But I would definitely change your timing chain. Um, those have a tendency to go south on you after about – if. I don't know how you ride, so depending on how you ride, it could last you 60 hours and be, wouldn't be a problem, but normally, around 40 hours, I would change the timing chain, look at your valves, get your valves checked. It doesn't necessarily mean you need to do anything, but at least have, see if your valves are checked and if they're, they're tight or loose. Um, and then I would just put a piston and rings in it and be done. Okay. That was okay. it. I mean, Perfect. it's pretty, pretty simple. It's, a, it's some cheap insurance just to put a timing chain in it, trust me. Yeah, and that, I mean, that for sure was going to get done. So, yeah, just questioning whether or not uh, we need to be doing a, a piston and rings as well. Like I said, been riding 450s for a long time. I am, I'm a 40-year-old vet rider, but I do kind of beat the crap out of this bike. So um, Here's the yeah, thing that I look at, like I'm a vet guy too. I'd rather spend a little bit of money now than a lot later. And if yep. you have enough time during the winter, I would just go ahead and put a piston rings and a timing chain, and that, that's it. All right, sounds good. That's what we'll do. All, All right, right, JP. Thanks, JP. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, the uh, motorsport.com tweeted talent segment coming up here right away. Uh, Aiden, welcome to the show. It's not on, so. I know. It's coming, but you can hear me. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, act yeah, like you can, yeah, and yeah, we'll okay, fix it. Okay, okay, okay. All right. How's the wrist? Uh, it's good. What's wrong? It's good. Oh. It's good. Can you hear me? Through yeah, this we can. Yeah, you. you're good. Oh, actually? Yeah, yeah just keep oh. talking. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Um, I'm not even supposed to be riding right now, but... Uh, we're back riding, and yeah. And he's going. So we're leaving to go to Mesquite tomorrow to do some testing, and uh, so you're you're going to be able to get to ride. Yeah, I've only rode like three times in the past like two weeks, I think. So hopefully, you can talk a little louder than that. Well, I can't hear myself or sound what I sound like, so <laughs> I don't know what I sound like. Right it now. sounds it sounds all right over here. It's all right, okay. I'm excited for tomorrow. Mesquite right. should be good. I'm excited too. Yeah. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, Aiden, just like what DV was talking about, we were having him practice some Supercross to get ready for some future races. We were at Carson Mumford's house, and I thought we were doing it the right way. Carson had him out. They basically, what Carson had at his track was just a circle track with whoops on each side. Um, so, he was just doing whoops, just practicing whoops at his mm -hmm. own speed, no problem. And then he did that for about three days with Carson, and then we took him on the big track. And the first day, he started doing laps. 
Um, he screwed himself, skipped a whoop, broke a scaphoid, and then uh, they said about three months. But um, Dr. Alexander um, took his cast off, looked at it, said it looked pretty good. He put a pin in it, and here we are. So we're about a month early, and uh, yeah, he's going to go ride with me tomorrow. Yeah. This is the first time? No. This yeah, is the third time. I feel like you've been rock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, all right, well. I wish I could go to Mesquite for you guys. That'd be sound, that sounds like a fun day. I mean, my bike's in a bunch of pieces thanks to you two. But, it's not washed. You know, I would like to take it out. Well, we could, I mean, I, I feel like what you're doing tomorrow is more important, but yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah, I'm heading out to uh, North Carolina for a service for Corey Gibbs. Yep. Not the funeral, but just a service memorial something at the shop, at the cup shop. So going all the way there for that, uh, yeah, should be, I could see Weege and Phil and Tell stories. Thomas and tell some stories and laugh about Koi. Yeah. My whole thing is I don't feel like Koi would fly across country for me, but I'm going to fly across country for him. So that's, <laughs> that's one true. one final like thing that I win at. Yeah. You know? So. Uh, all right. Uh, motorsport.com. Tweet at Talon. No, <laughs> oh, that's my mom. It's the motorsport.com tweets at Talon segment. No. Oh. you breathing. You're breathing really hard. I know, dude. You nervous or something? Yeah, all right. You've been on my show 20,000 times. It's different, dude. It's different, Why? It's a different vibe. We're live. Can you turn his mic up? Because he's, he's slow. He's like all shy and shit. He's bussing over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say, dog. <laughs> Motorsport.com. Go through the banner on pulpamex.com. How's Motorsport for Mork's Connection? It's, uh, they, the, they do really they do well. well for they're you guys. Great, great company yeah. to deal with also. So they yeah, they absolutely awesome. do well. If you want to get your Motorsport, uh, get your Mork's Connection through Motorsport.com. Free shipping and everything over 79 bucks. And uh, great return policy as well. UTV stuff, street bike stuff. All of that um, is available at motorsport.com. And uh, really appreciate those guys coming on board with us. So these are tweets submitted to at Pulp Mech Show. The guy in the corner picks the best ones, goes through them all. And uh, Aiden, uh, don't be nervous at day service. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Is that Thanks. good, Marks? At whose service? I don't know, man. I was Dave just... service or someone. Dave, Dave service or Dave Dave's? service. Dave service. I Dave. said, don't be nervous. Be at day service. Oh. Yeah, you don't know how to read, but no, that's okay. I don't. Yeah. I'm getting really. What does that mean? What is that from? That right now. From an old uh, Cat Williams bad? skit what? with Snoop Dogg. Uh, okay, you did good though. Nice try. I didn't know what that meant. So. I don't know either. Mark told me to say it. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to hear you say it. it All right, really, it. it was really white. <laughs> it was so white. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do this, Talon. Please, thanks. All right, from uh, from Jimmy G for Kiefer. I took your advice on purchase, purchasing a KTM 250 XCF over a two-stroke for 50% vet moto and 50% single track. He wants your opinion on a recluse clutch. Thinks it'll be good for woods, but will it be a negative for moto? Uh, auto clutch, I think, is a negative for most guys. I'm not saying for everybody. Um, it takes some of that hit away if you have an auto clutch. Um, man, unless you really, really need it in off-road and you're doing more off-road than moto, I would say, yeah, it's okay to go to an auto clutch because it does really make it really nice in the woods. Um, you don't have to really think about it. You just twist the throttle. Um, engine braking is better. It lugs better with the Recluse Auto. But for moto, if it's a 50-50 type ratio, I would just try to stick with the stock clutch because, honestly, the KTM stock clutches are really, really good, and they last for a very long time. Compared to, like, my 22YZ clutch, I have to change every 10 hours. Uh, KTM clutch, I could go 30, 40 hours on a clutch. It's amazing. All right, from uh, Jordan L, 1992. With the 23YZ450 coming in, coming in a little late, are we worried about ET3 and Ferrandis being behind the eight ball? No, they've got them. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. 
Steve, what happens first? The Raiders win a Super Bowl or Stark races Supercross or Motocross? Stark races Supercross, Motocross. Really? <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're, I mean, a few years away. Or, I, mean, uh. I mean, I know they're having some issues, but no. It's not, it's not really just issues. the Raiders just, are close? I think the Raiders are closer as the battery technology needs to go up a lot more. It can race soupy. For 20 minutes? Easy, dog. Yeah, he's breathing hard, touching yeah, mics. Like yeah, he's, he's amateur out here, dude. <laughs> you think he'd be used to, you know? I mean, he's no, Chris I don't Kiefer's know. Kid. Right. Chill out. Relax. Frankie says relax, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're telling him to stop breathing, so then he's focused on, like, T- Timely, like, bro. Oh, crap. Timely <laughs> reference. It makes it even harder. <laughs> exactly. Freaking out. Now, yeah. he's, now he's thinking about it, like, oh, oh crap. Yeah. All right. Uh, from Scott McElroy for Eric. How hard do you have to throw a Phillips head screwdriver to make an indent on a motorcycle frame? Asking for a friend. I knew this one was coming. What happened? This is my former roommate, Scott. Okay. So I may or may not have had a temper when I was, you know, younger. You don't seem like at all. You you seem the most mellow dude. I know. I know. But no, I I had a temper. I still do, but it's it's hidden. Yeah. But no, I, uh, yeah, things weren't going well with something. And uh, yeah, I decided to throw a screwdriver across the room and it left a perfect indent on my 91 RM125 frame. Really? Yeah. Right? Like just the the, the tip of the 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 screwdriver. Yeah, just that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think. I can't remember if Scott was there, and I. Well, he must have been, because otherwise I would have never said anything. Right. So, yeah. At some point, we've all thrown something in the garage oh, or the shop. Right. Like, exactly. Oh, yeah. Tire irons or yeah. T handles. Yeah. Something. Uh, from Zach Wisniewski, Brownie has been ripping this year. If he were to race outdoors, where does he finish? Also, if he raced Hayden Deegan at Minios, who wins? Oh, Hayden beats Hayden him. Beats Come him. on, Brownie. Uh, Depending which which race it is, he could be near twentieth. Yeah, course. yeah. Uh, I think around twenty. I was going to say yeah. around twentieth. Yeah. From Destry Butters, who do you think will make the better four hundred and fifty rookie in Supercross, Craig or Nichols? Craig. Craig. But Craig's not a rookie. In- he's he's raced four hundred and fifty Supercross yeah. before. Yeah. I'm kind of excited for Nichols. That I mean, just to see what he can do on that Honda. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's he been out for a year. When he yeah, was on yeah. it though. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about no, that. No, it'll be interesting to pick up for sure. He's uh, he signed with O'Neill. I saw. Yeah, O'Neill's got a lot of guys. I know, right? Yeah, Enjoy the ride this year. Yeah. yeah, Marv. Yeah, Colt. Him. Carnell. Carnell. Hey Ray. Hey Ray. Hey Ray's free. Is he? No. No. Why are you so negative on Ray? I said Izzy, not is oh, he. Izzy. I Z Z I. Is he racing? He said he's going to race Soupy. Yeah. His his Eddie Laird, you know Eddie. Yeah. Uh, his bike was over at Eddie's. He was working on it. Getting ready to ride Supercross. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck to him. Yep. Uh, why are you so negative? About a Ray. No. Do you want me you're, to tell you the story? You're so or? negative. No, I'm not. I'm honest. You're usually like pretty positive, Chris. For a Ray, I'm positive, but the, some of the stuff that he uses and chooses, I'm I just not the best stuff. Well, can you just be a, a supportive friend? I can now, yeah. Now that I got called out, sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, another one from your roommate, Eric. Have you ever publicly told the whole story about the whole shot device and that other guy? Uh, no, not really. We. Uh, I think you went into it a little bit on our pod. Yeah, in, yeah. in the pod yeah. we did. But, uh, well, what, yeah. what's, what's that about? The original the whole shot device. Oh, yeah, yeah. And stuff. Uh, it's yeah. not that I avoid it. It's just not 
really that interesting to anybody outside of it right in my opinion so no i've never really gone into it it's probably a couple of years i'd like to kind of forget <laughs> but. i well i was going through all my old resumes if you saw that on my social media like i got old handwritten letters to eric when i was 14 years old oh wow to works connection at the old address and that was that when you're in the yeah. garage yeah yeah and asking for sponsorship and i sent it to eric one day <laughs> said, did, he get, Dude. did he hook you up Ah, uh, yeah, I think I got like some percentage off oh, at yeah. some percentage. Point. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to go through those every one of them. Yeah, I mean, I was I was a one man show for like yeah. four years. Yep. So I'd go through all that stuff. It was cool because I know if I got something, the envelope would be a little bit thicker, and you know if you got a negative one, like hey, we don't want you, the envelope was just like right. real thin. I think I, so I was uh, I think I had my shop up in Canada when you first started. And I was getting my stuff through White Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, White Brothers White was Brothers a distributor. Was yeah, solid. so I was yeah. getting worse connection stuff, but through them. Right. That was my, uh, my hookup for White They Brothers. were, like, the most aggressive company. Like, the minute anything was new, it was like they wanted to know what it was, yeah. you know, what we had, yeah. and uh, they'd order a bunch of it. And they'd yeah. beat everybody to the punch. All the bigger guys they'd beat to the punch because they were just, you know, we were bigger fish in there. Right. Ponds. Chris Bergstrom was a guy I dealt with. He was the the okay. uh, distributor for, like, out-of-country out stuff. Like a, No, it was fun dealing yeah. with Tom. You know, I'd dealt with tom quite a bit it's a great yeah. company yeah things that always that i every year that i wrote resumes no we're back to this again what no cool, works cool. connection was always the one cool that story, i man. did because i wanted frame guards a skid plate and the perch right that's what i wanted on my bikes all the time smart man mm -hmm. aiden at pulpamex wants to know if you have that w riz <laughs> <laughs> no i don't not no. at the moment, at least. I don't know what that means. I don't know either, man. You got means like you, you got, got a game with you got to control you your game. game. His music choices suck, Steve. No, I know it's terrible. It's yeah. absolutely terrible. It sucks. It's so good. Machine Gun Kelly's the best artist ever. He's got these chains. He's got a monster toque. Like, what's going on with him? Dude, I'm trying to help. Like, well, this is the struggle hard, as a parent. You're try not trying hard enough, man. Like, you should have saw how he's wearing it on the way up. It was rolled up above his ears, and I go, "Why even have that on?" Why didn't have the Why you have a toque on indoors? It's Thank not you. you're not in the snow, bro. It's just we have it's 75 degrees in here. He wants to be handy without the hair. Or yeah, shit. just take the toque off. Aren't you glad you put on a headset? Like oh, I should just go back to the I'm a, I'm a monster. Hey, I'm a monster guy. I'm a monster kid. Like bro, you don't need a toque on. Yeah. You're not you outside. You know what a toque is? It's a it's not for beanie, isn't yeah, yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Lipstick you're not, on your that, dipstick? Uh, from fake Glenn Helen for Kiefer, what happened to Preston Bow's plug getting dropped by Team Green? He seemed to have a great year last year. Wasn't winning enough. Yeah, I think uh, you're in that position, and he was a B kid, and I think he was hired to win Loretta's as a B rider. And I was expecting Preston to do better than he did, and then he didn't do bad. He just didn't win. And when you're in that kind of a position and you got that much help, they want you to win, and he didn't. So uh, I think they, they went their separate ways, you know. So, and so I try to tell him, like, you got to win. No one cares about what you look like on Instagram and your fifths and fourths. You got to win. Yeah. Well, I don't got to win at World Vets, but I had to be dark. I had to be dark side. Dark. That's a win. Yeah. That is a win, I guess. Yeah. You, you beat him, so. He was rattled. He was so rattled. <laughs> he can say whatever he wants. That Friday when he was over oh. at the house, he was effed up. Yeah, dude, he yeah. was blown out. Yeah, he was head case. He he's yeah, yeah. He was out to lunch. Yeah, took advantage of it. 
I took advantage of his weak psyche. You did. These Manitoba championships didn't win themselves, Chris. Hey, I, I saw it at Mesquite the week before. I saw the corner speed. I was like, oh boy. Yep. Dark's done. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Ryan Hyatt wants to know who wins more races in 23, Zacco or Kenny? I don't know XC2 competition well enough. I have no idea. I'm going to say Zach. If Kenny is on it, he can win three races. Easy. Maybe more, but like three. I got him penciling for three. Ooh. No? That's a, that's a lot. For Kenny? Yeah. Huh? I mean, How I mean, I many did he win last year? I know he won the opener. Yeah, I think he just won one. That was yeah. it. Yeah, yeah then he, so. remember he pulled out of the series halfway through yeah. ish or so. Yeah, I say Zach. You, Eric? I don't know. I think Zach. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know anybody about XC2 competition, so I, I have no idea. I feel like I Zach still pull for Kenny, though. Kenny is all, like, yeah. he's great. Like, yeah. social media, forwarding yeah. stuff. I mean, it's amazing for his level rider. He's a good dude. I feel like Zacho is going to be a podium guy almost right away, right? Yes, I, mean, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. So. He can be as modest as he wants, but he'll be good. Right. Uh, another one for Eric. Which one of your amazing products has made the most money? Is that gross sales, oh, that profit? Would, he said what gross we, sales. Well, gross, gross sales. sales. Oh, that'd be the foot peg wideners. No. Um, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gross sales. That's. Uh, I mean, the radiator guards. You put me on the spot. They, they sell for a lot. So. I'll give you the top five. Okay. It's in no particular order. It's radiator braces. Pro-launch start device, frame guards, skid plates, and... Uh, no purchase? The perch. Yeah. yeah, I was saving that for last. Okay. Well, that's your five most popular products. Anybody would guess that. You're not throwing... You want me to narrow down to three? Yeah. Three. <laughs> Radiator braces, pro-launch, and frame guards. Okay. Yeah. Figured skid plates would have been in there. What did you ask Eric the other day that he said he should not do and we saw on YouTube? Um, oh, someone polishing the... Um, no, or, it wasn't polishing. It was taking the anodizing off of the... Uh, the the, the Pro Launch. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this guy on YouTube's like taking the red anodizing off of the Pro Launch and making it a different color. It's chrome. And chromed it. Oh. And oh, then, just, did he just polish it or something? Or? Yeah. Yeah, we don't recommend. I mean, because it, it's anodized surfaces you don't wear. They don't gall. Like, plain aluminum so right I, we see guys do it some hmm. guys don't like the red okay but i used to advice. take my goalie cage when i played goal i would take the cage you know that you, you and i would chrome it and then a guy told me don't do that because it's steel with paint on it and then when i chromed it it would change the texture of the so change the material change the, yeah. the material and it could just break in my face i still kept doing it because it looked bitching but He's like, don't do that. I'm like, why? I'm just chroming it. And he's like, no, it changes the whole metal composition. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh. yeah. No, there's a lot of chemical reactions have you looked going at, on. Have you looked at anodizing those for different colors? Because I, I could see guys <laughs> freaking out about that. That back is scary. Yeah. Uh, like, no, you know, we looked at it. Like, I would probably like, get a blue one like if we, I could pick. It's just it's where we, why we don't is because our start devices are only made for one bike. I mean, they only fit like YZ450. Maybe they cross over to 250. But they don't fit everything. We, the way we make them, so we have probably well, the, the thirty-five. Thing, the flip thing fits everything. Yeah. The lever. Well, there, we have a couple of different ones of those. You do? So, yeah. So why? Why would you have the different ones of those? Like the uh, RMs have more curve to the fork guard. 
Oh, some so have a little bit oh, deeper okay. throw with the trigger. So it's all a calculated yeah. thing. When we build the fork ring, it's per the fork guard. It's there's a lot goes on more than it looks like. Yeah, to get it to fit right. No, I get the fork ring. That's so then, one thing. So now we I have get that. we have 35 ish part numbers. So now you add a color. Now we're up to 70 part numbers. Uh, yeah. yeah. And but the dude, distributors don't. They okay, don't but like what it. you could do is people that are cool like me, you could make me a blue one for a But Yamaha. then you show it, and then, and everybody, then everybody wants it. Wants it. So yeah, that but, doesn't but, work so but good then it's for like, ah, oh, only, we only do that for elite athletes like Mathis. What about limited edition runs? Yeah, what them? about limited edition? Yeah, maybe. That's, that would be an idea. Like LEs, like yeah. LE Pro yeah. Launch. Yeah, think, right. about, think about anything LE. It sells out like crazy. Yeah. But I, I just like the red. Okay, so like we're going to do... People see red and they know yeah. what it is, right? So people, it's almost like brand recognition. Uh, contact Works Connection. Ask them for an LE <laughs> a dish. Is there an info at worksconnection.com? Is there, okay. there is. Okay, so people we, do that. Yeah. And if you get what? 200? Oh, you're going to make the gal that answers the emails <laughs> not very happy. Okay, I'm going to be in big trouble. You should send it directly to me. No, I wouldn't no. do that. That's, I wouldn't that's do the that. contact form at Pulpimax. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so... Email, use the contact form on WalkerWorks Connection. <laughs> if we get 200 requests, can we make... 200. That would be a good number, yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. If you Eric get 200 gets 200 emails. emails saying that you would buy an LE a dish... Pro launch. Pro launch. For double the money. Whatever the price, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, doubles a little much. Come on. I know, no. It we'll would have to be a little more. And we'll make it some color. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. We can make a little more. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, MSRP on a Pro Launch is... 129.95. One sixty nine ninety five. That's pretty steep. I'd say another thirty bucks. Do you get know. to pick your color, or we're all doing? If one anybody color? at the shops listening to this, they're going to be so mad at me right now. Like <laughs> you don't know half of the. <laughs> so like, the shit for me, that just, you I get. could just come up because this is what I do when I'm at the shop. Like I come up with like an idea, like yeah. like I added all those colors, <laughs> and it was a, it's just a shit storm. I mean, there's no way around it. It's like. You had that many part numbers and colors. So are we, if, we, if you like, get the two, I just get to walk away and yeah. they have to do it all. Yeah, but we're, like, whatever. You're the boss. When I tell Marks what to do, he just does it, man. Right. Like, yeah, look at the app. Look at the yeah, app. Just like the app. It's coming in hot. Right. Um, are we just doing one color or are we going to do multiple colors of the it's you're, you're running this let's, show. Let's so just you, start you with just, a different color. Let's just say whatever. What, let's if you're going to pick a different color, what color are you picking? Well, purple. I want blue, but that's not going to work for KTM people. No, but they have their own orange. We do have orange for KTM. Oh. We've always had orange and red. Oh, those are we've started with oh. that. That's all we, we've had. Oh, okay. So well, blue will work with RM Army. It'll work blue with Cowie. Blue works Cowie. Yeah. yeah. So blue, blue, Honda, blue, blue looks good. Honda. Yeah. We've talked about blue. Yeah. Just we're because there's blue. a lot of Yamahas. We're doing blue. Yeah. Yep. If we get 200 emails, we'll do a blue LE Edish Pro Launch Start Device. There Sweet. There it, oh, okay. 200. Yep. Info at worksconnection.com. Yep. Okay. Start the camera. Poor, poor Eric. <laughs> oh, there goes some more I'm hair. Gonna, hair I'm going to have to send an email to, <laughs> to Gina. <laughs> Sorry, Gina. <laughs> All right. I'll explain Moto that. MotoFan92 for you, Steve. What's the number one thing you're not looking forward to this upcoming season? Moto and Supercross. Cody Phipps on YouTube says he's pissed. Oh, yeah. That's my son, other son who uh, he builds all the pro launches. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Sorry, Cody. Uh, I'm not. I'm not looking for. I was looking over at Brock thinking he was teaming up oh, with Cody no, or something. I'm like, wait uh, a minute. Yeah, no, that. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to travel. Like travel sucks. Like just airlines and you know. The travel all, sucks. It, travel sucks, right? Dallas so, is gonna be horrible. I, I'm not looking forward to that. If I had a Corvette to drive to Anaheim, I would be loving it. 
Why don't you just rent Aiden, one? if I get a Corvette, you want to get some bitches? I'm down. All right. Let's I'm so down. I'm down. Where are you going to put them? Some bitches. I don't know, man. I'll just, kick Aiden out. Okay. Aiden, wow. Aiden don't even know what to do. You know Got what I recommend? It? in from L.A., boy. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend you go to... He's got all these tracks right here where you go rent the fast cars and go yeah. rip the tracks and you got right in Vegas. I tried right to rent backyard. a Corvette and Jesus told me it wasn't right. happening. I'd so. love to see Steve at a, at a track in a car to be honest. That'd be great. I like it. Why would I, I? I just don't see you as like a Thank you. go fast. Let's let's crush lap times they, in a car. Dude, I live life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> they probably make you wear your seatbelt too, for They'd sure. Yeah. Have yeah, you seen fun. him drive the Ridgeline? Because it's kind of like a race car. Uh, he's not. He's not that fast in the Ridge. He? Mid-sized truck of the year. Would you would you get rid of the Ridge or would you keep it? Nah, I love the Ridge. I keep it. Okay. It's paid off. It's great. That's horrible. Motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment. There it is. Well, what a run. That was a good show. Osborne, mm-hmm. Brown, mm-hmm. Macquarie, mm-hmm. JT, or DV? Favorite guest? DV. DV's. You gotta go DV. He always yeah, knocks it out of the park, and pookie so. and stuff. Yeah. yeah he no, wants to go hit it hard. Right, right. Yeah. No offense. I like Zach too, but yeah. DV is DV. Yeah, it's hard to beat yeah. DV when he's... Co-host, oh, February yeah. 26th, DV in studio. Mark, you are forbidden from helping him when he's here for Life Swap. Like, he just has to do my job. Uh, so, uh, life is normal? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Stop breathing so hard. Dude, I know. What is anything. going on? I'm not even doing anything. I have the threshold turned all the way, which means <laughs> it, it, it activates only in a louder noise. I'm not even breathing hard. I told you he's a mouth breather. Didn't I say that? You did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite interview, Mark? Um, yeah, I'm going to go DB. Sorry. Talent? Zacho, because he's going off road. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Blue Crew. Yeah, Mr. Bita over there loves yeah, it. Bita. Uh, Samita's tired. Next Monday night, we're off, everybody. We're Papa Mex dinner. And it will not be live on YouTube. Everybody has to keep their mortars under nine ninety nine. That is, I forgot to tell you guys. Nine hundred ninety nine. Nine dollars. Where are you going? Where I don't you going? know. Okay. I don't want to tell people because then who knows? Oh, that's true. But it's it's Italian place. Okay. So I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna get off fairly cheap. Olive Garden. Yeah, I'm gonna get off fairly cheap. Can't screw with breadsticks and salad, dude. Right. I love them breadsticks. Talon's gonna get. All, Talon's gonna just be souping breadsticks. That's all he gets. And I have to sit at my own table. Yeah. The kids' table. Uh, yeah. But yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Eric, thank you for coming in, man. Thanks for having me. It's thanks for the support time. of the show. I think you've probably been seven, ten years. I don't know. You've helped us it's, a long time. It's been early on. So yeah. It's been good yeah. run. When was the first show you listened to? Do you remember? The Pulp. That I listened to? Mm-hmm. Do you right remember up. when you came in? Probably you, after we started sponsoring it. Kenny called me originally, so whenever that was. So not the Lindsay days, just the Kenny days. Kenny days. Okay. Yeah. Well, Lindsay was only about eight shows. Yeah. And then he was out. But I, I I run into some listeners that say they've been listening since yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul, uh, Paul and I, it was a rough start. Have you heard from him? Oh, I hear from him every now and then. What's yeah. he doing? I don't know what he's doing, but yeah, he sounds like he's doing well. Okay. So it's good to talk to him. So, uh, yeah, I remember Paul when we split. Paul's like, "Look, man, the only thing I want is I want the Moto Show name," and I'm like, "Sweet," because I wanted to call it the Pulp MX Show the whole time. <laughs> That's all I wanted to call it. He didn't want to. And I'm like, sweet. So you can keep the name. I'll I'll start calling it the Pulp Mech Show. Hmm. Awesome. And then he never really did much after that. No, I don't think he did. But yeah. I was just like, awesome, because I don't want that name anyway. So. Right. Uh, but yeah, thanks for the support, man, over the years. Uh, again, yeah. Pulp Mech's 20, 200 emails for Factory Edition. 
Ellie dish, I should say. Yeah, I'll apologize to Gina and my son Cody for that one. So yeah, yeah. sorry guys. Yeah, but no, thanks again. It and was fun. well, we blue, we'll do blue. We're doing blue if we get two hundred emails. We'll think about it. No, you said if we get two hundred, <laughs> you're doing blue. Okay. At thirty bucks extra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At thirty bucks more. Okay. I like thick cheese. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with that. All right. Done. <laughs> Stamp it. They can't be too mad at me, right? I mean, dude, you're they the can. owner. They can. You can fire everybody. Uh, yeah. Fire everybody. <laughs> too good. Yeah. Fired. Fired. <laughs> That's what. Hey, that, you think these guys? These guys live in fear. I can fire them at you any. You get moment. a pro launch. You get a pro launch. Fire cock. Fire marks tomorrow. <laughs> Might have came the earliest he's ever ever come. Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming <laughs> in. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for, thanks for the support, us. Kiefer. Thank you. Thank have you. Have fun at Mesquite, guys. It should yep. be good. Yeah, Sorry, no after dark. Sorry. Yep. We had some pretty good uh, emails, but I'll save them. All right. Well, I don't know when you're coming in next. We've got to figure that out. But That's fine. Maybe after A1? Sure. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Uh, Aiden. Yep. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are jerks. You guys are. You guys are assholes. <laughs> I didn't see what I have to live with. This is what I got to live You can with. ride with us tomorrow. Okay, good. You thank go you. in the van. Yeah, all okay. right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's riding with us. Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. We'll see you Monday. You're yes. bringing your hot water. Thanks for the polls, Marks. Thanks for the poll. You're very welcome. The, uh, hey, the other what poll. The, polls? the other How poll is, is heavily in favor of me. What is What's it? What's the friend poll? The, Yeah. If what's the? Let's give it an update real quick before we wrap it up. Oh, sorry. Give me one second. Fifty-eight point seven percent nice guy, and fifty-nine point six percent dirty. <laughs> that's not a great ratio. It's just yeah. barely over fifty percent. Yeah, that's great. I, my whole high school was like that. It's fine. What about the dirty bike one? 50. Fifty-nine Oh, it changed to fifty-nine point five as we were talking for dirty. It's yep. dirty. Yeah, dirty for sure. Yeah. Dirty. Thanks, Eric, for that. <laughs> See, I just got you back with a limited edition. You did. I did. See? It's karma. 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 <laughs> karma. Uh, yeah. yeah, so are you bringing your hot wife? Me? Yes. yes. Are you bringing your hot chick, girlfriend? Yeah, she's coming. Sweet. She's not pumped that Kiefer's not going, but. Right. I love you, I are. When are you going to, are you going to get married? Maybe. She has an after dark for you, but we're not doing it. Oh, fuck. Should I leave? Can right. you at least email it to me so I can read it? We'll have to just wait till you do oh, it. Oh, man. Can we just read hers right now? Sure. Can we do that? Steve? Uh, ask Eric. Eric? Eric. Fine with me. Okay. Fill your ass off after dark. <laughs> okay! Okay! <laughs> you got I'm a frog. Go your ass off dot com. Can I just say that I did two chicken breasts up, one with pop smoke fajita, Okay. one with salt, pepper, and garlic. Mm. And they were both so delicious. Really? Loved it. Okay. I'm still a uh, Willie Pete's guy. Yep. Just had some chicken the other night. We were talking about the chicken and rice bowls. Yeah. Heather does that with the chicken and rice bowls. Yep. Yeah. It's fantastic. And of course, Madus can't be beaten. No. No. Madus is good on a steak. All right. Infidel. Infidel. For pork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's calling Hey, man, me. you beaten off? Okay, let's just get her on the show. Yeah, let's put her on. No, you have to. Hold on. Oh. All right, let me let me let, let me, me call her real quick. All right, let's patch her in. Why is that buzzing? Uh, that's your kid's thing. Something happened. Did you kick the? Where, where's your feet at right now? You're, are you kicking the cords? Let's move back. Step back. You're kicking the feet. You kicking the cords there? No, let me see. What about the one that I just hooked up? It's it's uh, the, the audio one. <sighs> I did. You guys are so jacked. Yes, there it's fixed. Okay. 
This is high quality stuff here. Well, we're waiting to call. Yeah, there it's fixed. Yeah, I mean. Okay. I don't think they'd get a blowjob before the main event. Jim Holler. We don't have time for pleasantries, Lone Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how are you? <laughs> hey, I'm coming home soon. Yar yar. Hi. Welcome Hi. to the show. Thank you for having me as always. Hi, okay. Yar Hi. Hi, Kiefer. Okay, we're ready for it. Okay. I, I only did this ready? for you. This is your show now because this is like Okay, I am so I have been I was honestly gonna ask this at dinner, but clearly you're bailing. Yeah. So here we go. Steve, you have to answer. Thank you. Okay, you have to play. Okay. You have to play. Okay. <laughs> if you, you're getting Eiffel Towered by Satan and Jesus, who's in the front and who's in the back? I don't know what Eiffel Tower. I don't know either, man. I don't know. Are but you guys fucking kidding me? No, yeah, I don't do. know what that no, means. No, no I, do. I really don't know what that means. Oh, boy. There's oh. one. Oh, one on each side? Yeah, and they're high-fiving. Yeah. Oh. Eiffel Tower? You're in the middle. You're just having a three-way. How about you just say that? Yeah, okay. So your Eiffel Tower and Satan and Jesus, is that what you said? Yes. Who are you going? Who are you choosing to be in front of you, and who are you choosing <laughs> to be behind question. you? This, I, I should not have taken this call. But. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> this would have been better at dinner. But She made know, me answer this, so. <laughs> Steve, go ahead and go at first. I mean, either one is good. Like, I, there's no good answer. It doesn't matter because there's not I a preferred feel like answer. I want... I want oh God. It's, I, I don't even want to say it. It sounds so horrible. I He's want just in my ass. Sorry. I will go. Jesus is in my butt. Oh, I'll go the other way. And then um. Yeah, I'm going Satan in the back. In the back. Yeah. But I want whatever. So much better. But I want what Jesus has. I want him up in. I want it to give to me. Give oh, it to give me. it to you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, figured Jesus was going to be nicer and like slow. I don't know. Just be a lot nicer back there. Loving. So I was showing yeah. him in the back. That's a good theory too. I just want whatever power Jesus has is going to go inside of me, and I'm. It's like a transfer of power. Okay. All yeah. right. Fair well, enough. I, I'll go that way, too. Yeah, Kiefer, I like your answer. Eric's really quiet over there. What about you, Eric? Yeah. Eric's My out. headset stopped working yeah, like Eric four minutes ago. <laughs> I can't hear anything. <laughs> I mean, I learned a new term about Eiffel Towering. I didn't know anything about that. I didn't that. know anything about that, Kiefer, no. Um, I, I know what Superman yeah, is. Yeah, go ahead and Google it tonight when, you, when you're off the show. Okay. Do you know what Superman I is? I admire it. No? What's that one? So it's it's when Talon nuts on your back and he puts the sheets back over you and you go to the bathroom and the sheet follows you on the way to the, the bathroom. Stop it. It's like a cape. Is this one your favorite? This is the Superman is your favorite? Uh, yeah, that's my fave. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. Is it Heather's favorite? Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. You're telling me Heather likes to just run around the house yeah, with she's like, fine with it. It's yeah, Superman. It's easy. Yeah, you feel powerful. So Aiden was born. Yeah, I'm, I'm here, by the way. <laughs> Aiden's right there. I'm right here. <laughs> Wait, but if it's on her back, then that's not how Aiden was born. Look at uh, you, you never know, right? You just they what, then, Didn't they say pre-cum is the strongest thing there is before the actual stuff? Yes or no? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, that's, what, that's how you can get a girl pregnant, Aiden, so don't even do it. Just get out. Don't even do it. Yeah, don't have sex. Your dick will fall off. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. Easy enough. That's it. All right, Yar Yar. All right, we're wrapping it up now. Okay. That question's what? fucked. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. Good luck. Um, I want you to know that I accidentally asked 
uh, that question in a in a t-ball group chat with every single parent on my daughter's team. So. Oh, so bad. that is so bad. <laughs> like you thought you were talking to somebody else. Yeah, and I just like sent it. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And then I completely like ratted myself out because I was like, Indy and I will be there. Nobody would have known who sent it, but I panicked and I, you know, so it was pretty cool. Did anybody answer? <laughs> yes. Oh, everybody. No, the next practice, everyone was like, so who would you pick? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Just a random T ball meeting about yeah. it. I'm waiting for the lightning to come he through the house. To say, <laughs> I'm, I'm the favorite of the parents. <laughs> Wow. That's a. Right. You see your true colors <laughs> shining through. Uh, we'll see you Monday, Yari. I remember. Uh, okay, you, I'll be there. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, Talon can sit at the big table. Uh, what is Talon popping the question anytime soon? What are we doing? I don't know. I mean, he's pop. You have to ask him. I will tell you that um, <laughs> we are no longer waiting on the Lamborghini first. No, no Lambos. Cancel, on your dips. Cancel the Lambo order. Yeah. Oh, well, it was a nice thought. It was. All right. All right. I'll see you guys Monday. Have a safe trip. Have fun. See ya. See ya. Bye. That's Yar Yar, everybody. Coming in with a hot question. A really inappropriate question. Uh, All right. Well, hey, thanks again, Eric. Appreciate it. (laughs) Thanks for having Uh, me. Thanks, Kiefer. (laughs) Aiden, thank you. Thank you. Rock, thanks. Thanks for coming out. Uh, Marks, thank you. Yep. Guy in the corner, thank you. Yep, thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, good show tonight, everybody. We're off next week, but we're back the following Monday with Michael Lindsay in studio from Vital MX uh, to talk about uh, some more Supercross stuff, motocross stuff. Thanks to our guests. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to uh, you guys for listening. Thanks to people for watching on YouTube and all that. See you in a couple weeks. Sire's been so heavily, guys. I'm a kinky bastard, okay? There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer. When you went away to community college, I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Complete.